We're live, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this podcast will be a mess. Just uh, prepare yourself. As usual. If you're an MMA journalist, put your uh, get your weightlifting chalk on your hands. <laughs> chalk up. <laughs> get ready. Get ready, bitches. Get I'm, ready. Ready. I'm full hit, of opinions, hit, everybody. Hit those fucking <laughs> keyboards. This is essentially sort sort of a preview of uh, this weekend's fights. Are really just a, a, usually the plan. a chance to get together and fuck around. I was told it was a breakdown. It could be a breakdown. <laughs> I was told a breakdown. Did you prepare? So I've studied all night I, for a breakdown. I have my notes. I was told this is a breakdown. <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts, sir? I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, ask me, ask me, well, I'm going to go with Nate Diaz. Now ask me why. Wow. Why? Yeah. Well, the way I look at it, and correct me if I'm wrong, Connors boxed the daylights out of everybody who, for the most part, either has his reach or smallest. What he does is he hangs on the That's edge of the pocket. Point. He hangs on the edge of the pocket, and he's a counterpuncher, waits till you commit, slips and hits. He's dealing with something very different with Nate, which is that Nate is longer and taller, and Nate doesn't have to do that. And I wonder what he's going to have to do is either t- one of two things. He's going to have to weave and get inside, mm-hmm. or because Nate stands so you know flat, I mean sort of uh, squares up with you, I guess he could back kick and front kick his, his body. But Connor doesn't kick like it's not when you think, whoa, watch out for Connor Connor's uh, hard kicks. You know what I mean? So he actually kicks pretty good. Yeah, yeah he kicks. He, does. he has very good kicks. He does. You also but, haven't seen much of him because he's smoking everyone. This he is true. He's murking but, everyone. But, but he, Nate's a very durable guy too. He spends a mm-hmm. lot of time in those gyms with a lot of those Mexican boxers that stand in the hole and just bang. Which isn't Connor. It's not. But I but I I wonder how Connor's going to actually have to change a little bit of his boxing. And I'm curious to see how he does Well, that. he's only fought one guy that's tall. That's Max Holloway, and he's coincidentally the one guy that went to a decision with him. And he was also hurt in that fight. He hurt his knee mm-hmm. in that fight. During the fight, when he was passing the guard, he blew out his ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely had a huge, huge effect. But I, I, I think that you make some good points. I think uh, Dos Anjos showed a bit of the blueprint on how to beat Nate. And one of the big things is that Nate stands real heavy on that front leg. He comes in, he fires that hard right jab and stands real heavy on that front leg. And Dos Anjos just lit that leg up. He lit his legs up. And Hmm. because of that boxing-centered style, I mean, Nate will throw the occasional kick, but primarily he fights boxing Mm -hmm. when he's he's fighting. His boxing's very good. It is. Very sharp. He he boxed up Gray Maynard. He boxed up Marcus Davis. Michael Johnson. Josh Thompson. Michael Johnson, his last fight was one of his best fights. Unbelievable. Josh Thompson head kicked him and knocked him out. That's right. Yeah. That was a different, um, you know, that was Josh Thompson, man. That dude's had a series of injuries, but I still maintain he's one of the best lightweights in the world. Especially when he's in strike force. Yeah. Well, he's getting older. That's the the issue is he's like 36 That's years old everyone, now. That's though. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but do you think that Matt Connors met anyone yet who's as good a boxer as Nate? Because no, Nate's a no, good boxer. Definitely not. Maybe uh, Max. Maybe Max, right? But Max back then was like it was two two years ago plus. Mm-hmm. Max was not as good as he is now. More confident. I mean, Max is on fire right now. Max Holloway's on I'd, fire. I'd, I'd like He's to see so him good. and Connor fight Fuck now. Yes. That's a fight. Fuck yeah, I, I got it's, Max it's coming Holloway to that. See, I, well, I don't know about that, but I don't think that Connor really wants that 145 weight class anymore. I mean, he looks so big right now. Yeah, he has it, and I think I think at 55. Fighting Dos Anjos, that's the fight at UFC 200 yeah. if he gets past oh, yeah. Nate Diaz. It actually is kind of interesting if he gets past Nate Diaz, you know, because it makes that fight bigger. The fight at 200, mm-hmm. it really makes it bigger. More build up. You know, Dos Anjos broke his foot in the last minute of the last round of sparring. Uh, he's, he's going against a high level uh, kickboxer. 
and yeah. he checked the kick. <gasps> yeah, broke his foot. We, we used the same masseuse, and of course, you know, I get a text message like, "Fuck." This happened exactly last minute, last round kind of thing. That's their so thing, shitty. though. That's their, at Kings, they go hard, man. Do they that, wear that's why they're pads? so good. Do they wear? Mm. No. Well, it's like a shin pad, so it's over. But yeah, if you throw that hard and a, a high-level kickboxer's checking, it, it's tough, If you man. kick as hard as he does and you kick a tree, doesn't matter. Yeah. you're going to fucking break your foot. It's just See, I, I, I think we know what Nate Diaz is going to bring to the table. I think Connor knows. I think everyone in this room knows what he's going to do. We don't know what Connor's really going to do. Right. We really haven't seen all his tools, man. I think Diaz is the perfect matchup so he can showcase all his tools. Because Diaz, isn't, he's, I don't think he's going to get murked in the first round. We're going to see a lot of Connor and what he brings to the table. But Connor's really good at lulling you with those kicks and then stepping in with that big left hand. That left hand is just a fucking uh -huh. monster punch. From, his, from his heaven. Left, so. Oh, man, he just throws it so perfect, and he's got so much power behind it. But I'll tell you, man, it's hard to hit Nate Diaz clean. Mm -hmm. Hard to hit him clean. Think? He's tall. Yeah, he's slick. He, he's tall. He moves a lot. You know, it's it's hard because his, his range is good. He's also good at ducking under shit. You know, he's good at anticipating. He's high mm -hmm. here, you know? Yeah. It could be interesting. I think, man, if Nate Diaz got to like a serious Muay Thai camp and really learned how to kick correctly and made more distance and then threw the occasional fucking takedown attempt in there. Yeah. You know, I think with a lot of these guys, one of the issues is they got a great formula and that formula is winning fights and it can it can carry them very far. But is it the best strategy? Like the best strategy <laughs> is the guy you're fighting that doesn't have any idea what the fuck you're about to do. Mm -hmm. That's the George St. Pierre strategy. George would just mix it up so well, and it was like one of his best assets. He really didn't know what his attack was going to be. With these guys, like, you know what their attack's going to be. With Nate, you know what his attack's going to be. But it's a fucking good attack. It's mm -hmm. a good attack, but I think we're seeing a changing of the guard. You're, you're seeing these athletes like Luke Rockhold, who's mm -hmm. just a freak, yep. Conor McGregor, these guys who can do it all. Yep. So you have the old guard with, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not hating on these guys, but I was one of the old guards. I like to... Uh, you know, wrestle, box. Didn't do mm -hmm. a lot of kickboxing, didn't do a lot of kicks. So you look at Rashad Evans, really not a kickboxer, good at wrestling, good at boxing. We know he's going to bring to the table. But crazy, he's got a big head kick knockout in Sean Salmon. That True. was like one of his True. biggest highlight reel KOs. For sure, but but how long ago was that? Long time ago, yeah. but you would have thought that that would have been a more, bigger part of his arsenal. I agree. Yeah. He, can, he can do power. it. He's athletic enough. You yeah. look at a guy like Ryan Bader, wrestler, boxer. Yeah. So you have this old guard. The new guys coming up, man, if you don't have it all, good luck. And they're, right. and they're tossing these guys up. Who are phenomenal fighters? They have these huge, uh, you know, fan base and stuff like that, and they're they're giving it to these young athletic guys. And good luck, you know, yeah, with them, with that with that skill set, man. It's I think it's this sport is just still evolving, yes. and we're in the middle of it, and we're watching it happen. But it's still just all over the place. It's still like your weight class is a perfect example. Your weight class, you cannot be one dimensional. You no, cannot. There's no one. You can't do it. It's not. It's not an option. There's no one who's one-dimensional who's anywhere near the top ten. Well, you have <clears throat> maybe out of the top five, say, Formiga's the most one-dimensional, or Cejudo. Yeah. But are they really? You know, Formiga's this amazing ground guy, but right. he tries to kickbox with everybody. Cejudo's the wrestler, but he's trying to punch a hole in your head. So His fucking striking is not bad. Cejudo's striking wow. is very, Power, very sharp. Very a sharp. A little slow for the weight class, but he's so strong, and he does negate the gap very well. So I, I think that... Uh, he takes care of, of his lack of speed, but then you fight someone like Demetrius where everything is about speed. So that's where I think he's still too slow to beat Demetrius. 
It's going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be a real interesting fight. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's an Olympic gold medalist in wrestling, and he's a motherfucker with his mindset. His mind, I mean, he's a winner. So Hudo is just a straight up straight winner. up winner. All yeah. those Olympic athletes that come out of the UFC, they're all pretty successful, man. Mm-hmm. They think about them. You got mm-hmm. Dan Henderson, uh, DC, Cejudo, obviously mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. You got all just that Olympic mindset, man. The it, it's priceless. Do you it remember really when is, Mark they Schultz so much, fought? Yes, it was like hello everybody. They're lucky. Wake the up. whole division is so lucky that he had a good wrestling college, uh, wrestling uh, teaching gig. Coaching yeah, gear. they got a good offer. Yeah. Oh, if he well, yeah. he didn't want him to. They wouldn't let him fight in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Was he Br- Brigham Young? I think that's yeah. what he was with. And they they were like, you can't fight in the UFC. You can't fight cage fighting while you're teaching wrestling. Not BYU, son. They, they're so lucky because if that motherfucker got in there, he well, everybody's at, on their back. Yo Romero, every yeah. single like, person. Look at Yo Romero. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about somebody like Yo Romero is that you've seen him get taken down. He doesn't and give you've a seen fuck. Him, yeah. You can take him like, down. Like, I'll just stand care. up. I'll just stand up. <laughs> cool luck holding me down with gay Jesus on my side. <laughs> gay Jesus on my side. Yeah. yeah. The, the way you hold him down is drug test him. You want to hold him down? <laughs> go ahead and drug test him. <laughs> or put gay Jesus on top of him. <laughs> let's, be, let's be real here. Uh, yeah. So screwed. Yeah. So uh, screwed. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't mean to flip scripts there, but how about Bisbing Anderson Silva? Uh, you I was know what? blowing your phone up during yeah, that. Yeah, man. You blowing know what? you up. It was amazing. I, uh, first of all, Bisbing is one of the toughest By fucking far. men on the planet. God, that dude has one eyeball. Okay, straight he up got one eye, knocked out dead at the end of the third round. Came back, won the fourth. Sick. What the fuck? Sick. How is that not talked about? The guy's blind in one eye. Yeah, he can people bear, don't know that. They he don't must be able up. to see something. People right? don't he, he can see something, is. but it's it's because uh, we were reading the teleprompter, and he's it's difficult. He, it's like that eye is, I guess. At certain angles, he's got to hold his eye a certain way because it's kind of tunnel vision. There's oil in it. Yeah. There's oil in his So he has to read the other eye. Of his yeah. eye. Yeah, and that's to protect the retina to keep it in place. Is that the idea? They can't attach it yet because if they attach it. <laughs> Does it rip off it, again? Yeah, if they attach again. it again, it'll be more damaging. So yeah. they, he has to wait till he's after he's done fighting, they can reattach. So think about this. He beat Anderson Silva with one eye. Oh, yeah. and Anderson's a southpaw, you fucks. How crazy is that? <laughs> crazy. It's nuts, man. That flying knee. Nick Diaz knee beat him high. That, yeah, right? <laughs> but the flying knee that Anderson landed was goddamn glorious. Yeah. I mean, it, was it was nice. The way he did it, kicks? he jumps up with the front leg or with the right leg, and then like there's almost like a pause in the air, Good and then boom, yeah. that back left knee. knee comes in. He still, in. Had, that, he still the reason... had that ability to move, like just kind of stare at you right against the cage. But yeah. he didn't, it was weird when he was in the middle of the cage, he didn't seem to want to throw it was so weird like you felt like he had bisbing like especially at the beginning of the fourth round he could have capitalized and he was hesitant he's 40 is that what it is he's 40 he's 40 year old man i don't know why we can't just chalk that up like he's just an older fighter man and he's phenomenal fighting natural yeah and you know i mean bisbing was giving him a ton of shit saying you've been on steroids your whole career Fair assumption. we don't know if that's true or not true we just know the one time he was tested he got caught yeah that's so it's not like outlandish for yeah. Bisping to say that. The one time out of competition testing, he got caught. Mm. Who the <laughs> fuck knows, man? It's what's hilarious is when you look at his trainer, and you oh, go, um, purple man. "What guy's purple man? <laughs> that guy's <laughs> seventy. Jacked. I mean, he's. I, I think he's in his sixties, and I'm not. I think he Late might be 60s. like 65, 66 years old, or something like that. Got dick veins at the yeah. side of his neck. He's got more muscle than all of us together. If we packed all Easily. our muscle together, Easily. <laughs> he looks like a cluster of horse cocks with feet. He's so big. He's, he's so jacked. big. So um, he's not natural. Okay, so if he's not natural, then Anderson knows about steroids. He's heard of them. 
He's you familiar know, with the him. guy who's teaching him how to lift weights and running him through his strength and conditioning program is. Oh, hey, bro, I got the stuff. <laughs> Ten years <Yeah>. later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, all these years you've been fighting. Yeah. This is stuff that I do. It's probably not interesting for, for you. recovery. That but it makes you a super person. <laughs> it's a super person. It's a super I know, person. I know you're in a sport that's like if you you know if you your body moves better you don't get brain damage. But that's not important. <laughs> this, that's, this, that's testing, this testing is super effective, isn't it? They're, Dude, they're these guys. Jeff Novitsky is a motherfucker, and he's not playing games. Mm -mm. He's trying to catch dudes. He's showing up at your house at six o'clock in the morning, and he's taking your piss. That's his goal. He's taking too. your blood. God, they, they got me the other day before I came up here. Or no, when I went to do uh, Daniele Bolelli's podcast, and they called me as I'm 10 minutes away, five minutes away, where are you? What? I'm in L.A. I was like, well, you're at my gym, just wait for me, I'll come back after the show. No, 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 we're coming to you, bitch. The bloodhound son. Wow. And they fucking drove up. To Daniele's house? Yeah, no, to the where he does this, this podcast. Wow. <laughs> they watched me do the podcast after it tested me. Wow. Man. Two super nice people, very, you know, professional, but... They're they're not, not fucking playing around. games. Yeah. And they're test, they're testing for everything. They test for weed and everything. Everything. Yeah, but weed doesn't matter out of competition. Yeah, out exactly. of competition, it doesn't oh, okay. matter. So let me ask you this. Nor does Coke, by the way. That was the John Jones Ooh, tweet. Have so fun, so have fun boys. So let me ask you this. Camp, if if hmm. Nate Diaz, if Nate Diaz, short nose fight. We let's, all, let's take the word if out. So let's I know say, what you're gonna say. So let's say smoking weed. <laughs> he beats Connor. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Then he gets flags. It's a it's a DQ, right? It'd be yeah. a no contest. If I smoked weed Hashtag today, fight. if I smoked weed today, the fight is uh, in two day or three days, right? If I smoked weed today and the day of the fight, I asked them, "Would you test me? I want to find out like what what the levels are." I think I'd be okay. I think you literally have to get high the day before or the day of with the new parameters. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's good then. Yeah, it's it's way different. It's way different. It's way different than it used to be. So you have to, it's not like trace. They used to have trace amounts yes, of THC. Yeah. But if I, I really believe that if I smoke weed today and I ask them to test me on Saturday, I'd be okay. Yeah, let's not smoke wow. the day of the fight, though, huh? Well, Nick Diaz, apparently so when he gangster. fought Gomi, was so, he <laughs> tested so high that like, this motherfucker had to be high as fuck when he fought Gomi. That's just, insane. Just went out there. Who pulls off a go go fucking plata in MMA Beautiful. too? It Glorious. was amazing. Beautiful. I'm and after he got his cheek broken, yeah, that's true. He got hit with a bomb by Gomi. When can Nate? I mean, when can Nick fight again? In about nine months. Bisbing wants that yeah, fight. They I, I want to see it around. They changed it around. It was supposed to be five years, and they made it at like a year and a half. I think is that what they made it. I think they made it sixteen. Way months. shorter. Yeah. Y yeah. You 16. know, it'd be an interesting fight only because they fought before and Nick won. Surprised Nick isn't calling Robbie Lawler out. Well, I don't think Nick's calling out anybody. No. Nick's just chilling out and waiting for all this bullshit to settle. Yeah. He got fucking railroaded, man, because yeah. Nick passed two WADA tests, the really deep, comprehensive blood screens that they use for the Olympics. He passed those with flying colors. What he didn't pass is some bullshit-ass Quest Diagnostics Lab test that the fucking Nevada State Athletic Commission uses. Super shady. Super shady. And these assholes wouldn't even pay attention to the other two tests. And they tried to ban him for five years. That's insane. Yeah, man. they're assholes, man. The Vandalay Silver thing's another example. Assholes. They're assholes. What they did to Vandalay banned him for life. That's Vandalay just signed with Bellator. Yep. Did he that? sign with Bellator? Yes, he did. Yes, he Today did. is there breaking news yes, or some shit? Yep. Wow. Damn, I didn't know that. But here's the deal. We talked about this on the last podcast. Kimbo 
Wanderlei Silva. Well, Vanderlei has to fight Fedor first. He's going to fight Fedor first. That's the big fight. In Japan or In whatever. Japan. But the, the, having that fight in Japan could throw his whole Bellator deal in jeopardy because he's going to have to fight on Indian casinos. Once he fights, which at Vanderlei's age is probably not the worst thing in the world anyway, because... Let's go ahead and juice up. There's some certain guys... <coughs> Bobby Lashley... <laughs> There's certain guys <laughs> that only fight in certain places and they look ridiculously muscular. Now, I don't know exactly how everything works. But <laughs> I know, Ford, Brazil. But uh, I know that. Well, that's that's even more shit. That's even more. Hector weird. Lombard, Australia <coughs> only, please. The, um, <laughs> the thing is, they don't have a Jeff Nowitzki at Bellator, they don't have a fucking a hawk. Nor it's, do they want one. No, they don't want one. You don't no, want no, one. No, 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 but aren't you dealing with a commission? I, one. I, I don't want one. I'll tell the UFC. Look, what are we trying to do? What, what are you trying gonna, to? Hey, how let's, dare you? Let's, fucking, let's move on with our lives. You know what the fuck you guys are doing? But you're dealing with the let's commission, move on. right? Aren't you dealing with the commission? Commission's easy. Oh, the yeah, UFC those, enforced this, yeah. not the commission. Yeah, this is the, the UFC's idea. Look, the commission. Look, it's a famous line that someone made up. I don't know who it was, but they said that passing one of those urine tests is an intelligence test. It's not a drug test. Correct. It might have been uh, Victor Conte. It wow. might have been Victor Conte. But, he, you know, who's the Balco guy? Who's, oh, yeah. If he, oh, yeah. anybody fucking knows, he knows. So I think, uh, I, I think Vandalay, well, first of all, I think they should fucking, Vandalay's suspension should be exactly as long as it would have been if he got popped, which I think is nine months at the time. Was it? Was it back then when he got caught? Was it nine months back then? Back then it was nine months, yeah, if you test positive. Nine months, so he's good. He should be done. His suspension should be over. Fine him a little bit and let's move on, man. The guy never tested positive once. I'm going to see Vanderlei. tested positive once? Never. Wow. Vanderlei never. He probably definitely did something. I mean, you look at when he was fighting in Japan. Yeah. But Japan didn't have tests. Or if they did have tests, they didn't care. Mm. You know, they, they, I mean, Ensign, this is coming straight from Ensign Inouye, who said it was on his contract that said, we will not test you for steroids. Well, and Ensign, when... Ensign is incapable of lying. He does not lie. <laughs> no. he does, he uh, Chuck Liddell talked about it. He said he took a piss test and was like walking around. They're like, uh, just put it on the back. <laughs> just throw it in the toilet. He was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to set it on the table. There's no one around. Like, just wherever then. He's they like, all right. They just want to check, check it yeah. out. Here's a Sharpie. Draw your name on it. Yeah. Don't spill, just, please. Just write negative on it. Yeah, yeah. Just, write <laughs> just put whatever you want, man. Put whatever you want. <laughs> write healthy. <laughs> write healthy. <laughs> Either way, awesome to watch. Do not drink. <laughs> do <Yeah>. not drink. <laughs> That's all. You came back. Do not drink. But you know, man, that it was. An, it was everybody knew. You know, if you have a league where everybody knows that everybody else is doing whatever the fuck they want, that's a different thing. It's not really cheating because it's not illegal over there. It's not the same thing as over here. Yeah, you, can't, no, you, just, you just can't do that and be a legit sport. You know, you just can't. Baseball, football. powerlifting. Excuse me, powerlifting. I'm. Is I, that's not a legit I didn't sport? hear you. Is that I, a legit I'm sport? gonna get so much hate for this. I'm talking about a mainstream <laughs> sport, bro. Don't ever, ever, ever compare like, powerlifting. Uh, could you look at NBA strict drug testing? Right. NFL, MLB. Now it's super strict. There's fucking no home runs anymore. What would people look like? If bodybuilding and powerlifting, if 100% it was legit across the board, no steroids whatsoever, knocking on your door every morning at 4 a.m. They would all look like Callum. Look at the 60s. <laughs> they would yeah. all look like Callum yeah. in Speedos. Look, look at, look <laughs> would, no one would pay attention. Right. Look at the 60s. Yeah. In the 60s, bodybuilders and, and powerlifters, their legs, especially the bodybuilders, their legs are actually kind of small. No, they look good. Yeah. Like, they look, like, normal. Yeah. They look healthy. Yeah. yeah. They just all do this, and they're in their high-waisted tights, yeah. and they just... 
Hot, well, there's yeah. certain guys from the bodybuilding era of like Schwarzenegger that to this day they look small but yoked as fuck. Like Frank Zane. Yeah. Like Frank Dime Zane piece. never looked like no. Lee Haney or any Dorian Yates or Ronnie freaks. Coleman was three what three twenty all yeah. muscle. There was a guy and only like five nine. Right? It's insane. Isn't Ronnie no, Coleman like no, Ronnie, short? I thought Ronnie Coleman was like six something. Oh, is he? Like six two. Six Who is, is Do- which one is really short? Dorian Yates, I thought. Is Dorian? Pretty but sure. back in the day, like before they started doing a lot of steroids, like uh, what, well, who did pumping iron? Uh, Gaines, the guy's last name is Gaines, and I, I knew him and I spoke to mm-hmm. him. He said that was there was a black guy in featured in pumping iron, and if, I, I can't remember his name, but Albert Beckles, uh, really muscular guy. Older At one guy? point, yeah, he was eating. 20 pounds of red meat a day. What? And that's how he was getting. He was like, lions eat a lot of meat. So the he Duke? was eating 20 pounds. <laughs> it's that pounds. bro science. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lions? And, and God damn it. Literally, the, fucking other, meat the other body, he was shredded, though. He was shredded. Yeah, but you're not a lion, are you? Right. <laughs> the other bodybuilders body were like, what? He would eat rice? This guy's I guess awesome. like, like large quantities of rice and 20 pounds of red meat Somebody a day. Somebody needs to tell him that gorillas only eat broccoli. Yeah, right? Right? All they eat is fucking go to the zoo. They're eating stalks of broccoli and bamboo and shoots. Giant. But, but their dicks are this big. So that's, that's true. That's true. He was shredded yeah. in the... in the. I mean, he's Did you see his dick? How big was it? Was it we, we dated for a it little while. It wasn't big, but it was tasty. It was tasty. It was tasty. It Dude. had like a, like a fruity, <laughs> I never, nutty sort of a thing. Pumping right Iron, those were the days because it was Arnold and Venice Beach, Gold's Gym, bitches everywhere. Franco smoking Columbo weed, was slinging guy. dick. <clears throat> Franco yes. Colombo was he in was my real short. acting class. That's was right. It? Franco Colombo was super short. Yeah, that hey. Franco Colombo used to be able to take one of those hot water bottles, and his lungs were so strong they would make it explode. Yeah, he would blow into it until it blew up. A fucking hot water bottle, one of those rubber things, a thick oh, rubber. Yeah. He would. Nobody else could do it, yep. but very few people could do it. He would like, do what in the fuck? He'd do dips. He would do dips with um, two dudes hanging off his waist, and he would do dips. And how about let's, how grab, about, some, let's grab some weights? How about know what he looks like today? Remember Platts? Remember yes, uh, he, Tom Platts. Well, there's a you can see it on YouTube. He's he's squats. He deep squats 500 pounds. I think it was 25 times. <laughs> Dude, those guys were doing it back then, though. <laughs> yeah, roids. Oh yeah, lifting weights, hanging Everything. out on the beach, Venice, a good time, smoking weed, banging chicks. Tons yeah. of chicks. Letting guys blow them so they have money for steroids. Good chance. Good <laughs> chance Arnold was, was sucking weed. Hey, yeah. Gay for Good pays, Something was going on. You know? That was a big thing with those bodybuilders. Oh, yeah. A big thing. They're the no. original sugar babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. Sugar baby's such a great word. <laughs> Isn't it such a good word? <laughs> a sugar baby? <laughs> bodybuilders are the original sugar baby. Well, you got to do what you got to do. You ain't just going to lift thing. and pay the Be bills. Be small or suck a dick. You got two options. You want, you want muscle, son? Come here. Come on. You want to hang want... out with your boys on the beach? You better mm. suck this dick. Imagine if that steroids didn't work, but sucking dick did. Guys, Everyone be guys, so swole. The only way to get swole, you had to suck a dick. Callum yeah. would be the biggest motherfucker in the room. You're damn right I would. <laughs> they, right. they would change what's gay. They would change it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gay because I like dicks. I'm just trying to get big. No, bro. Yeah. I was trying to blow up. Trying to get big. <laughs> trying to get big, man. <laughs> Do you remember when guys like, would take brewer's yeast back in the day? Do you remember that? Did? Oh, dude. I knew guys who were just always lifting. They'd go, check this out. I'd be like, what? Just, Why would it take brewer's yeast? I don't yeast? know. Apparently, brewer's yeast makes you... 
bigger or something. That's that they'd old take, school. That's super they'd old They'd sell school. it in pill form. You don't remember that? No, oh not at all. Oh, my God. Because when, 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 you guys are older. When steroids hit, they didn't think it was as bad as it was, right? Like, uh, who was it? Lyle Azedo was kind of the first one who's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to die because I use steroids. I don't but know before, if... it wasn't a big deal. It was kind of like cigarettes, right? See, but Lyle Alzado, I don't think it was because of that. I think what Lyle Alzado was doing, he was doing an early form of human growth hormone. I might be off base here. Jamie, Jamie want to look this I'm up I'm just saying Alzado was but the first to say, though. But the early form of human growth hormone was taken from cadavers. It wasn't, take, it wasn't made in a lab with bacteria, the way they make growth hormone mm -hmm. today. And the early form of human growth hormone... You would take it, and there was like crazy adverse side effects. Mm. Like people got really they fucked get up. Leukemia from it. and all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff. Oh yeah, you can get fucking Jacob Crooksfeld. You can get mad cow disease from it. I mean, Jesus. You, you yeah, get prions from it. You can get all kinds of. I crazy think Alzado was saying that he was dying because of that, and then scientists came out and were like, "Nah, son, I don't think it." Uh, it you wasn't had a brain the tumor. That's yeah. what it was. Well, you know, you also got to deal with the massive amount of trauma that guy played took football for yeah. thirty years. Just and bang, hard, bang, hard, bang. Maniac. I mean, who knows? There's all sorts of bad things that happen to your brain when you play football for 30 years. I mean, especially the way he did. Yeah, yeah I mean, football back then was different. Who knows why? Kind of why he got brain. But here's the thing: not a lot of other guys that were doing what he did got brain tumors. So it could have been completely unrelated. Because yeah. don't they say human growth hormone? <laughs> from what I understand, is so it's going to help grow everything that's good. But also, if you have a tumor, it's going to help grow that. It could. It's potentially uh, that is potentially a side effect. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why one of the things they say that's really important, and if you if you do do that, you got to get yourself scanned. And if you're doing it like the way those guys are doing it, where you're taking like 10 units a day, you know, they're taking massive That's why amounts. the bodybuilders are so big, and they have those those Just power guts, where they have abs, abs, but it's guts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's like these bulging muscles, too. That's the other thing. Like, if you have those gigantic, like, Lee Haney, ab muscles you got to think of his whole body everything's giant yeah. everything's giant so his ab muscles are giant too they, they stick out also because they're huge and his organs are organs growing are too right does it grow your dick uh, apparently if no, you take sir. if you do take massive amounts for long periods of time it can grow your organs larger but i think what we're looking at when you're looking at those guys a lot of it is just massive muscle Oh, I yeah. agree. It's the the more muscle than we've ever seen. Because you look tissue. at Arnold. Even Arnold's like it's a different game, yeah. man. When I was doing, it was just is <clears throat> basically just steroids. Yeah. And now they're doing all these designer drugs. They sweat nonstop. I don't know if you've hung out, hung out with a current bodybuilder. Uh -huh. They sweat nonstop because their they're bodies always, they're always constantly dying. like fuck, man. Straight up dying. <laughs> they're always dying. Straight up so dying. That's Dorian and Lee Haney together. Dorian Yates was very tall, <clears throat> from what I understand, wasn't he? Well, if Lee Haney's six feet tall, it looks like Dorian's God, somewhere in the same hair on him. Same that mane. It does look glorious. He's, a, he's an orange lion. Glorious mane. He's an orange. He's Donald Trump. He looks like Donald Trump if Donald. Dude, was, isn't it isn't it weird how thing. they turn bronze? Because black guys, right? They're mm -hmm. like fucking see every muscle. So yeah. a white dude is like, dude, we got to get black. <clears throat> the yeah. original, cho original like chocolate face. Yeah, yeah, have you seen the guys that get really get, dark? Yeah, they'll they'll be they'll have a white face and then <laughs> paint the rest of them so dark. Black. Yeah. They're straight black. Yeah. Like. Jamaican. Yeah, because they want to yeah. yeah, compete with the black guys. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. to, to, just to show contrast, yeah. to show Dude, the muscles. Black guys own bodybuilding now. Do they own it now? Phil Heath, five-time uh, Mr. Olympia champion. Before that, well, it was Jake Cutler, but then you had Ronnie Coleman for all those years. Well, Dexter I Jackson. I don't know how long you could do that for, to take that much steroids at that high level. How long can What's you do most? that? What's the most? Eight? I think eight is the most. No, <laughs> six, I think, right? Well, how long He's did Arnie away? do it? How many years did Arnie win? 
I think not six. long because think... Arnie was he was doing it right, and then he just blew the fuck up and went full celebrity. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna quit fucking mm. lifting weights with you, Meathead, and go make some money. Phil Heath wants to do. He wants to get ten titles and then quit. That's it's like, shit, that sounds man. like a good number. I was like, Oof. yeah. The problem with those guys is, what do they do when it's over? They showed um, some of the guys from the old days that are uh, still alive today. And they get off the sauce, and their body just is just depressed. Kidneys are all. Wouldn't they have up? to keep doing it to to, to fill the gap in that their body? So they're gonna have to do up. something, some form of testosterone. But the kidneys is from the weight cutting. <clears throat> is that what it is? Yeah, the kidneys is not from steroids. The kidneys is from the massive dehydration. When you see those guys when they're standing on that scale or in that um not scale on that stage and they're posing, they're down to like three percent body they're fat. Close to death. Close yeah. to death. They no carbs. No, no water. Damn. No carbs. Their bodies are just like shredded. If you try and talk to one, well, when they're getting ready for that, it's their, their brain barely functions because they're just so depleted. Yeah, they it's know insane. how to do this. It's so dangerous, man. So dangerous. Yeah. Well, now they they manipulate their insulin too. They do all kinds mm-hmm. of weird stuff. Yes, that's dangerous. <sighs> did they, you, did they you see the new insulin. pumping iron? No. Oh, it's good. Gen- generation man. iron. Yeah. Gen- right? Generation yeah. iron. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Netflix. I'm yep. sure. Yep, with uh, Kai Green. Kai Green. Kai Green, who's a giant. He he's a giant gay uh, bodybuilder. No, 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 he's not gay. Whoa, 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 whoa bro, whoa. Siv, how dare you? Sorry, dare Kai you. Green is a guy. Why are you throwing who, that away? When we're talking whoa, gay man. for pay, Hold the on. reason he doesn't <laughs> win is Hold there's on. videos out there of him fucking grapefruits mm. for money. Right. Or so, it might it might it might be a cantaloupe, but he's what? doing some gay stuff. He's like stripping for men. He also did and it's gay, all over he also the did internet. He also gay porn, didn't he? No. This guy? Hey, man. I, Why do you say that? I feel like he no, he didn't. didn't. Why, well, he he didn't. shouldn't just he's feel awesome. like he's it. awesome. He puts on a mask, <laughs> a doll mask, and poses in subways. He's, he's amazing. He's second. He comes in second to Phil Heath every year, and they oh think one of the reasons why he doesn't win is because he has this history of doing some promiscuous stuff with men. Yes. Like there's, there's a video of him stripping and like shoves the, his that dick in front of the guy's you face. From winning, uh, I can't. Yeah, I guess if they so, let man. him compete. They should let him win. That's why the gays never win. Well, he comes in second. That's rude. Look at his hair. That that bun in the back of his head is adorable. He's amazing. Maybe that's the offensive part they don't like is the hair. Yeah, it's the bu- oh look, look at, at this. this. What's going on there, guys? I agree, and they're and they're big rivals, by the way. And Phil Heath, boy, they are both enormous. You know, here's the problem: when it gets down to this, like these two guys, how the fuck do you decide who wins? How could you even Who's tell? more symmetrical? You have to have a trained eye. Do you tell? Can you I tell? Can. Is it well? You can because you're a good wine connoisseur. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. It's symmetry. How Look. do you know a, a great glass of wine? <laughs> <laughs> the tannins and the oaky flavor. It's, it's a feeling. Same. It's a feeling. I, have. I, I don't get how they do it either. It's I don't get to- it. It's symmetry. You're looking at. Muscle development, but you're also looking at symmetry. Okay, well, these, yeah, but they all look like that. <laughs> but these two guys, they're in different stages of the pose. Like yeah. the guy on the left, his arms are further apart. No, not much. Yeah, but one chose that pose, and the other chose. <clears throat> see, Phil Heath. No, knew, they they do they do side by side poses. Right, but see how right. Kai Green forgot about his legs. Phil said, "I'm gonna open my legs a little bit." Look at those. Look at the leg musk. Look at that. It's perfect. It's insane. He's perfectly proportional. You know. You know. Phil played Girl. basketball in college and it was 178 pounds. Point guard. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. <laughs> and he's got to be like 300 pounds. Yeah. Good. Now, bu- right? Good buddy of mine, man, from Denver. Yeah. Great you know guy. Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really well. How long is he going to do this for? He said. He said he wants 10 times. Yeah. This is his fifth. He wants 10. So five more years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. his body's like Jesus Christ. Dude, making ch- making that cheddar it. though. Is he making cheddar yeah. oh, for yeah. real? Oh, yeah. yeah, seven now, fig- how, seven figures a year. How Ooh. do they do that? How do they make that? Well, because uh, yeah, so he'll, he'll go to <laughs> England. He'll do all these big 
uh, pro-ams, you know? Yeah, who knows? But he, <laughs> you know, he'll do all these big pro-ams and get paid bank. Like over in Europe and in the Middle East, bodybuilding's huge. Mm-hmm. Europe? Yeah, huge. Way yes. bigger than it is here. Yeah, yeah. $250,000 to win. Four hundred, <clears throat> two hundred. But but yeah. then in sponsors, he's making you know six in, seven figures. He's, he's a year. got interesting how much too. it jumped up for 2015. It went from two hundred fifty to two seventy five to four hundred. He's you also got, got his got own line. Sponsors. He's got his own line. He's got his own uh, supplement line. That I think that does pretty well. Yeah, called Gifted Nutrition. But I don't think it's. I don't <laughs> think that he's not making his money off that. He's making his money doing these torn go. Yeah. Like he gets done with Olympia, and literally two days later, he's flying to the Middle East. He said he's gone to England. Yeah. Right. He said he's gone 300 days a year. I mean, he's he's cre- always he's, traveling. Yeah, nuts. Well, seminars are a big way for a lot of athletes to make money, including MMA guys. A lot of guys make a lot of their money. A lot of jujitsu guys make a lot of their money. Especially jujitsu. Yeah. yeah, especially jujitsu is huge. And jujitsu is one of the few seminars where you could really get something out of it. I agree. You know, if you go to see a Muay Thai seminar, you might. Learn a little bit. Good luck. I mean, you could, but a lot of people know a lot about Muay Thai. Muay Thai is, is like repetition, knowledge, sparring, great coaching over long periods of time. But jujitsu, a guy could show you one technique, and you could tap a guy a different with it the setup next week. or something. Yeah, yeah it's priceless. And one man. one eye-opening thing. You're like, ooh! I was watching your boy Cyborg roll. He was doing some drills the other day. God damn, that guy flows. Woo! Freak, man. Woo! He was doing this this roll from from controlling on top side control to the truck to the back to you know taking like a collar choke from behind. It's with, crazy how he moves. Oh my god! Is, he's doing Eddie's imitation. Is that right? I think he's doing a super fight. I saw Jesus him doing Christ, a super fight. I hope he is. I hope he is. I thought, I, hope he was, he is. I thought I'm pretty sure he's doing a super fight. Well, that whole Eddie Bravo Invitational when they're going to do the open weight. Like, anybody can compete, the absolute. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be nuts. Oh, my God. I know Onnit's doing one of 165 and under at the Onnit Academy. In, in Austin, yeah. Mar- yeah, March yeah. 24th. <clears throat> Cal and I are doing the play-by-play for that. Are you really? Yeah, with a jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, hopefully, because I'm well, going to be like. you probably do the jiu-jitsu play-by-play. For sure. Who are you guys yeah. doing it with? I'm going to have some trouble. Uh, He's got him now. Someone who's running the jiu-jitsu thing. Okay. Uh, uh, Onnit got him. Yeah. Who is strong. Uh, do you know who the, uh, the jiu-jitsu play-by-play is? I don't. I, I asked him. <clears throat> Todd White lives in on it. Maybe it'd be him. Um, it's gonna be fun though. Fuck yeah, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu tournaments of the future. I really think so. And I think Eddie's of, platform. Yeah, I think one of the cool things about it too is that you know, me definitely get injured, definitely get you know broken bones and stuff. But you not you, you can compete it and not worry about head trauma. You mm-hmm. know, so I think a lot of people that are interested in martial arts are gravitating towards that because they're realizing now, like, hey, like uh, this is probably. There's there's not a lot of options if you want to learn how to fight where you're not going to get your brain rattled. There's so many. There's such a debate now, like in Europe especially, about kids playing rugby oh, yeah. and any kind of Europe. contact sport. Fuck Europe, right? And Look at America. I mean, yeah. it's a very real thing where doctors and academics are going. Hold on, like I know it's a great sport, but you are talking about you are talking about head trauma to your 14 year old. That's a fact. Whether what that's going to do to him later down the line, we don't know. Dude, America is. Chances football. are you'll probably be fine. Mm. Well, you're but, talking about someone who's so young that they don't really understand the repercussions of their current actions. And if you're doing something at 14 that might affect you when you're 44, that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. You know? Yeah, but then yet again, this <coughs> so country has a lot of people that play football and they're fine at 44. So, you know, yeah. a lot of people well, play for four years. Right? I don't know about all that. I don't know about that. Yeah, most of those guys are fucked up. They're just fucked up But quietly. not if you played in high yeah, school. Not oh, if you yeah. played in high school. Dude, a lot of people yeah. that they've tested that are high school have students CTE, yeah. have CTE. A lot of them. High yeah. school. They're finding more and more. Sure. 
I'm sure it causes damage, but what I'm saying is that it's not as though I don't think the epidemic of people who played football, like if you said, well, most people who played football, even in high school, you know, have brain damage. I bet they do compared to people who didn't. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. only that, here's the thing that there's, there's things like you can be high functioning, but you can also have like real impulse problems. Yeah. And a lot of those real impulse problems are created by head trauma. Depression. Like, here's anger, a big question. Real, real lash out, yeah. anger issues. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, one of the things that O.J. Simpson's doctor said, that if they were doing that same trial today when he was tried for murder, mm. they would probably bring up CTE. Yes. Yeah. But Makes here's sense. the question. When, you know, if you're going to ban, and it's just, it's out there, but if you're going to ban combat ban sports for Can't. kids, well, well. you know, you wonder, like, what you get a lot of benefit from sports that are rough as well, in a way, you know, f- f- in, in how it builds character, or it's just a sport you might be built for, and you're really good at it, so if you're if you're built like a Samoan, and, you know, uh, maybe soccer isn't going to be as good for you as football, so in a way, you got to be careful with this stuff. I, I agree, you need some it's of this tough. stuff. Well, it's definitely good to toughen people up. It's yeah. definitely, I mean, there's no no better avenue to teach people discipline and Teamwork. How, to, how to be tough than combat sports. Mm-hmm. I think combat sports is, you know, it's the one thing where you have to figure out how to how to actually get it done. There's no there's no maybes. There's no close. There's no you either Can't get it done it. or you black don't and get white. it done. It's very, very black and no white. No one's helping you. No one's helping you. It's you, a big you by thing. yourself. Yeah, you enter into that ring. He's a referee, and that's that guy's just there to save your life. That's it. And then there's yeah. another dude, and he weighs the same as you. You know, like Taekwondo. You know, you could, guys get knocked <coughs> out and kicked and stuff, oh, yeah. but it, yeah. you, you get a lot out of getting better at something. You know, especially you when the do. stakes are high. You certainly do. Right? But I think that if, if I had to do it all over again. Like, if I knew what I know now, and I went back and I was involved in striking sports, I'd be way more careful. Me way too. more careful about head kicks. You know, I kind of got lucky and dodged a lot of trauma, but I know a lot of people who didn't. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of kickboxers who just fought for nothing. I, I mean, nothing. I remember I, got, we, I thought it was cool when they'd go 30 seconds left and the whole gym would turn and watch me and Shane Carwin plant our feet and just slug each other in the head. And we'd get done, like, high five. Then I'd get in my car and throw up. Jeez. And Shane would call me and go, dude, I forgot where I was going. What? And at the time, we were like, God, <clears throat> see you tomorrow? See you tomorrow. Meathead power. You know? <laughs> wow. Like, then we'd get in our cars and do it again the next day. Damn. I remember playing football in college, and there was a play called 96 Power. And they go, bring in the shab. Bring in the shab. I'd come in. It was me versus this giant linebacker named Brian Ewu, who was a second-round or third-round draft pick. A nightmare. And we'd, I'd take a run and start, and we'd run into each other. Oh and everyone would wait God. and stop. That was, like, my thing. Now I think of it. <laughs> now I think, hey, man. Hey, man. I'm the front guy if it's the Civil War. I'm the guy in the front, the idiot. Was like, sounds, yeah, watch, watch this fucking. Ewu sounds like Samoan. Was he Samoan? No, he's black as night from Houston, <laughs> Texas. Close, though. Brian Ewu. Yeah. It, it, it makes you Ouch. rethink things you've done, obviously, in your past. I, I look at earlier parts of my career, all of my training. I have a good chin. Granted, I fight, you know, child-sized grown-ups. But, um, <laughs> you know, when the lollipop guild attacking you, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But it, the you, lollipop guild. <laughs> you, you, you learn that. You got fucking, like, Lineker. Lineker yes. hits hard. He, last hits time, hard. he hit me. He hits fucking hard. And I remember everything in the ring going wonky, like, back and forth. <laughs> Fuck, don't attack me right now. That hurt. Um you, I've been hit a lot. I put myself in the in the, the hospital snowboarding, hitting my head. You know, I, I've I definitely have some brain damage. I wouldn't trade it though. Yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I would, I would train different. Exactly. Though. Well, when, when, when you they guys are, train different. You guys are both okay right now. Like you're not 
Muhammad Ali. You're not yeah. Joe Frazier in his later years. Younger. Yes. We'll see in the later years. Well, I think by the time you get old, they're going to have some shit worked out. They're going to stick a fucking syringe in your brain, squirt some stem cells in there, and you're going to be good to go. Oh, I hope so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. They're, they're getting real close. I mean, they're getting real close to re-engineering the entire human frame. They're getting so close. Every day they move one step closer. Within 20, 30 years, they're going to have some cures for all kinds of shit. The problem is when you're already like at Muhammad Ali's stage or Freddie Roach. Game over. Yeah, Freddie Roach has functional Parkinson's that's from trauma. And, you know, he, he's open about it. He was in wars, man. You watch yeah. his old fights. God. That's yep. why he stops fights sooner now. Yep. He's smart about that. Because he, he goes, I wish my coach would have stopped the yes. fight sooner. Yes. Yeah. So now, yeah. what, what was his last fight? It was Cody. He's like, I'm going to stop that. You got one more round, mm -hmm. I'm going to stop this. Well, the guy who fought Kovalev, uh, what's his face? The um, uh, the, the uh, Canadian guy. Oh, uh, Pascal. Yes, Jean, Jean Pascal, who was just getting boxed He was up. doing nothing. Well, he was getting the Throw fuck punch beat out of And go. You know, I think the first fight took a shitload out of him, and that's something that people do not want to admit. When you take the kind of beating that he took in that first fight, and the first fight arguably was called a hair soon, but the, have that. but it's a hair. Yes. I mean, his argument was that it was called too soon. He's got a great chin. He should have been able to fight. He tagged him a few times. He could have won that fight. He did tag him a few times, but he didn't tag him a few times in that second fight. That second fight was the Kovalev show. It wasn't even close. Kovalev's Straight up ass. ass whooping. He's a bad motherfucker. He's fucking scary. He moves like he's a, a murderer. snake. Too. He's a murderer. He hits he's so hard. Out. He's yeah. in and out. He's fluid. And you know what he likes to do for uh, strength and conditioning? Pilates. Don't a movement coach. Oh, gotcha. Pilates. He does a lot of Pilates. One of the hot ass in there. He's trying mm, to sling dick. Um, mm, he has a wife. Mm, the way you, if oh. you look at his body, the fact that he hits that hard... <laughs> I don't know how he hits that hard. It's perfect technique, long, long limbs. Yeah. Been doing but it forever. His body yep. is like, the body is one thing, but the skeleton is the big mm -hmm. thing. Skeleton is a giant part of how a guy can punch. Yeah. The size of the hands, the shape of the shoulders, it's a huge, huge factor. Which what makes Connor so good. Mm -hmm. Look at Connor's shoulders and hands. With his shoulders are, dude, I'm, mm -hmm. they're yeah. huge, man. Yeah. I think uh, he, he weighed in at 177, 178. Right now, yeah, he's 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 or gonna this cut time last week to he's make one seventy. How about Chuck amazing. Liddell? Chuck Liddell, he used to get his he'd get measured and he'd hold his shoulders in, so it, it said he was seventy six inches mm -hmm. when he's really seventy nine. And he was standing next to you, and I was looking. Why at would the, he do that? Because he wanted he didn't want you to know how long his reach was. He's a dick. Well, yeah, it's obviously <laughs> his longest fuck. Yeah, Hackleman would tell him to do that. Really? So so that it said his reach is seventy six, and if all of a sudden he comes out with seventy nine inches and he's jabbing you or whatever he's doing. But, you know, I looked at him and, and how how wide his shoulders were and how big he... He walks around at 230 right big now. Big motherfucker. Yeah. He's been talking crazy shit about John Jones. Just wait till that? he slaps you. John's, or, uh, Chuck's big hands reaching across yeah. the table. Wham! You're like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, he, <laughs> okay. he, he thinks he would give John Jones trouble right now. <laughs> He's a fighter. He'll do it. Well, you know, that's You want just, that out of your fighter. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's this thing in his head. I mean, he's he still hits the bag and, you know, he still has power and he still thinks that if he I think his exact words were if I hit him right now, if I put my hands on him, I'd give him trouble. Yes, he said his style would give John Fritz. Yeah, and he he said that John wouldn't be able to out-wrestle him, which is like, it's mm. tough. It's tough. Well, what are you going to say to the guy? The guy's a fucking legend. I can't disrespect He's the retired, and he's been in some crazy-ass wars, and it's over. He's earned that it's right. It's over. It's, he's earned the right yeah. to and talk some shit. He can say shit. whatever he wants. Yeah, he's earned the right to talk some shit. And, you know, John John had to respond a little bit. Has you know? to. But even the way, the way John responded was actually pretty kind. Yeah. 
You know, he said maybe if Chuck fought a little smarter, we'd have protected his chin. He also just put, oh, Chuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. (laughs) That fight's going to be fun. Him and Cormier, too. It's going to be very fun. Did you see the photoshops? Yes. So Tyrone Biggums and then what's his name? So from funny. The cop from uh, <laughs> so funny. Super Funny. From yeah, Die Hard. From, yes. No, yeah. No, no, That's no, from no, Die Hard. TV show. No, no. That fucking Urkel? TV show. Urkel, yes. Yeah. Same guy. Yeah. No, it's same the same guy, guy but that's the, the cop. Guy? Yeah, oh, okay. from Die Hard. Yeah. That's when he's a cop. <laughs> so yeah. funny. What's your, what's your... Go back and forth with each other. Yeah. I love it. What do you guys think of a uh, <clears throat> home Tate? It's a good fight. It's a different fight. It's a better... Holly Holm, first of all, is... She's, first of all, without a doubt the best striker in that fucking division. Yeah. No one moons like her. Her athleticism, her footwork, <clears throat> her kicks, and you know the way she's conservative with that head kick, too. She waits till she knows it's time, and then Bob, booyah! Yeah, she doesn't waste time on it. Nope. She's not going to just throw it. No, no. It's calculated. And when fuck. she lands it, that's fucking in-step to neck. Oh, so so good. And if you look at her highlight reel, it's all that, you know, in other smaller organizations. Outside but, the UFC, yeah. But Misha Tate... Fights with a lot of pressure. She's tough as shit, and her grappling is really good. Super gritty. Yeah, really gritty. Got, yeah, she's got to she's shoot strong. those singles and doubles. Which, which well, good luck. maybe she has to close the but distance. Also, she's got. But she, here's one thing she has to do. She she can't run in. No. Like what Ronda did is play right into the strengths of Holly. Yeah. Holly's a fantastic counter striker, and Ronda just wanted to overwhelm her with pressure and power and take her out. And she got cracked early and often. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the first round, she was like seeing Tweety Birds and all kinds of shit. She probably had no idea what the fuck was going on. Misha's not going to fight like that. She's just not. She can't. She's going to fight hands up high, and she's going she's gonna to fight more conservative. And I keep going to the Raquel Pennington fight, which was Holly's first fight in the UFC, where she won a very close split decision. And this is not taking anything away from Raquel, because Raquel is a badass bitch. All due respect to Raquel. UFC jitters, son. Yeah, U- UFC jitters um, are a big factor I think that probably played a big factor. But also Raquel's just real tough and real smart and, you know, didn't rush in. I think the rushing in factor was a big part of that fight. Ronda just charging straight forward like a fucking wild animal. And then Holly moving and cracking. It's the worst thing you can and do. Cracker. And yeah. what do you do? with a technician, what do you do? You make it a freaking <clears throat> gritty fight. That's what Misha well, she's does She's got best. a clencher, and I don't know if she's going to win that clinch. She's not going to get—for her to shoot a double or a single— from that distance, she's going to get sprawled on. You can People bet have done it before, tra- be. Uh, no one's have, taking uh, Holly down in the UFC. No one's taking her down, but you can get. You look at yeah. her previous three fights in the UFC, people can get her to the cage. Sure, yes. but then, then you got her in a clinch, and I think Holly's stronger than Misha. Misha I mean, it's going to be debatable. tough for her. Well, I don't um, know about the wrestling aspect stronger. I mean, she no. hits harder, but Well, I'll Misha's tell you, my friend Justin, tank. Justin Milos, who's yeah. a brown belt, you know, a, a Division One wrestler, Serious fucking athlete. He said that Holly feels like a dude. Mm-hmm. He said he he's rolled with both of them. She's he both too. rolled with Holly and with Ronda. Yeah. And he's like, there's no comparison. No. He's like, Holly wow. is strong as fuck. You could yes. see it. He's like, she's really strong. I think Holly wins. I just think it's a different fight. It's a tougher <laughs> fight for Holly. It's a different puzzle to figure out. It's all about matchups. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think that she gets destroyed like Ronda did. I don't think she gets outclassed like Ronda did. I think it's a closer fight, but Holly still comes out on top. Well, you know, the other thing is that Holly went through a camp for Ronda, like no camp she ever went through before. And she said she trained so fucking hard for that, and you see the results of that. I think she's going to do the exact same thing for this camp. So if she goes into this fight with that same kind of training camp <laughs> behind her, and is just in fucking phenomenal shape like she was for, for the Ronda Rousey Which fight. Which she is. She might box the shit out There's of There's more pressure on Holly now. 
Because we expect Maybe. her to be, you know, she's this, it's not a one-time thing. She wasn't a one-trick <laughs> pony. She wasn't just a flash in the pan. I think for her, there's more pressure to perform now. Because with Ronda, she's such a big underdog. He's like, ah, she's going to get murked. Beats the fuck out of her. Now we're like, damn, Holly's for reals. Now there's pressure on her. Maybe. Maybe. But That's she's had that pressure for a Yeah, long she's a 19 time. Ah, not like this, my man. What about when, this? Women's boxing? What? When's the last time you watched it? Exactly. It's in a high school auditorium. It's still yeah. a big deal for her, though. <laughs> really she's is. still there. It's not the know, same, brother. It's that you're not doing yeah. press conference. You're not the champ. You don't have everyone gunning Holly's for you. Holly's ready. Holly's ready for this. But another thing that's taking pressure off her is that most people are paying attention to Connor. For this mm, fight, for yes. this fight, they're talking to her 100%. a little bit. One hundred percent. This is the Conor McGregor show. Let me oh, ask you guys this yeah. question: The rest of the card, what? Yeah, Th- this is a weird. Meanwhile, question. there's good fights. We'll pull up the card. There's good fights. This yeah. is a great card. It's not just a good card for it's those. It's the two Conor fights. show, though. It's the Conor show. But let's pull up this card, Jamie. There's a fucking bunch of good fights on this card. Dude, look at me. You know, here's one that everyone's sleeping on: Amanda Nunes. That is the dark horse She's of the so division, tough. friends. She's so I think tough. Amanda Nunes is a fucking knockout machine. Yep. She is tough as fuck. Great striking. And she's taking on this Valentina Shevchenko chick, who is tough as fuck too, and a multiple-time world Muay Thai champion. That's a tough fight for it. Let's calm down on that uh, posture, though, huh, <clears throat> Valentina? No, she's Russian, bro. She's That's true. You got to strong. And proud. You got to fucking. I'm sh- excuse me, Kyrgyzstan. Amanda Nunes. Nunez, Amanda Nunez is so athletic and her striking she's is amazing. Badass. Yeah. She yeah, she's badass. She hits fucking beast. hard. She, she's fit, no she hits fucking hard. I watched that uh, Sarah McMahon fight again. <laughs> she's got a piston of a right hand. Yep. She might be the biggest one-punch striker in that division. She's tough as fuck. But, you know, you look at her and then you look at that the, the entire division. I think it's... This this fight is a big fight for her because Valentina, she also went through her UFC jitters. She was like real stiff and awkward, and she was telling herself that in, in between rounds in her first fight. I don't think she's going to be like that coming into this fight. Still I think. look good. Striking look good. Here's another fight everybody's sleeping on. Your boy Brandon Thatch and Bahar Durzada. That's a good fight. That's I think I think loser gets its walking papers. You think so? Well, I, would, I wouldn't give either one of these guys their walking papers. You're not Joe Silva, sir. They're both exciting to watch. Fuck yeah. These are great fighters, man. I agree. <clears throat> uh, C.R. Bahar Durzada. C.R., yeah, He's so he hasn't fought in almost two years. He's yeah, had what some happened time to him? off. He Did got he, hurt. What, did, what happened to him? Do you I'm know? not sure. I know he got hurt. And then Thatch has lost two in a row. But mm-hmm. they're two short notice fights. Yeah. You had a change in Gunnar Nelson, and they had to fight Ben Henderson. Yeah. Well, he got clipped in the Nelson fight. Gunnar surprised him with that left hook. That was a big punch, and then submitted him. That was a big fight. For Thatch, then, though, man. It's, I'm, I'm telling you, if, if people could see him in the gym, it's like, dude, what the is fuck? Is he too big? No. Harry, Harry's incredible. He, he's, he's not too big. He's ju- it's always been a discipline issue for him, really? and it's always been, is he in the fight? Because in the UFC, you can't, man. You just can't have a night off and beat Gunnar Nelson. You right. can't not be focused and be in a striking range of a top 10 or top 15 you know, guy and not get knocked out. But in losing all that weight to get down to 170, what does he walk around at? He's at 190. That's it? Yeah, but shredded. He, he looks so big. I know, shredded. He looks like he's a light heavyweight. He's tall, but he's thin. But he, you know, he's a lot of muscle. Yeah, because I look at him, and he, he looks to me almost like a light heavyweight. He's I could, I could at one eighty five. Definitely, I'm, I'm telling you, he's not a light heavyweight. No, I believe you. Yeah. Well, obviously, he's fighting at one seventy. He makes the weight. Yeah, but you never know. Some the guys the are two times themselves. I've seen him fight, he does seem so relaxed before the fight. Like it might be the way he deals with nerves, but he's almost like 
talking to people, and he looks way ca- more casual than most. Holy fighters. shit! Go back to well, that. He grew early up in, prelims. He grew up in the Look at his early His prelims. dad's a badass. Jim Miller and Diego fucking Sanchez. I know. Yeah, early son, prelims. That's gonna be a war. How is that a prelim Ooh, fight? By that's the way? early prelims. That's fight pass, fight pass. Bro. UFC pass How ratings, is son. How is that? <clears throat> trying to get that UFC well, pass up? Trying to get everybody to buy UFC fight oh, pass, okay. and Diego Sanchez versus Jim Miller is a great way to get that done. Might that's do third it. fight of the night, folks. Grind. Ooh, Diego Sanchez is such a fucking barbarian. If that guy was put on this earth to do one thing, it's go to war. It's true. He is such an animal. That, dude, mean, don't sleep yes. on don't sleep on Eric Silva and uh, Talib. Exactly. That's another good fight. That's a very good. Nordine Talib's a bad motherfucker. First team all body. Eric Ooh. Silva fell off. Well, yeah, he Talib took his spot. Body, his body's changed a little bit. A little. Well, hmm. I don't want to talk about it, but uh, <coughs> he did lose his apple bottom, and he doesn't mm. seem quite as shredded. That's I weird. wonder if he would pass the smell test. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, he was a shredded animal before. Shredded is it monster. freaky looking? Yeah. yeah, at one point in time, he was ridiculously it was shredded. Probably a lot of flies. Um, um, I don't think so, dude. I think he was. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. There might have been. Some, he ate 20 pounds of red meat. There was a some day, stuff, and then he realized it was clogging his colon. He's now, in a, he lives in a country where it's, you can just get that stuff. Sure, a lot of meat. It's it's fine. They give it a lot of cattle, vitamins acai. and minerals. Yeah, mm-hmm. acai um, when you berries. eat a lot of acai and a lot of beef. It's interesting watching all this happen, though, isn't it? Watching yes. guys' bodies change, watching their performances change. I like you know? it because it doesn't make me feel as bad about my body. Um, <laughs> I like the word as. As. Yeah, like you're still comparing to the UFC fighters. As, not as bad. <clears throat> how, about the, how about the obliques on Talib? He's a stud. Oh, Super stud, yeah. Congratulations strong, on Strong motherfucker, Klein too. Obliques. Strong motherfucker. That guy is an With animal. Shab haircut. He's but he buddies from France. I don't know if I can... Can't no. get behind French what people. French people? Well, he's what about he's Czech probably Congo? Arabic. Check's my boy. He's Arabic who was raised know, in just, France. I'm just saying obnoxious <laughs> shit. Now you got to bring up my friends. I don't know, man. <laughs> who is that guy that uh, George St. Pierre brought in with him to train? Always uh, oh, drunk, smoking French, cigarettes. Yeah, the the French Muay Thai guy who's a bad oh. motherfucker. Jean something or another. I forget his name. I forget him too. But on the Ultimate Fighter, George told everyone, "Man, yeah. if you're sparring with this guy, don't fucking hit him hard, man. Yeah. Cause you piss him off, you're in trouble." Yeah, be nice. <laughs> Meanwhile, he he has the ultimate dad bod. That guy's body. <laughs> that ain't a dad bod. It's so that, fit, you can't fit, call fit, that dad, dad bod. Fit, dad he looks bod. like Yellow fit, Bastard. No, he looks like Yellow Bastard from looking. Sin City. Yeah. No, there's, there's nothing. No. Who, who is this? Who this this Muay Thai champion that George St. Pierre brought in? Oh, that guy with the belly. Yeah, drinks, yeah. smokes yeah. nonstop. I forget yeah. his name, man. He was kicking the shite out of everybody. He knocked some yeah. dudes out. He yeah. smelled like booze. He'd come in drunk. Oh yeah, he would come in drunk like. Up all night, like partying, just going to, yeah, like a Thai fighter. Or the Dutch. Yeah. Like, or the Dutch. <laughs> or French, apparently, too. God. Just all night in Vegas, I going to parties, having a good time. Fucking these young, tough kids up during the day. You know what, man? All that crazy behavior that these guys used to engage in, you know. Can't get away with it. Too many cell phones these days. Like, if these guys were trying to do that today, trying to go out and get crazy look at Johnny Manziel's work. You know, the football player, he was a Heisman winner. First round draft pick. <clears throat> the dude likes to party. He likes to party so much. Cleveland Browns like, yo, if you party, man, we're gonna cut you. This fucking guy goes to Vegas under a hidden name and wears a wig and a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he looks like he, everyone's like, oh, that's Johnny Manziel. So everyone has a mustache. No. And then they, and then it gets, no. goes online. And Cleveland Browns see. Yo, that ain't he's me. gonna get cut. That sure. ain't me. That's a dude with a mustache. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that ain't me. I'm telling you. I ain't Johnny Manziel. <laughs> 
He little. partied with a wig. Is this the guy? Yeah, it's him. That's him. He was, a stud. he was a stud in high school. Johnny Football reportedly uh, college. partied in a blonde wig, fake mustache and glasses. How can they tell you you can't party? This is what they can tell you. Your performance was unsatisfactory. You're cut. That's what they can tell you. They can't tell you you can't go have a good time. This is the problem, Joe. What? He's partying every fucking night. What if he's drinking water? What if he just likes to dance? Yeah. It's part of his cardio. No, he has, he's actually an alcoholic. He's been in and out of rehab. What like if he's four got a movement teams? coach? His movement coach wants him to fucking. Now you're talking. Two step on the dance floor. Now you're talking. <laughs> Salsa You fucking movement coach troll the other day on Twitter. <laughs> I was howling. What did you say? What was your exact quote? You believe in me? I said, if, if you think Anderson Silva's going to beat Michael Bisping in decision in the UK, then you obviously believe in dragons and movement coaches. <laughs> People got mad at you because they were like, so mad. They were like, dragons exist to do this. Plenty of evidence. Yeah. No, they got mad at the movement coach thing. Is a... They think I'm hating on Connor. I'm not at all. Or, yeah. or uh, Port, what's his name? Porto Portal. I'm not at all. Not at all. Connor's fans are the most fucking easily butthurt people ever. I talk so much shit on everybody else, Rhonda, all this stuff, and I get some stuff. All I said about Connor, I said, hey, guess what? Frankie Edgar's coming for you. He didn't say anything, of course. I had so many asshole fans. I don't know what country they were from or what, but... Bye, Ireland, buddy. Fuck you, you piece of fuck shit. Bow you. to the king. You need to fucking fuck. kiss the ring and Bow suck his... I'm like, what the they, fuck? They, they say fuck with two O's. Fuck, fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I've never had such an onslaught of, of just shit-talking because I said... That you have a, f- a fight. Well, coming? they have. There's an identity thing going on there. They're identifying with this guy in a True. way that is, you know. You remember when you were a kid, and it, I don't know how it was with you, but when I was a kid, I would identify with a fighter. Oh, yeah. And if that fighter lost, I was devastated. And I remember the day I let it go. Donald Curry fought Mike McCallum, and I was a giant Donald Curry fan. Man, I love Donald Curry. And Mike McCallum hit him with a low b- left hook to the body, and then a left hook up top, and shut the lights out. And he went fucking flat backwards, arms over the top of his head, and I went, fuck! And I put on my running shoes, and I went out running. And I ran a couple miles, and I remember when I came back home, I said, I am never getting upset over some fucking dude I don't even know losing ever again. Damn. I'm just going to enjoy the fights. So, like, to this day, like, when I call fights, unless it's like, you fucking guys, luckily, you're not doing it anymore. Yeah. But you, when you (laughs) fucking fight, or someone I care about, it's hard. You know, because I, I try not to be... Bi- but when I watch... If I watch, like, Anderson and Bisping, I want to watch a fight. I want to see what happens. I don't have a, I don't have a dog yeah. in the race. I want to see... And if, and if Anderson knocks him out or if Bisping knocks him out... You don't care. I like the performance. I yes. like watching the performance. Yes. It, it changed for me at that day. That That's one so day. That's so interesting. That young... I remember mine was... was mad at myself. My brother was... We weren't into fighting. I thought Jean-Claude Van Damme was the man. I thought that shit was real. Uh, he is but and was. He still is. Yeah. But for me, it was, was. Mine, was mine was Magic Johnson. My brother's Michael Jordan. When Magic Johnson got AIDS, I started crying. <laughs> and my mom had to explain AIDS to me. I was young, man. We were, me and my brother both balling, But man. guys like that don't just represent the Conor McGregor doesn't just represent himself. Conor McGregor represents a couple of things. One is possibility, like self-belief. Yeah. And the idea, the goal to say that I'm going to be a champion, coming out of nowhere and do it. Yeah. But but also, like you have to look at where, he, like Ireland, they did a really interesting thing about during the financial crisis. Like with the Greeks and people like taking to the streets and, you know, freaking out. The Irish are quiet sufferers. The Irish are very stoic people. They don't show off. They don't 
uh, make a big deal about their own issues and pain. It's very un-Irish. You get a guy like Conor McGregor all of a sudden to come, and they've had the shit end of the stick for a lot of their history. And so when you get a guy like Conor McGregor to come along and go, hey, by the way, I'm going to beat everybody, and I'm fucking Irish. Well, who else do they so, have? Though? So I'm taking over. For the for a first time in a long time, the Irish are like, not holy fuck, this guy's speaking for us, and by the way, unifying us. That That's a big, historically, he's actually, in a lot of ways, I'm probably going to get shit for this, he's like but Jesus. in ways, he's historically significant to the Irish and the Irish character. You're not going to get shit for that at all. I think you're entirely right. That's yeah. true. I agree. There's Kyle. a reason it's so loud in Boston Preach, and stuff. Son. Because, because he is. He's, he's, he's the guy who said, hey, it's our turn. And who says we that have to be quiet and keep our heads down? That's the real shit. That's the real Steve. So, it's about goddamn time. When I went yeah. to Ireland to fight, and this was Connor's, what, second, third fight in the UFC? Yeah, I think it was second. He, he, you know, he, people knew who he was. Third. They obviously, they had this show. He's headlining. I get there, wander around, get in a cab. Oh, oh, you're fighting. Okay, are oh, you here for Connor? Like, uh, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm fucking here for Connor. <laughs> Who are you fighting? I'm like, okay, wait for it. I'm fighting an Englishman. Fuck him. Hope he dies. That's right. That's I'm like, right. Yeah, I'm, and I'm fucking, you know, what's your name? Ian McCall. Oh, you're a good Irish boy. I'm like, I'm not, but sure, okay. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. Yeah, Definitely not. not. And, and they, they, <laughs> they thought I was a fucking leprechaun or something. Oh, Ian McCall. <laughs> Who, leprechaun? Who died this year? What part of Ireland are you from? And, 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 Lebanon. And, and, and this was, this was <laughs> just before he was a big, big thing. They were already fucking behind him oh, so yeah. much, and now he is. Who he is, like mm-hmm. I said, he is he is a He's changing the game. Yeah. Completely. His second fight in the UFC, I believe, was in Boston. I think it was the yeah, second yeah. fight. And was the second fight Max Holloway? Which is the second fight? No. Yes. No, the, the first fight was Brimage, maybe? Right. First fight was Brimage. Brimage. Whatever the fight was that I called, I don't believe I called his first fight. I think I called the second fight. But I remember being there going, This is nuts, man. This guy is on the undercard. He's yeah. on the undercard, so loud. and they're going fucking crazy. And I think it's because also Boston is a giant Irish community, mm-hmm. right? But there was just something about this guy. I was like, this is nuts. Like the the momentum had already started like way more than anybody I'd ever seen fighting on the undercard. But another thing that's going on with Connor is that everybody knows the stakes are much higher because of the shit talking he does. See, all mm-hmm. this shit talking is fantastic when you pull it off. But everybody knows that if he doesn't pull it off, if Nate fucking sleeps him, if Nate connects with a straight left right hook, and we see the fucking chicken dance out of Connor. It ain't cute anymore. It ain't cute anymore. But you better stay offline for a couple weeks. Or stay a month. offline. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what I mean. I mean he's got guts. There's gonna be some I know you, and, you and Rhonda aren't close anymore. You don't talk to her. But I couldn't imagine. I, just what I saw when I was online: the barrage of hate. I got hate yeah. for Rhonda yeah. for telling people that oh, she was great for you know expressing my mm-hmm. my uh, the, being impressed with her performances. Yeah. The amount of hate she got, but it might was be different. A wave, just a wave, yeah. just a fucking. But it might like, be like we've never it might seen be different though because ever. Rhonda was such a she was not a very gracious winner. You know, if you look That's at her true. when she's climbing rocks uh, in that competition in mm-hmm. the Ultimate Fighter, and she's giving Misha the finger, mm-hmm. it was so aggressive. And then to not shake her hand, That's true. and then to say what she said about Holly, 
about being a fake ass preacher's daughter and stuff. That kind of stuff wasn't yeah. witty. It was just it was just a lot of venom. Oh, it's yeah. very hurtful. And, yeah, yeah, and people where people are don't waiting. like it, man. Because yeah. then you're then you're being a bully. You're being exactly. well, you're being a bully. Exactly. It's fear. You know, people know that when you know she was doing that with Holly, there was a fear. Yeah, and she was trying to put that fear into Holly. And the worst thing in the world is Holly just standing out there. Staring Holly said, "Huh?" Dead faced, drinking her water. You know, she didn't even her pulse didn't. Even Holly care. went, "Oh, that that's cute. This judoka is going to try and strike with me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to kick you in the face, bitch." Mm-hmm. I you know, like that you use the word judoka. Judoka. Mm-hmm. Here's that. a question, you guys who are fighters. Um, who are fighters? What about this idea? What if what if Misha Tate cl- crawled on about a three point stance? Literally crawled toward Holly home because she couldn't get kicked. She's John on, Jones style, right? And just grabbed her ankle, picked uh, yeah. single. Um, she won't be. She's there. gonna punch her in she the face. She's gonna punch her in the <clears throat> face. She's gonna kick like her this. arms. But what, that's, oh that's my not a god, viable, that's Ooh. not a viable. Yeah. Listen, she if can't though. You kick those arms. Or she can. can. Oh, that's kick the right. shit out of those arms. <laughs> oh, Let great. me tell you something, dude. If you're Ouch. on all forms, off all fours, and someone kicks your arms, that is horrific. Break your arms. Then your dumbass has to get up and fight with one arm. Forget it, guys. Sorry, this is my my strategy. Any other. Hold on, oh God, Misha, Misha, don't do that. She's probably listening. Misha, don't do that. What if Misha climbed on top of the octagon and leaped to the center of the? What if Misha has a knife, guys? You ever thought about that? (laughs) Well, you can't do that. What if Misha knows ninjutsu? Right. What if she used sleeping dust? Yeah, it's it's. There's not a whole lot of things that haven't been tried. Hey, what if Misha won and Connor got knocked down in like 15 seconds? Whoa. Does Dana shed a tear? No. Just keep on trucking. Fuck yeah. Keep on trucking. Connor's still the fucking welterweight or the featherweight champion. Not the same. You're no. batshit crazy if you think no. that aura is no, still there. No, not the same. But look, this, the Irish people are still going to support him 100%. He's fighting at 70. I agree, Joe, but it's not the same. Fighting at 70. That aura is gone. If he can win a rematch. He's lost before. He lost yeah. to Joe Duffy. Not in the UFC. We've no, never seen true. it. And he lost to a 25er. He did? That, that little Russian guy who, who leg locked him was a 25. Him? Really? Mm-hmm. That's back. You're living in the past, though. I'm talking now that he's just this saying. mega superstar. He's a 25, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Damn. It was a long Com- time ago. Long time doesn't matter. Well, there's 25 that can submit me. You know, get a hold of my shit. Shit. You, you and <laughs> me both. Tap. Get a hold of my legs. Yeah. See ya. If you tap, you know. It's the guy, <laughs> you know, there's guys that, like, it doesn't matter. If they get you in certain positions, there's certain positions that some guys have, they catch you in it, like Ronnie Yaya. Oh man, that guy Nasty. gets a hold of your foot. He's a tiny little dude. He's also an ultimate dad bod guy. Yeah, tiny little <laughs> dude. First team all dad bod. Gets a hold of your foot. Team constrictor. You know that's what they call yeah. themselves. That is an apt name because if that motherfucker gets a hold of your neck, man, you got some fucking problems, lad. Paul Hart is in your ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, Paul Harris versus Gary Tonin in that submission-only match at Gary Polaris. Gary Tonin, that motherfucker. Yeah. He's that's, crazy. That's I hope he's getting paid well for that. Gary Tonin is the favorite in that fight. Isn't Gary Tonin the guy who <clears throat> beat everybody at the Eddie yeah. Bravo? He's, he's the, the favorite. Murked, murked he's the everybody. favorite there. And he's going to wrestle with Paul Harris. Yeah. Don't say wrestle. I mean, he's going to grapple with him. Yeah, a submission ma- grappling match. I don't know if they have a weight limitation, which could be a giant issue, because Paul Harris gets way up into like 200s before he fight. He fought at 185, his first fights in the UFC. Are they going to test him for Paul Harris? What? They're going to make sure he's on Jiu-Jitsu steroids. Ain't got time for, Jiu-Jitsu don't have time for that bullshit. Time for testing. They want you to be on steroids. I want to quit everything. I want to do steroids, and I want to do Jiu-Jitsu all day. And well, how about 55? Please do First it. of all, how please about first it. take a class? No, just get on steroids and start entering competitions. <laughs> just squeeze people. 
That's what I'm gonna do. And then lose, I'm gonna lose grace. Hey, at, at the on it thing, just jump on the mat. We got a super match. <laughs> Brian pajamas. the Kid Callen. Yeah. Fucking loose pajamas that come off in the middle of rolling. <laughs> exactly. Hold on, guys, guys, guys. Dick time, time, out. time, time, time. Dude, out, guys. Your, your hogs fucking wipe it all over the mat. Do you see that happen to a combine guy? We talked a little no. bit about it. He, Dick came out. You, you know how the combine, right? Dick they're, and they're in, they're in uh, tights. Yeah. Giant black guy. Douche run the 40. Fat ass pterodactyl dick comes out the front. <laughs> then he yeah. fucking falls and eats shit on the turf. Oh, it was no. a three piece set. And look at this girl who's Crystal. talking watch about this, it. Watch this. He's she's a stud. Very excited. But about he's got this a piece on him. When he, when he... Oh, they blurred it out. How dare you? They Crystal. blurred it out. You got to find the real deal out there, young Jamie. Oh, this we we and got it's on the floor, dude. It looks like a pterodactyl <clears throat> going down for prey. It's all black. Or taking off. No, 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 no. It's like this. It looks like going to get fish. It looks like he conjured a spirit out of the ground. Now fuck oh that! It's God. like on Jurassic Park where the pterodactyls are taking. Oh, here people. he goes. Here, go full screen, son. Let's see. Let's this. get this in our Let's face. Six five. Boom, boom, this boom, comes boom, out boom, right boom, here, boom, right? Boom, he's oh. all. <laughs> no, he's looking at his own dick. He's like, no, oh shit, my my shit. You got that turf dick because he scraped that ch chocolate dick on that turf. You'll see. Did they let him do it again? Yep. I hope so. Uh, you can see her hold this. Look at the size of him. Look how he's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, 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 you see no, it, you see it. Watch, watch oh this God. right here. He, he Dude! Oh, <laughs> what a hog on this young yes, man. Yes, son, Chris Jones back in heat. You know how many Instagram fucking pussy pictures he must have gotten? Oh, you know how many, how just many girls just send him photos? Slid into his DMs? Face down. Ass up. Just, oh, you're that guy. Let's make this happen. You're the dick turf guy. Let's make this happen, dick turf guy. Yeah. Before you run that combine, like, what's the worst that can happen? I don't know. It's not like your dick's going to come out or anything. Just Good the, point. I'll go run. The sheer volume of cock when he was getting up that you yeah. see the mass. Yeah. Can you imagine? How, I don't know if you guys ever had turf burn. Oh. On your dick? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I heard a turf toe, but yeah, not well, turf toe. Why dick. did he choose to fall dick first like that? <laughs> I don't to... think he meant to. Oh, for I sure, roll I, though. I definitely think he fell forward to cover his dick. Probably. <laughs> he knew if it came out of his shorts, it was going to the ground. Why so... did he just let everybody see his dick? If I had a dick like that, I'd be fucking ripping my pants every day. I'd be fine. He falls down, he gets up, and tells He's the like, coach, oh, he goes, my shit. dick fell out. Look, oh, shit. Now Here watch, it is. Watch the get up. Here's Freeze get. frame on this pterodactyl, oh, Jamie. We went to right to count. Oh, Boom! What in the fuck? That's the problem. That dude needs one of them diamond cups. <laughs> Just to contain that. <laughs> I don't see a problem with it. There's no, no problem. fucking sleeping bag. He, he tells the coach, he goes, damn, my dick fell I'll tell off. you what that's doing. That's just reinforcing stereotypes. <laughs> I, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, my God, he's trying to dick. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, oh, I didn't a, miss a beat. That's literally, a, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's one of those stereotypes that people don't have a problem with. If yeah. that was a white guy, I'd be like, oh, shit. I would have jumped out of my fucking seat like Showtime kicks someone Polish. in the face off the cage. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Polish fuck. guy yeah. with a fat white dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fat, white, fat, angry, angry snorting smoke. <laughs> <laughs> like a dragon in his past. Like a dragon. Big, fat, pale, You know what white, makes me laugh right now? vein dick. <laughs> you, know, you know what cracks me up right a now? Noise. Someone's listening to the show going, I thought it was a breakdown in the fights. <laughs> <laughs> They've just been talking about dick the whole time. They're talking about a dragon in this guy's pants. Yeah, that's how it, it goes, goes got lungs. I had to show you right though. Well, that's what's to. really funny when people get angry at this podcast. They get angry. They get, they're angry at some of the shit that we say. Like, what, what, what do you say when you're with your friends and you're drinking? What do you say? What do you, what do you say when you're talking shit? 90% of the time. People got yeah, so chance. angry at that Dada 5000 thing. 
Because he got so angry Wham. that I mentioned fried chicken. Don't that be was, mad at us. Be mad he died but, fighting MMA. But here's the thing that's crazy. They, they were upset at me that I mentioned fried chicken because they said that's racist. But they weren't upset that we're making fun of a guy who is still in the hospital. Like, this is how crazy people's priorities yeah. are. That fr first of all, fried chicken is not racist. It's delicious. I love it is, fried chicken. It is a great food. It's delicious. It's fatty for you. It's not necessarily the best food for you. But that's not racist. What racist is is claiming or or pretending that one race is superior to another race. Correct. Genetically, that's that's yeah. not what fried chicken is. Fried chicken is just food. And it was that's an example of a bad diet exactly. while he's overweight and cutting all this weight but and look like shit there's fighting. There's so many people that are looking forward to being angry so quick. Yeah. They need a reason. They're just looking forward to being upset. That, like if somebody said, if I was fat and someone was saying, you, you meatball-eating motherfucker, I'd be like, yeah, I, I like meatballs. Like, what's, was, is that so bad because I'm Italian? You're, like, oh, you're genuinely not racist. I remember at one time, I, I actually remember asking you this, so interesting, because you came from Boston and kind of working class, kind of rough, and I never heard, and I'd known you for probably three years, this is way back, and I remember I said, I'd never heard you say, you say bad things about people, but I never <laughs> heard you once. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking mean, basically, but you're not basically, racist. He's a ball of hate, but I never <laughs> heard you say anything off color, not once. I never heard you say a, a prejudiced thing in any way. And I remember saying to you, I go, you know, you never, I've never heard you make an off color joke about any race, black people or anything else. And you said, it never made any sense to me. He said, you said, you said, I can show you a whole lot of really dumb white people where I grew up. It's all about socialization. I don't know if you remember that. And but I, I remember you going, it just made, it just makes, it never made sense. It's culture. I think it's obvious though. And, and with, with Dada, culture. if, if Dada was white and you went, ah, fucking, Fried chicken, Pepsi drinking. No one's gonna say shit. Yeah, but this is a, this is how I feel about the Dada thing. What I f do feel bad about is that the guy's still in the hospital. That sucks. <clears throat> don't I want anything bad. bad to happen to him. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I'm glad he's okay. And genuinely, all we were doing was joking around and having fun because that's what we do. And yeah. if people construed that as racism because I mentioned chicken, please substitute it for pizza. That's what I meant. Whatever my, you my, want. My intent is what's important. People are like, you were trying to be funny by saying fried chicken. Yes, I was. Yes, but I don't think that's racist. I don't. I don't. I just well, not, not. It's, it's food. Yeah. But it's and, food. And it's funny. That whole situation, when, when it, you know how when you do something crazy and people go, but did you die? Would, yeah, bitch. Dada died. <laughs> Dada died. Well, he was, his heart stopped. Is that what happened? Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah, man. man. He, and everyone's saying you know, that we shouldn't have been making fun of his weight and his family was saying that he was only two or three pounds over the week of the fight. Well, then there's even less excuses because if you're that much... If you're only two or three pounds, you're only cutting two or three pounds the way to fight. He's just unprepared. Whoever did it, they were make, upset at us that we were making fun of his MMA training or strength and conditioning coach. But this is based Fuck on you. the performance. Look, yeah. we have to. This is a co-main event. And there's something bigger at stake. Like, all due respect to Dada, this is my feelings on, on the Dada thing. Here's the good thing. Here's a, a compliment that I will give him. That guy never quit. <clears throat> his fucking heart had to give out. Yeah. I mean, that guy never quit. He he didn't have any endurance, but he still fought three fucking hard rounds, yep. and he had nothing in the tank. Right. He, but he never quit. There's a lot of opportunities for him to stay down. He never quit. He showed a lot of heart. He wasn't, I like the way but, you think, Joe. But he wasn't trained properly. He wasn't prepared properly. He doesn't have he the skill set. He wasn't ready. No. That's right. <clears throat> and, and if you walk into that magnitude of a fight, and you have titties hanging 
I'm gonna make a comment. But I make a comment like that about Roy Roy Nelson too, anybody all the time. Yes. I do it about Roy Nelson all the time. I'm, I've always said that Roy Nelson's gut is like he's wearing like 30 sweaters, <laughs> and that it's just it's all like you're hitting cheeseburgers. You're not even hitting him. You're hitting all this shit. <laughs> Layers, that he needs. Yeah. But that, you know that's okay because I'm white and Roy's white. But the the, the those fights are not good for the sport, and this is why they're not good for the sport. You're taking two guys that look bad. Their, their, their endurance and conditioning was terrible. The, 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 fl the scrambles were awful. Like when one time Kimbo took him down and just got on top of him, and they're just laying on it top of each amateur. other. It's very amateur. It's just so, it's so bush leagues that there's no way that anybody who watches that, like say if you're a boxing fan and you watch like, Ter did you see Terrence Crawford the other night? That motherfucker. Ooh! Amazing. Good luck beating that dude. God damn, he's good. He murked that. He's dude. so good, and you know what, man? His switch. He he'll fight you. There's orthodox, no one better. There's and then no he'll one switch better. Southpaw. I mean, he, it's like Marvin Hagler almost, like that level of switch. His his ability to fight from either stance. He just needs a big title, like but a it, mainstream fight. Yeah. Anyways, so if back you're, to your if point. you're a, a boxing fan and you watch that fight. And then you say, well, let me check out what this MMA shit's all about. And then you go and watch the Kimbo Dada fight. You're going to throw up. You're going to throw it, up. Like, this is an embarrassment to the sport. And this is not a, a mark against them as human beings. This is just where they are now. Everybody starts off. Look, if you the first day you enter into any sort of an MMA gym or dojo, whatever, you all we all start out as someone who doesn't know anything. We all start out. You know, with whatever strength and conditioning you've gotten coming in, you know, if you're a gymnast or whatever, you know, you bring whatever base you have. But we all start out not knowing anything. Once you get to a co-main event, I demand that you are better than that. Yeah. It's that simple. I demand it. I agree. I demand it. Especially, I mean, especially 2016. <clears throat> Fuck you, man. And this is where I respect the shit out of the UFC and Dana. When Kimbo wanted to fight in the UFC, they were like, fight in the ultimate fighter. Like you want to, you want to fight in the UFC. I know you're making a lot of money in Elite XC, yeah. and you know everybody's making it out that you're the biggest thing. But look, when Seth Petrozelli fought Kimbo, I it's not. There's a video of me saying it. I was watching it from the fucking green room of the Atlanta uh, Atlanta Punchline, and I'd just gotten off stage, and Ken Shamrock got injured when he was supposed to be fighting Kimbo, and I went backstage, and I saw Seth Petrozelli. I go, what the fuck is going on? And they said, Ken Shamrock got injured. I went, no way. And they said, Seth Petrozelli stepped in the day of the fight and took the fight. I'm like, oh, no, Kimbo's going to get fucked up. <laughs> That's the first thing. I never make calls like that. Mm -hmm. But I said it. It's on video. You could watch the video of me saying he's going to get fucked up, and then he gets knocked out while we're watching the video, like six seconds yeah. later. I'm like, I told you. Because yeah. there's a giant difference yeah. between fighting guys who are awkward and clumsy, and you're a big, tough guy with good boxing. And in backyards. And, and fighting a motherfucker like Seth Petrozelli. So let me ask you this, Joe. How do you justify CM Punk? I don't. They, they, I said it. They, I they don't. asked him to go on the Ultimate Fighter. From what I've heard, they asked him, and he was like, hey, "Watch nah, this. I'm good. First of all, sweat that glorious beard. Damn, son, look at that. Yeah. Why don't you bring that shit back? Kimbo Slice. This is a last-minute replacement. I gotta think Seth, Seth Petrozelli's gonna fuck him up. If I'm wrong, you'll never see this. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so this is this is the fight Kimbo's live. Kimbo's a motherfucker, by the way. I just think Seth Petrozelli. Here we go. Is this is why they do this. Oh, Seth Petrozelli. Well. Uh oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Save America. Right, oh my god, you're fucking right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why is everyone so it's surprised? What I say? Yes. What I say? Seth like yes. is a bad motherfucker. Where is he? a bad motherfucker, too. That beard is glorious. You're super high, aren't you? Oh, I'm so high. I should look so high right now. What I 
tell you. I had to be that high to give that 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 breakdown. fucking breakdown on, <laughs> breakdown. on Bro, a television. I, I, could, I could hide in that beard. That's a hell it's of a beard. beard. Just yeah. crawling I got a lot of man in me. Oh, yeah. If you but, want discipline, Kimbo, give him Justin. But that's this, this is this is reality. Yes. There's levels to fighting, and yeah. this is one of, I mean, I'm an I'm an MMA analyst. As a, what do I do as a profession? I've been doing it for a long fucking time. I've called thousands of fights. That fight should not be a co-main event fight. I'm not saying those guys shouldn't be allowed to compete against each other. They certainly should. But they're not. I mean, I understand they want to get paid, and I get all that. And I know that Kimbo has some serious knee problems. Like Kimbo, when he was on The Ultimate Fighter, they diagnosed him with bone-on-bone bone cartilage. I mean, his cartilage is just devastating. He's his knees. Young. His knees are fucked yes. from years of football, football. <clears throat> and, you know, all the MMA training that he has done. So I'm not, hurt. I'm not hating on those guys to get paid, but what I am saying is, please, Bellator, cut the shit. You, you, you can't do that. Cut the side acts, the circus. You got a chance, a real chance. Bellator has a real chance of being a gigantic organization. They just signed Benson Henderson. They got Josh Thompson. They might get your boy Mitrione. They might get a bunch of other really good fighters. They got Vanderlei Silva just fucking signed with them. They have a real chance at being right up there with the UFC. They're a fucking Viacom entity. They have a tremendous amount of money behind them. They're on television. They're on Spike TV. Do it right. You know what's tough, though? If you're Bellator... <laughs> We're going to look at the ratings, son. Over right. 2 million views. But that's Hoist Gracie. While, while Dada's titties are to the side and Kimbo's gas. It's Hoist Gracie, though. That's Hoist Gracie. I, see, I, I disagree. I think really? it's Kimbo. Well, He's a huge draw. What if, huge draw. What if they I have, don't think it's Hoist. You might be right. What if they have their own version of Fight Pass where UFC's pushing Fight Pass? Put the freak shows on Fight Pass. Yeah, but you why? You can't put Kimbo <clears> on Fight Pass when you get 2 million views on Spike TV. So I maybe, maybe, it, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll drive views to your, your content. But based, when a, uh, when a guy is in such bad shape, that the fight itself almost kills him and not damage just just competing almost kills him because if you look at the damage that he took <laughs> nothing happened. almost nothing like the combination that dropped him like they, the people have played it back and forth They're like ghost punches his body failed him. if you would have ate the same shots bisbing did against anderson <laughs> silva oh my god you're dead Oh my yeah. God! You're dead. That fucking flying knee. That fucking flying knee. But here again, if anybody felt that I said something racist, I'm sorry that you felt that way. I really am. I'm not sorry that I said chicken because I think this is ridiculous. It's it's a ridiculous argument, and I think in this day and age, there's nothing wrong with chicken. There's nothing wrong with eating chicken. It tastes great. This is it's not racism. Racism is trying to imply that one race is inferior and that is just not the replace case. chicken with any fast any food. fatty food when you're out of shape uh, like I it said, was an pizza. example but there's a thing that people do man where they just look to be offended or they decide that this is something they should be offended at not looking at intent my intent was i'm talking about a guy who obviously he didn't eat kale salads and fucking lean fish to get to that weight Hey no, man, he you know, died. That's another yeah. point yeah. is that when you when you say <clears throat> it feels like we live in a time when when you when you are fighting for one group of people, like say people who have been oppressed in the past, instead of kind of having an intelligent debate and pointing your guns where they should be pointed at, which is usually a complex set of issues, what we're doing I feel like is we're demonizing one group to bolster another group that we call not really they're victims. not demonizing white people i don't i don't think anybody's demonizing you think people demonize i do them? i think <clears throat> i think a lot of times you know if you look at for example i i, I went to uh <clears throat> upenn and i spoke to uh these kids in their theater department 
Because uh, somebody, somebody asked me to do it. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> asked, somebody asked me to do it. It was fun. No, they wanted me to do it about the Goldbergs and stuff. And I was okay. there. I was there. Right. And, I, and I went and I asked the kids. I said, how many of you feel like your comedy is something you have to be careful of because you might offend somebody in mm. your class or your school? And half the class raised their hands. And by the way, most of those kids, because I, I looked at it, were mostly white. And I thought, that's a shame. That's mm. such a bummer that your expression, and especially your comedy, is being cowed by, you know, the fact that you're, you're trying to be fair-minded. You know, mo- none of those kids, I don't think, were racist or anything else. But when, when you're or actually having— or, Right. But, you know. but we see this in our, in our institutions of learning, especially our higher institutions of learning, where you're just not able to really and honestly express yourself. And God forbid it's funny. God forbid it's a joke. Uh, you know, if you're not if you're not towing the line, then uh, you will be censored. You yeah, will I, don't, be demonized. I don't think it's a matter of demonizing white people because they're not demonizing no, white I, people I, without doing that. I don't think it's demonizing white people. But it's demonizing it's anybody. Looking, who, yeah, it's looking for anything to be offended right. at, even That's things true. that are not offensive. Right. And there's there's black a lot people of, took more like Chris Rock took a lot of heat from other black people. I mean, oh yeah, that you was know, and white people oh, yeah. and Asian people. So yeah. there's, we're all very sensitive at a time when we are making big strides as well. A hundred percent. And you I know. think part of that, the I mean, the, the the oversensitivity is because we sense that there is a lot of positive momentum. Right. And that people want to keep that going and they want to stop any racism, any racism that does come up. They want to nip that shit in the bud and let people know that it's not tolerated anymore, which is understandable. But we have to know when it's when racism is real and when it's not real. Right. And there's also a lot of bandwagon bullshit jumping on where people just decide that this is something they should be offended by. Mm-hmm. Where, where I'll, I'll sit down with you, motherfucker. You try to argue with me that that's racist. Uh, there's no argument. It's it doesn't a, make it's any a lynch sense. mom who yeah. they just want to jump on. Yeah, it's it, it's a stupid argument. It's like watermelon. Watermelon's a stupid argument. Watermelon's a goddamn delicious fruit. I you tell me the watermelon, watermelon is racist, you're you're an idiot. If, you're, like, t- if you're telling me grape juice, watermelon, chicken's racist, then they're I don't they're know reacting to though to what was used three. in the past. They're right. using what was used in the past to, to create I get derog- it, but a derogatory. You know what? You know. But fried chicken has always been a delicious food. There's no time. It's not like something that like poor people could only afford. And matter of fact. When, who was it was running for president? I think it was Roosevelt, where when he was in his campaign, one part of his campaign was a chicken in every pot. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because chicken was expensive back then. So he was saying that he was going to offer prosperity to the American people and that every family would have a chicken. I'm offended fried chicken's racist. Mm-hmm. Now it's I'm just, offended. It's just, it's not racist. It's racial in that it's always been in some way connected with black people. But it's, it's also, it's not something only black people eat. It's not like curry. When Magic you know? Johnson is like that, but that's like a serious <laughs> ethnic food. You know, you curry. say someone smells like curry. Yeah. Like that's yeah. more racial if you're talking about a racist person, I mean, uh, right. uh, an Indian person. Yeah. When Magic Magic Johnson owned all his Starbucks. He opened Starbucks in black neighborhoods. And mm-hmm. one of the first things he said is, you guys are selling food that black people that I grew up with are not going to eat. And here are the foods you should sell at my Starbucks. And he made a lot of money by changing at Billy least back in the time what, what they were willing to offer. What did they change it to? What was the new menu? Believe it or not, I think one of the things, this is back when I read about it, probably a, a long time, 10 years ago, more than that. They were offering in the Starbucks in Harlem and places like that, they were offering things like sweet potato pie. Because fried chicken. 
I don't know, but <laughs> Those I know. Little sweet but I know. Pies Magic Mart. F- goddamn delicious. Yeah, Magic at, Johnson at said, Starbucks. I've never seen it. At back Starbucks. in the day, Magic Johnson said, "You got to this. The food that you have in these <clears throat> is not going to fly." Hold up, Magic Johnson put sweet potato pie. We don't eat go. scones. <laughs> we, we don't eat scones. That's not, that's not racist. That's cultural. Yeah. That's a cultural thing. We well, you know it's hilarious. Another thing that pee. people were trying to get upset at me was orange soda. Guess what? God, orange you can't soda, claim orange is, soda. Not, is not connected to black people. It is just not. It's just not. No. Like saying that orange soda is racist. So that was like the cover of Yahoo. They cut out cheeseburgers and they, they wrote, Joe Rogan says that Dada ate fried chicken and orange soda. Like they didn't just even they wouldn't make say cheeseburger because I was trying yeah. to throw in a bunch of different. Yeah. But orange soda is not racist at all. It's a syrupy, super sweet, fatty drink. I love it's me some not, orange soda. It's very tasty. It's very. It's probably tasty. I'm thicker than a Snickers, man. I just <laughs> I love orange soda. But you bro. like sugar, dude. Those I'm fucking to it. those goddamn delicious um, uh, mangoes with chili. You oh, fucked me with those. I, fucked I really never them. had them. Dude, I just go in there. They got your name on some. them. Just bags of them. I can't eat them. All right, I'll I'm try. This diet that I'm from, on. From who? You know what? I should try it. Uh, I got there uh, a bunch of different companies that I have back there. You hungry? So you want one? Go grab one. There's there's bags of them back there. I think don't be scared to bring an extra bag, my man. The best ones are the best ones that I've tried so far. Trader Joe's. Uh, to the right, the Trader Joe's ones are goddamn delicious. Yeah, sugar, man. Me and sugar, I don't. Everybody in sugar. People are mad at me for talking too much about sugar, so I'm gonna shut the fuck up because people. Man, you uh, can't do anything. <clears throat> I can't do anything. <laughs> can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the deal is. We're dealing with volume, the numbers. I mean, we got like 23 million downloads this month. The, the numbers are insane. But whenever you stand for something or whenever you have an opinion. I stand for chili mango. Me too. <laughs> when, whenever you stand for something or you have an opinion, people aren't going to agree with everything, man. But, no. if, but if people aren't disagreeing with you, you're a schmuck. You're well, a schmuck, man. Well, you're not, you're not expressing yourself honestly. No, you're not being original. You're trying to please the crowd. Everybody has different points of view. and if you There's have nothing a, wrong with yeah. that, though. You're not a hater. Sometimes, Ooh, look at that. He gave it to you. Oh, thanks, brother. He's eating, he's eating a fucking bar. He's eating something super healthy, low sugar, and he handed that bag over to you. Just because I'm Mexican doesn't mean I like fruit <laughs> with fucking salt on it, okay? I've, I've never been able to oh, figure it out. Oh, it's, well, it's the, it's the chili powder, man. That's a delicious combination. I had a dream Not last night. I had a dream last night that I was eating bread. And that, so, and that someone called me out on it, and someone is like, "Dude, you're eating bread." I was like, "Oh no!" Freaked out. Sinner. I got too high, and I ate the bread. I forgot. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? What kind of a fucked up dream is that? That I'm eating bread. That was a real dream that I had. I can't believe you're gonna run with this diet for more than sixty days. I'm definitely gonna run with it for more than sixty days. I feel great. I'm down. I, I don't know how much I'm down. My but issue I was is one ninety four this morning. And you started at actually one ninety three point eight. You started at what? Two o two, two o three. Not bad. I'm somewhere around oh, like nine pounds down. That's pretty cool. And you're eating. I'm eating it like a pig. My thing is, Just I'm, I'm, I'm good healthy. when I'm at home, but whenever, whenever Cal and I go on the road or anything like that, my diet goes to shit. If I had to walk around with a ten pound jacket on, I'd be uncomfortable. I'd be like, God, I get this fucking stupid jacket off. I think that's how you have to look at your body. If you're one of those people that goes, ah, oh, I could lose twenty pounds, but who gives a shit? If you take that twenty pounds and put a twenty pound jacket on, how would you feel? You would. You're just accustomed to feeling like shit, so that feeling like shit becomes your new normal. You know mm-hmm. what? I'll eat six Cadbury eggs and wear that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I fucking Cadbury eggs. Oh, Loves Cadbury eggs. Bro, you, you love if you, you want to kidnap, oh, if you want to kidnap him, put some Cadbury eggs in a van. Mm. 
and put him in the back of the van, and then he'll just he can't help himself. <laughs> I will gladly wear can't that ten pound check, like one of those fucking trap <laughs> things. Can't catch coyotes. <laughs> can't help himself. Then can't slam the door shut. And think traps behind him. <laughs> got you. Got you, big boy. Got you. <laughs> we, we, we were in a meeting. We were in a meeting a couple days ago with Fox, all suits, and someone had a bag of red vines. Like, shop, you want one? They threw me the bag. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Callan goes, holy shit, he ate all of them in front of everyone. I was like, God, God damn Well, I turned my head to look out the window, and then I turned back, and they were gone. I was like, what'd you do? Swallow them all? What can Sugar you do, is a drug. Swallower. It is a drug. It really is. It doesn't seem like a drug because it doesn't get you high, but it, it, there's a, a physical reaction that your body has to sugar where when I would eat, I'd eat a full meal, and then after the meal, I would still be hungry for something. And what I was craving was like either carbs or I was craving cookies. Like I'd, like I'd see like a bag of cookies and I'd go, oh, cookies and Talking milk. Talking sweet tooth. Yeah. Sugar. Meanwhile, I'm f stuffed. Yeah. Stuffed. Like I ate a giant meal. Yeah, I don't have a sweet tooth. I have sweet teeth. It's just like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's, because there's never, don't I don't not ever not it. want sugar. <clears throat> yeah, but if you stopped eating it, if you like took time off, I guarantee you your gut bacteria would change and that, that craving would go away. Like I could, look, I could eat that. No one's stopping me. I don't have a, like a law. It's not like I'm on probation. I can't have fucking sugar. I don't want it. What it's about right raw there. honey? It's not, Is raw honey different in your body? No, not really. Sugar, sugar, I mean, son. sugar, sugar, but yeah. it's not terrible for you. Look, it's not terrible for you if you don't get too much of it. The problem is you're only really supposed to have about 25 grams of sugar a day That's if you live bullshit. a healthy diet. <laughs> that's no, all I'm I saying. Do. I'm saying good luck in 25 grams. That's all I do, I think. <clears throat> right? Or do I? Do you I count? Know. Do you count like? I think bread breaks down as glucose. Oh yeah. Quickly. No bread There's is sugar. And bread. Sugar. Yeah. sugar and and pasta, pasta sugar. Yeah. You know this diet, this prime Mark Sisson's primal blueprint diet is no grains, and I've never done that before. I've done wow. gluten free before, where I had like rice noodles and stuff like that. This is the first time I've ever had no grains at all, and I just did it for a goof. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing it to prepare for him. But listen to this guy, Mark Sisson, who was a very smart guy and very interesting guy to talk to. He's not, you know, he's not a bullshit artist. And I'm listening to what he had to say about inflammation and all the issues that he had dealt with, like acid reflux or what was it? I listen to that show. IBS. 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 And also joint pain, arthritis. I'm telling you, that is the interesting thing. I, th I think I talked about this before the podcast, but when I get out of bed, I don't have any aches and pains anymore. I would get out of bed, and I'd be like, oh, my fucking back. Oh. And I'd have to loosen up, and I would do all these exercises and shit before my body started feeling loose again. Like, I'd have to like get my back moving, I'd get blood circulation, and then once things started circulating, the, the aches would kind of slowly go away. I don't have any aches. I get up, I have nothing. I just get up. And it took me a while to realize that. I'm like, oh, it's gone. Have, have you ever tried fasting before? No, but I do intermittent fasting Me now. too. So I eat at mm. 9 o'clock at night, right? And then I don't do anything until my workout. My workout is like 10 o'clock in the morning, and then I work out, and then I eat after my workout. So I'm, for, you know, 11 I, hours or 12 hours or so, I'm not eating shit. See, I'll, uh, on Sundays, I usually fast. I stop eating Saturday night at usually 7. I won't eat till the next day till 7. Yeah, Ooh. 24 hours. That's, you know, uh, if you have I a like good meal, too. you have a good meal at 9 o'clock, you know, you finish somewhere around 10, and then you let all that shit digest, and then, 
take that time off and then when you wake up like it's you know nine or ten do a hard cardio workout it kicks in your body's desire to burn fat you can also get away with eating some sugar i work out damn near seven days a week Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so you'll burn a lot of that off do you know what definitely will i mean you're not fat you know what epigeneticists thanks you know what epigenetics (laughs) i think it's You needed that like a yeah. hug. Exactly. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for so That was the final sign. Oh, we, finally, obviously, you're obviously a very fit guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't have any issues as far as like your your appearance, but as far as the overall performance of your body, if you just wanted to give Energy. it a goof for for your show, you know, just to, to guide people through it for fun. You know, and I know a lot. I've gotten all these tweets and Facebook messages from all these people that are trying to do it now. I want to do something outlandish though, like an all. <clears throat> cabbage diet for go. a there month or something. Hey, but that's not healthy. What, what you should do is just try it. Try no sugar. I know. Look, man, I'm telling you, I bought 10 bags of those fucking chili mango things back there and boxes of those sugary bars because I love them, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't like them right now. Like, that doesn't have any pull to me. That's what's the most fascinating thing about this. The bread killed your like, craving. I went, oh, yeah. I went to dinner the other day and we're at this Italian restaurant with my family and bread comes out and didn't mean shit to me. Do you know what they find that this, from what I've read and heard, epigeneticists got people who study how you can turn genes on and off, mm-hmm. right? So that's a new science. Do you know what one of the leading causes of inflammation is, which I thought was fascinating? Your gums and the food that gets stuck in the middle between your gums will break down as bacteria and apparently goes into the bloodstream. And they're finding that that. Has a first of all, they know that that kind of bacteria has a lot to do with your heart, heart health, yeah. but it also has a great deal to do with inflammation <clears> in the body, <throat> which is uh, fascinating. So that's why they say one of the most important things you can do is floss. Ah, fuck that noise. I know, but that's but that's what <laughs> this you guy. That's what, if, that's if what you this floss, guy said. Not my friend, you floss. <laughs> I do now since fuck I heard you. that. You don't floss. I do now since Creepy. I heard it. Well, how many I times have you floss? Floss, floss picks. I, now I that like I heard pain. that since the past week, I do it twice a day. I've flossed Sorry, man. a dozen times in my entire life <laughs> on this planet. I, I never flossed to the once either. and my I gums bled so bad. I, oh, I, I, I like to pick at my gums. I do like those things. Yeah. You know what I like? I'll those? Take those water picks. That's the shit. Those are the get shit. In and then you get the better. stuff out of, because yeah. it does, as you sleep, it breaks down yeah. and goes into the bloodstream. Yeah. And that bacteria apparently has a, a great deal to do with inflammation. That's why it's good to have a little gap tooth. Yeah. Get some gaps in your teeth. Pull a couple teeth out. Yeah. No, yeah, you don't want that. Pull a couple gaps. teeth out. Do you, I, I used to have a thing for girls with gap teeth. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that either. It's I, pretty I, attractive. I have a thing for girls. I like generally. I, 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 I dated one. Yeah. You know, and they were. You they, dated a, you dated a Michael Strahan? Yes. <laughs> and it's it's not, you know, I'm just, she was fucking gorgeous. What, what did I, I think it's hot. I think it's hot. Mm-hmm. Girls with a gap tooth. I'm trying to think of the hottest girl that, that uh, she was a Bellator girl. Jay uh, Bryce. Oh, yes. she's so hot. That's perfect who, who, example. She's oh, so is that hot. the girl? Oh, my bad. You she's, date her? She's so well, hot. She's the only we, girl I know well, with a giant yeah. gap. Yeah. We, we were, yes, we were talking about it. I understand. We she's oh, that's right. possibly she's the nicest person creepy. on the planet. Yeah. She's, she's also nice she's also person. one of the hottest people on yes, the planet. Yes, tooth or not. Yeah. There you go. And you have Powerful gap tooth. Yeah, there's a lot of pretty women with gap tooth. Lauren Hutton, remember that? Old school model. The movie yes. star, oh, yes. the day, oh, powerful yes. gap tooth. Uh-huh. She was like the the poster girl. Yep. When I was a kid, I remember seeing her. Like, There's some new girl now I, saw, I see on billboards with just a fucking uh-huh. field goal about. fatigue. You know what was interesting, yeah. man? You know what was interesting? There's Lauren Hutton. God damn powerful, it. You know what? That's too much. Gap this, no, not that. The show back when she was hot and young. I don't want to see some old Look bitches. at her when she's, she looks like fucking, 
Willy Wonka. Where's that's, the gap tooth? There it is. Bam, there's son. There's my girl right there. Look at that gap tooth. That's yeah. a nice gap. She's lucky she has them eyes. She's beautiful. She was beautiful. She's good. Um, do you, did you guys pay attention to the controversy? Boy, we're really breaking down these fights. <laughs> did you guys pay attention to the controversy that these models were complaining about this oversized model or plus size model? Sorry, yeah. I said oversized. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, oversized model. I said it again. Not on, my uh, size. The cover of Sports size. Illustrated. Dude, she's the hottest one. Well, they were saying Rhonda? these these models her, these models were bitching, Rhonda's and they the were middle. saying that it's not healthy. Oh fuck! And that off. This what she's doing is not healthy. What? Yeah, because a bitch likes a T bone, <laughs> and these other girls don't eat. Well, Guys don't like skinny girls. Only other skinny I models. Like a girl like I gotta use. Yeah. I like skinny, but I only weigh 125 pounds. I know, <laughs> but, but you know I like what, what you walk around at? What's well, your walk around weight? 45, 50. Okay, there she is in the middle. That she's, girl in the middle ain't for you, creepy. She's no. delicious. She's got some giant tatas. Yeah, let me see more of her. Is there more of her? Well, she's the one, by the way, that is not wearing fucking body paint. That I mean, girl they, they on might the have put, left. They though. might have put. Yeah. They might have put body you. paint on Rhonda. You can't Ooh. put body paint on them giant tatas. You can't. You can't come light in okay, the ass either. That girl's you must hot come. As you fuck. must come correct. She's pretty. Jesus Christ, she's beautiful. Come correct. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we got to slow down. We got to chill out because those hips. Down. I like well, her. Well, it's the the legs and the hips. He, meanwhile, I all like this her. young lady needs to do is a, a, a rigorous strength and conditioning program for a couple weeks, and Eat she's done. Okay. Well, we just got a little ridiculous okay. here. Well, is that her back there? Her face is well, beautiful. <laughs> Obviously, she fluctuates. She's super hot, yeah. Some I like of the her body. I like right, it. I see that there, right? It's perfect. That's perfect. Is that her? Yeah. Okay, right there is perfect. Okay, yeah. She nope. fluctuates, her obviously. Mid her midsection looks like mine. But... Uh, I don't mind. I'm, I'm not mad. Don't get me wrong. Out of those three girls, she's, yeah. You. I bet I bet she has no problem dealing with the shop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you can't, like, overfuck her. Oh, I agree. You know she's, she's, she's ready. She's yeah. dealing with a big man. She's dealing with a big man. Oh, she's yeah. ready. Like, she's not like, ow, 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 hold it, hold oh, no, it. No. Oh, no, no. No, no, you can't go hard enough. Slow it out. She, no. she's, she's your She's going to get you in full guard. She is your ocean. Full guard. Dude, yeah. her face yeah. is beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's your ocean, she's, buddy. Uh, there's a lot of variety in the photos of her. Like some yeah. of her where she looks perfect and some of her where she's obviously like a little You know what's going to be true? How old is she? What is she Early 20s? When she's forty, yeah. I don't know if that's well, a fun thing. Well, there's no scene. such thing as one of these models that's in any yeah. any yeah. What does what she weigh? Because that, that, that's she? how she's I base eight, everything off. She's eighty-seven. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah. Okay. There's no such thing as these models when they're forty. They don't exist, especially the plus size how ones. How dare you? Not the plus size ones. No, they just don't exist. They, nobody wants to see it. Cindy Crawford's still doing the damn thing. Oh, she's We've been over this. We've been yeah. over this. But that thick chick. But she's there's good very for you, few girl. of them, man. But Cindy's that's a full time job. She's on it all day with creams and antioxidant lotions and rubbing fucking loofahs all over her face and had fucking had a car sand. In Twenty years. <laughs> she's rubbing sand all over her face, smoothing it out. It's exhausting. <laughs> Exhausting at It's that. so fucking Exhausting. tired. There's a sandstorm. Hurry, I gotta run. I gotta go for a jog. Yeah, she probably sees like fat, ugly chicks. She's like, I wish. Who's the um the girl who's in Body Heat? Kathleen Turner. Turner. She was smoking. And she got. She, she became young. an alcoholic. She became. Let me see this chick, Jamie. She became uh, like a a balloon animal. Yeah, she drank a lot. She got. She became a. Yeah. She blew the fuck up. Well, not only that, she yeah. had that balloon that drunk face where something happens to your nose. Yeah. Your nose you gets broaden really out. Good. Okay, first out. of all, look at where when she was upper left corner, please. Look at that. Dude, she was so hot when she was young. That body heat movie, Dude, I, that was 1981. A lot of, a lot of nostril there. But <laughs> a lot of nostril. Yeah. If we get her to bring her she's, face down. She's sniffing cock. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> she, had a real, she had a real husky, oh, sexy by voice. The way, this 
mic smells like <laughs> shit. Does Do it? They, can these things change? Can I take these off? They don't come off. Ew. You're already, you're already oh, breathing. At least it's yours. At least well, it's yours. I, I'm though. just upset that I've been talking to people. This is what's been coming out of my mouth. I, I feel rude. How was brushing your teeth this morning with dog shit? <laughs> yeah, like she I'm not crazy as... about this chick. Well, here's no, the thing. Either. This is a really hot girl from 1981. If you yeah. saw her at the gym today, you'd be like, oh, yeah, hmm, how about yeah. be here more often? <laughs> I, I was how about be <laughs> hell of an actress. I want to see her. In, I want to see her now, Jamie. Well, the bodies that wow. women have today are just better because yeah. they're athletic. I mean, better for what I like. I like I like a gal who looks athletic. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I like. I like girls like God. CrossFit girls. Like look at her now. She she did a lot of drinking and, oh, and smoking with that voice. Jesus Christ! She why? did a lot of drink a lot of drinking, man. A and lot. women are like that little real woman looks like you. Fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a real. Nah, man. She's 50 fucking years old, you piece of shit. That's a lot of booze. Meanwhile, Cindy Crawford <clears throat> is 52. Yeah. Brinkley. Yeah. Yeah. Christy Brinkley's 90. She's 90. She's 150 years old. <laughs> 150. And we'd all fuck fucking her. I would keeper. fuck her after you guys fucked her. How about that? Oh, yeah. like, right, I'm going to pretend. That. All right, that's, that's her when she was in that movie, Body Heat. Great movie. I ah, so she understand. let herself go. Maybe she got but money and said, "Fuck nah, it." It's not that. No, she drank. Man. She drank. I think it's booze she and, and cigarettes. Because with that voice, she smokes yeah, a lot of. She cigarettes. had a serious drinking problem. Like, Did she stop? I don't know, but I know she talks about it. Maybe she had a blast. Got some money. Started smoking. Got fat as fuck. Eating uh, Cadbury eggs. I'm not mad at it. Maybe she just got tired of getting dick. She's like, I got to keep the dick away. It's I exhausting. think she was actually ruining my day. I think day. she might be gay. In fact, I think. Uh, Ooh, I don't know why I'm saying. You just think everybody's gay today. Yeah, I know. How dare you? I like to spread rumors. Yeah, how dare you, you do, do that, Kai do. Green? Kai Green's is. in Venice a lot. He's gonna, he's gonna fuck, fuck you. you up. He's gonna fuck. <laughs> and by fuck you up, I mean he's gonna fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like he fucked that great in a straight way. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I just don't. You know, I mean, I think also the pressure of being a hot chick. Cool. I think it's it's overwhelming. I think after a while they just. Get, I mean, from speaking from personal experience, my days as a hot chick. <laughs> I just think it's overwhelming for those girls. Yeah. Like to imagine your entire existence is based entirely on people wanting to fuck you. You're defined yeah. on symmetry mm -hmm. and guys curves. just sending mental dick missiles at your face all day long. Dude, I used to Pew. I used yeah. to work out this gym where I won't say her name. I like that noise. A, a very famous <laughs> <laughs> mental dick missiles is pretty funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Pew, was, pew. A famous female celebrity would work out there, the small dick. and she would go into the shower before me, and but the paparazzi was waiting for her outside. She was in there for maybe. Damn near two hours would come Staying out and ready. full makeup ready because mm. there's so much pressure because people are just taking pictures yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's hard. I felt man. bad for her. It's man. hard. It's hard. It's hard. Renee Zellweger said that she moved to New York because when she'd get out to put gas in her car, if she brushed her nose, they'd take a picture and it looked like she was picking her nose. She just was followed everywhere. She was like, I'm going to New York to live a And, and life. by the way, for a girl like that, whenever I'm around him, I have to say, by the way, by the Notice way, that's yeah. contagious as fuck. By the for way, for sure. When I'm around him, I say for <laughs> sure. When I'm around you, I say by the way. It's it's just it's just exhausting to be one of those ladies. Those, those yeah. hot and she also had to get a fuckload of plastic surgery. I mean, she didn't have to, but she <clears throat> did. You know, to I mean, try to keep up, man. Yeah, it's man. a fucking dog race if you're a hot chick. It's not good. It's not good. It's rough. You have an expiration date too, pretty much. I mean, yeah. that that's going away. 
Yeah. Well, Patty Jenkins, you know, our friend who's, mm-hmm. who directed Wonder Woman now, and she said, if you want to be humiliated, be a woman, a female actor in her late 30s, early 40s. You know, when, when you start to lose, quote unquote, you're delicious, as Catherine Hepburn said, you become invisible. Oh, you won three Oscars? Awesome. We'll see you later. There really aren't any, any parts for you. It's tough. Man. Even Anne Hathaway <sighs> talked about that. She said she was the young girl getting the parts, and now she's not getting them. She's like, I get it. It's the business, Crazy. man. There's 19-year-olds taking my job. Well, she's okay, like, I used to but, be that 19-year-old. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay, I can't get a job playing a black basketball player mm-hmm. because I'm not a black basketball player. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't get a job playing Jackie Chan's brother because I don't look like I'd be Jackie Chan's brother. If you want a job as a hot chick, you have to be hot a chick. hot, hot chick. chick. That's right. When you are no longer a hot chick, you're going to have to get a job as a hot chick's mom. Yeah. That's not that's, that's not sex called reality. That's what what the fuck did you do to get famous in the first place? Mm-hmm. You got the genetic lottery. You're mad? Preach. The genetic lottery has an expiration date? Preach, oh my god, I feel so bad. It's so hard for women in this business. It's it was pretty fucking easy for you to slip in the door. All you had to do is have good features. It's also hard for guys in this business. This business is ridiculous. <laughs> what the, what it's is hard the for business? Everyone. The business is who want I mean in in that extent it's who wants to fuck you does yeah. no one want to fuck you yeah. well we're gonna find someone we want to fuck i lost the part because Guys my manager, my manager called me and goes longer. you want me to be honest i go what he goes they just said you weren't tv good looking enough and i was like that makes sense i agree with that that's reality it's man fine. that's reality yeah. it's not it's true what's well, <laughs> not true thanks depends on what they were trying to yeah I said, well if they're trying to cast you as the 30 something <laughs> single guy yeah probably if not. you were like my, a, my a guy on lost yeah. with a plane crashed and you were fairly rugged and you took care of some older women and they wanted to fuck you yes <laughs> you're the guy yes <laughs> my buddy frank like you Grillo. know how to make a fire with a stick right. my, bu- my buddy frank Grillo, the greatest guy <laughs> in the world call me up he'd be like dude you gotta get on, the, on this audition and i would call my agent and bitch and finally my agent david letterman goes, Brian, he just stopped me. He goes, Brian, you have to stop calling me about the auditions Frank Grillo goes on. And I said, why? He goes, because you don't look like Frank Grillo. <laughs> you are not his casting. You could play his friend, but you don't have his hair or his look. And he just, he got mad at me. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I that's don't look just like how it goes. That's how it business. goes. And you can't get upset at that because that's, you got in just as easy. You didn't get a goddamn PhD to be a hot chick. Right. You know, it's not like you fucking scoured the world and, and, and busted your ass 16 hours a day going through doctorate your dissertation and fucking writing books. No, you, you, you're a pretty girl who knows how to pretend. Yeah. You, for you to be upset that people don't care about you because you turned 40, well, guess what? You're in the wrong goddamn business. They're not going to care about you when you're dead either, and you're going to die. So yeah. there's a certain reality to the expiration date of the occupation that you've chosen. That's what you've signed up for. <laughs> how about sports? Yeah, sports, it's too. Not, yeah. And this is not the fucking business's responsibility. You know, I mean, I, I, I was friends with a guy who was Asian, who was always complaining <clears throat> about the lack of Asian roles in Hollywood. Nah, legit and I was like, well, okay, but they don't have to write a movie about Asian people. They're like, well, it's, he's like, well, it's a closed system. Well, okay, you've got to figure out a way through the system, right? There's a certain way that has to be available to someone to, to get a gig. And they shouldn't have to cast you just because there's no Asian people in their movie. Well, that's going on that in Hollywood. That doesn't make any sense. That's it going is. on in Hollywood. For example, like the black issue in Hollywood. Look, black people take up, what, 12% of the population in this country. Um, there are a lot of very talented black people, as there are a lot of very talented white people. But the bottom line is, money-wise, you know, there's more money in making w- sort of movies that are geared maybe 
toward a white populace only because that's the economics. There are a whole lot more Better audience scripts. members that are white. Who, and, <clears throat> and the infrastructure, yes, is already fairly white. So it's going to take some time. But to, to mandate or to kind of scold Hollywood because there aren't enough uh, vehicles or roles for black people or Asian people, it seems to me to be a little bit disingenuous. I understand the frustration, but come on, man. At the end of the day, it's reflective of demographics, isn't it? Isn't it reflective of the fact that 12% of the population are, are African-American? Yeah. Most of this country is still white. And it's still a business. I think and I, it's still a business. I went on an audition a couple of months ago. Went great. <laughs> it was between me and one other guy, and the other guy was African-American. My agent called me and goes, man, you did great. You're, you, they, they think you're better, but they're 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 gonna go with the. They uh, think you're better. Yeah, they think you're better, but they're gonna go with African Americans. They for want this. diversity mm -hmm. because they don't want to get people upset at them. Yep. First of all, that's a fact. First of, <laughs> yeah. all, first of all, there's so a quota. So it's effective. So it's effective. If you're casting a movie, I mean, a TV show now, it is a fact, that, and I, I just know this, that you have to cast a certain number of people of quote unquote color. That is. Well, that's what that everything. There's a be. lot of but pressure. But you don't have to. You don't have to, but. If you want to avoid criticism, and that's one of the reasons yeah. why this criticism exists. This criticism, I mean, it's essentially like an affirmative action for acting. Sure. Well, it's and in the NFL, too. You know if you're hiring a head coach in the NFL, you have to interview a black coach. You have to. Yeah. It's required. You have to interview a black coach. So you might have six white guys, and you're like, fuck, the sixth one's really good. I know, but you got to put in this inferior black guy. We have to do it. <clears throat> they're, trying to well, do, they're trying to equalize the playing field and create equality of opportunity, which is a good thing. I just don't know if that's the best way to do it. Well, what is the best way to do it? best way to do it is through meritocracy and create opportunities for people of all ilks and all colors earlier, uh, earlier. Nurture, nurture various cultures. Nurture the idea that, hey— Instead of taking this path, maybe there's another path. I'd love to see more black, for example, let's just take black people, more black scientists and doctors over more black actors and things like that. that yeah, you but know, you can't encourage. I, I know mean, you can. People I'm just do saying, do I'm just saying want to do. the way you do yeah. it is you nurture those <laughs> communities when they're still young I'm, I'm under and the create line, possibilities. The best there. guys should get the job. I don't care. Yeah. Black, we white, are. Indian, doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I think that's true, too. But I also think we've got to figure out why those people aren't getting opportunities. Right. Like, what is it? That's what is the answer. It? What is That's it? the question. That's they're not, the, where they're the not born with the same opportunity. Those, it, yeah, yeah, they're not born yeah. with the yes. same opportunity. They, they, they're given a shitty deal as far right as, like, away. the hand that they're dealt mm -hmm. as, at, at birth. That's well, a fact. Well, That's also, you've got to fix the hands. Yes, yes. But, but also keep in mind, when you first of all, you talk about black people, gay people, white people, it's so <clears> ridiculous. We're, we're very different. A black from some, a black person you from Nigeria. black people and gay people? Yeah. A black person from Nigeria is very different than a black guy from who grew up in South Carolina. It's just a completely different culture and everything. The black, the African immigrant, immigrant experience in this country is not so different from a lot of other immigrant experiences. Um, so culture plays a factor in where people start and end as well. We don't talk enough about that. We don't. It's very taboo to suggest maybe your culture, if you're a white guy from the Appalachian Mountains, 
isn't as effective for this marketplace as the culture of a northeastern white guy. Maybe your culture, if you come from a black Mississippi, a black Mississippi neighborhood or, or where Dada 5000 is from, in that, that documentary. From Florida. Florida. Yeah. Racist no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying dog fight in guess Florida. It's chicken. <laughs> but that culture, you have to say, soda. what are the deficits in that the culture races. compared to the, def- to the advantages of being a black Kenyan or a black... Uh, Nigerian that seems to work in this marketplace. Let's start talking about that. If you don't want to have a discussion about that, maybe you don't care enough about I don't about know the, what you just said, so I can't really agree or What disagree. I'm saying is that culture plays a factor. You lost me at Dada was born The in way Ohio. you solve the problem is look at how kids are raised. Start there. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think for sure we have a problem in this country where there's communities where people are grown... Growing up where it's just despair. There despair and crime. Yeah. Baltimore, Detroit... I mean, you can keep going down yeah. the list of terrible communities where people are born that no one's doing anything to try to fix. The government looks at all these problems that are having that, that people are having in other countries, and they're like, "We have to help these Syrian refugees. We have to help. Well, we help people in Detroit too, man. You know, help help people. That well, are, people yeah, are people here. are, but you're also dealing I mean, with a legacy of race. That's where racism is a legacy. Where Baltimore, black people, well, black people were redlined. Well, I had this guy Michael Wood on, who was a cop, cop. in Baltimore. Yeah, that was a good one. Great fucking guy. Hell yeah. And super articulate, and smart. And he's actually running for mayor of Chicago, or not? Excuse me, for uh, the head of police of Chicago right now. Definitely gonna win. Well, I hope he wins because he's got the right idea and he was a cop and he's a fucking super honest guy. But he said that the way Baltimore was set up, you literally couldn't sell black people houses That's right. in white It's called being redlined. Yeah. In every community, yeah. why is there a black ghetto in almost every community? Oh, that's a bad part of town. How, what a coincidence it's black. You couldn't get a loan for a house unless it was in within these lines. No. That's how it was. That was. That's what you call institutionalized racism. And the and people we're still that were living there, that they didn't own those houses. Correct. They were renting. Yeah. You know what's Correct. weird is there's, there's really no, if you think about it, just to go back to what we're originally supposed to be talking about, if you go back to it, there's really no black female fighters Angela Hill okay who was mad at me by the way for at uh, 135 for, for saying none. fried chicken she oh, said God. she made a, a Twitter post <clears throat> says this is what she hears and she had a, a clip of me from my 2005 Showtime special where I said this three magic words uh, love cunt and nigger those are the three magic words and like and the last one, you can't even say out loud. Not even calling somebody it, you yeah. can't even say it out loud. Yeah, if you say it out pond. loud, people could beat the fuck out of you. For sure. I mean, that was the point of the bit. So she took an excerpt of that and she said, this is what I hear when he says that. And so she was super upset. That's disappointing. It is it's disappointing. disappointing. I'm well, saying at 135, like there's not a lot of African Americans no, fighting the UFC at, in the female division. No, there's not. And there's some but it's a new sport. That, for, especially women. But if you think about it, there's some beast African American women. It's a new sport. Fucking yeah. monsters. Wait till they get into it. Wait till you have two little Serena Williams sisters who oh, are like, yeah. maybe you guys should fight. See ya, everybody. <laughs> See they ya. Are fucking athletes. There's my, my cryo lady. Um, what do you mean, they? they? Black people. <laughs> black people. Okay. <laughs> her, her, she's white, but her, but her kids are black. Um, <coughs> or half. And her daughter looks like Venus and Serena. I mean, she's 15. And hey, we should play tennis together. Fuck you. Boing, how fast boing. How fast do you serve? She goes, oh, like a little over 100. I'm like, why the fuck would I want you serving a ball at me in 100 miles tennis. an hour? Make her play yeah. tennis with Callan. Callan is a fucking stud. A tennis when I, when I hit, he, takes, he takes lessons. Dude, with a pro. She'll fuck you just like that bodybuilder guy. I, make, I go, ah, <laughs> ah. And when I back and I go, ah. That's a long one. God, I never got And when I tennis. serve, I go, eat my dick. 
Eat my dick? Yeah. That's a good thing to say because I lose they're like, a lot, did this though. motherfucker just say eat my dick? <laughs> yeah. I lose a lot, Flies though. right by you. <laughs> eat a did dick. you just say eat my dick? <laughs> yeah, but wait till, wait till African-American girls go, you know what? We can kind of make money in this fight game. Well, you All get the white a, girls are fucked. A lot of Russian and a lot of Polish, like, you know, Yoana, Yonjecek, and uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, Muay Thai in Europe and in Russia. And I think a lot a of those athletes are going to leak into uh, MMA. You know, Joanna's going to Muscle Farm. Is she? She's wow. doing some of her camp at Muscle Farm. That's great. I would That's also great. suggest that black being <clears throat> a, a super uh, whatever athlete is a black. There's only one black champion right now, right? You got Luke Rockhold. You got John well, Jones. John Cormier is the current champion. Um, oh, that's why right. I keep saying John Jones. Okay. Yeah. And then you well, got well, you I got look, really let's say John Jones. Then you have got in the heavyweight division it's uh, Fabrizio Verdum. Then mm -hmm. you've got Robbie Lawler, mm -hmm. who's Filipino and white. And then you've got um, at four, 55 Dos Why Anjos. Why Filipino and white? Yes. Why did I not know that? Dos Anjos. Then you got so it's uh, right. Mighty Mouse and John Jones. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah, Rafael Dos Anjos. Well, Connor. Um, yeah, Mighty Mouse and and yeah, and Daniel. Just the two. You keep saying John Jones. Daniel Cormier is the yes, light heavyweight is. champion. Yeah, I apologize, Fuck. Daniel. He's no, kind of. Because I, wa I watched John Jones beat the fuck out of him. Well, he didn't beat I the fuck him. out of him, but he beat oh, him. I disagree. He broke him. Uh, he won. He definitely won. He broke him. When is that fight happening? April 23rd, I think. There's already billboards for it. Yeah. What's your, what's Tickets on fight? sale now. I what think. you calling that? John Jones motivated and in shape powerlifting is a dangerous motherfucker. <laughs> but how much of this is BS? You know? We don't we Perfect. Don't know. So he's bigger, stronger, faster with time off, and he already mm -hmm. beat him before? Well, also, um, it seems like he's on the straight and narrow, and he's training all the time. I want to know. because he's the, posting the Instagram. But this is why I think it's, I, mean, I don't know, because Arlovsky, this is the only reason why I question it at all. Arlovsky said he's never in the gym. Arlovsky, you know, might just not like Who's him. Who's this? This is John coming, Jones? Yeah. When did he say that? Be, recently. He might, they might be coming at different times. Or Arlovsky might have been quoted, but it might have been an older quote. You know, he might have been, you know, talking about six months ago. Well, or all I know ago. is John with no camp, <clears throat> camp doesn't fucking matter. This dude's beating people the fuck up. Well, John in shape and motivated. Scary. You know, it's interesting. One of the things that he said that I think was really honest and, and, and intense, he said he used to always give himself an excuse for losing. So, like, if I lost, I'd be like, well, I didn't even really train. Yeah. Wait till I train. And then, but he kept winning. You know, he was saying mm, that this. This fight, he's not doing that. And this fight, he is like in some serious shape. The powerlifting shit is no joke, man. When you're watching him do all that powerlifting. Didn't he deadlift something like 500 pounds? Whatever it is, a lot. But it's the point is, his body has obviously changed. Like he's been putting some serious work in. There's no doubt about it. You can see the physical results in his body. He's and bigger. I just, I don't, and I love DC. You know this, DC. I love him. I've worked with him a ton. I just yeah. don't see DC it's having the skills to beat him. I don't see it happening. What would DC have to do differently? Because he'd have to do something different. Well, DC train with Kane. That's the big one. Kane's well, he's out. Yeah. But Kane is injured. Exactly. I mean, obviously, Kane. Yeah, but Kane. Doesn't matter. Kane was a big part of his training camp. And Kane, like having Kane as. Click on that fucking video of him kicking. Go to that one right there. Let me see that. Let me see this. Look how jacked he is. Yeah, he's in some serious shape. I want to see his kicks. Because that's a big part of his game, man. God, dog. I can help him with that. 
He's moving his front foot first. I'm gonna have to talk to him. About That's what you're supposed to do, dummy. You gotta step out, man. You, can, you don't have to. You can just turn no, your no. shoulders. Well, no, you turn your fucking front foot, man. Don't ever. You can ever, turn your shoulders. Don't ever give Boom. me kicking you don't have advice. Because I can see you there. You don't know what you're talking about. I do about. know what you're talking about. You <clears throat> use it all the time. No, you, you just turn, turn your, your sh- front foot first. It's the most important part of it. You uh, keep your body uh, uh, exactly the same. Or you, you pivot turn... on that foot when you go up on your heel, and you can get a lot of power. With you guys don't want to have a kickoff. I will 100% show 2016 you 2016. Please let me show you J-I-E back, kickoff. You'll see. <clears throat> we'll go in the back after we this. We sure are. Oh, damn. He, uh, he definitely could do this better, but what's important is that yeah, who's gonna? I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I just don't see. I don't. We know what DC brings that crazy, mm-hmm. relentless pace, boxing, wrestling. Yeah, what's he? What's he gonna do? Start kicking? What's he gonna do different? I'd love to hear it, and well, I love DC, but we 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 don't know how much of all the shit talking and the emotions and all that stuff played a factor in his preparation and his execution during the fight. We don't know. We won't know until we see them go at it again. We don't know how much of a factor Kane would play because Kane's not in his camp right now because Kane got injured training for Fabrizio. So he's Bertin. not there again. Not so there toss again. That out. And Kane had fucking back surgery, which is some serious shit. He's he had a, for a chunk of his disc removed. God. Poor dude. Yeah. That's a that sucks, I, well, it's also not necessarily necessary. Because uh, Matt Brown went through the same injury, and Matt Brown didn't bother getting a surgery. And CM Punk went and got surgery, too. And I have been through it, and I didn't get surgery. But that's where I got that machine, that reverse hyper that's in the I back. All the yoga that I did, all the other different... There's a bunch of different treatments that you could do to take care of a bulging disc. And they involve lengthening your body, stretching and decompressing your spine. And it heals. It, it can heal itself. But surgery is supposed to be faster, right? Yes, but it's also permanent, man. You take away that chunk of disc, that chunk of disc is gone now, man. It's gone. Would they replace it, though, correct? There's no pl- replacing a discectomy. What, what Kane went through, what he's got is a bulge, right? <clears throat> I'm not a doctor. I just want to say that real quick. So here's his, uh, here's his back, right? Correct. So here's his spinal column, and then he's got his discs right next to it. Well, one of his bulging discs is pushing against his spine. Damn. Okay? Against so his spinal column. Like his... His spine. Jesus. His actual spine. That's where you get nerve pain. Spinal cord. That's, that's, why, yeah. that's why you have... Um, um, that's where sciatica it. comes mm, from. God. And for yeah. me, I had it uh, I had it both places. I had a little bit of a sciatica at one point in time, and then I had it in my fingers. The fingers was real bad, though, but that was cervical. Um, when it happens, they just go in there, they open you up, they cut that piece out, and then go back. And so now it's not pressing up against you. But All you've good, cut baby. a chunk of your disc out, and you know you, you have less Restriction cushioning there. Yeah. Not necessarily. Either way, that motherfucker's not back for D.C., <laughs> exactly. That's all I'm saying. That, he's not, he's not going to be back. He's not back for DC. Matt Brown fixed it, and Matt Brown fixed it with uh, Louis Simmons, the same guy who created that yep. reverse hyper. He's nice. a West Side barbell. I mean, he went through a bunch of exercises and a bunch of different things to fix it. There's ways to fix it, depending upon, of course, how bad the injury is. With some people, it's herniated to the point where they have to remove the disc tissue and either put a spacer in there or fuse the two discs together. Spacer is generally thought to be... The better move for athletics. That's what I thought they did with Kane. No, no, they they did a disectomy because if they did a spacer, he's out for a long time. Because there's no there's no wrestling going on for a long. He's ass out time. for a while though, correct? Just a few months. I just can't believe that that John Jones took Daniel down twice, like, twice in the I first think it was a double, round. Double leg, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he took him down the first. I never round. would have thought that was possible. Yeah, John's that's an how animal. strong he is. Too. He's very good. Like Frank Mir said, he's like. 
wrestling with John Jones that nobody realizes how strong and so did so did uh, I would assume he's stronger now. He's so crazy strong. <laughs> I don't know if it's leverage, but uh, it's all the above. He's also been Cheryl wrestling. Said the he's same also thing. a JUCO yeah. national champ. Yeah. He's also he a knows fucking what he's nightmare. Didn't yeah. he cradle Ryan Bader? Didn't he cradle him? Was it was it Bader he did that to? Where he just put him in a cradle and just he, he beat the shit out of Ryan. I mean, he literally beat didn't, him. Didn't beat the shit out of the way Rumble did. That was terrifying. Yeah, Rumble's terrifying. He scares that's, me more than I anybody. I want to see Rumble fight uh, John Jones. That, <clears throat> yeah, that's but gonna it's, be... it's whether or not Rumble can continue that sort of. You don't think John takes him down deep into the second, You're third, fucking and crazy. people are gonna figure it out. They already have figured it out. Yeah, it's well, Daniel did. Yeah, you drag Daniel him the later round. You avoid the big punch. Drag him the later rounds. Can a John's guy a change? Can a guy like him can a guy like Rumble change? He's obviously changed and gotten way better in the, the avoiding the weight cut and becoming a, a real natural two hundred five pounder. Can Huge. he change in far as like not being able to be broken the way DC broke him, the no. way Josh Koscheck broke born him, the that. way Vitor Belfort nope. broke him? I don't think you're born with it, I but disagree. it's a part of your personality. So whether whether or not you allow your mind to go down those sports psychologists could probably help you. Right? I disagree. Maybe, maybe. Is I it possible? I don't think so. There have been examples. But, but hold on a second. Who, who, who's, say, been, who's been but, broke? But how can you say it's not possible? Because it's I, mental. If it's mental, it's most certainly possible. You don't think it's a personality like, trait? It's not possible for me to win the high jump. I, I don't have That's it. That's physically, physically impossible. Right. Now, so let's say. For him, for him though, it's, it's a mind issue. Well, why, why couldn't a man adjust the way he looks at the world? Mm -hmm. Isn't it possible that you could, through a rigorous, disciplined, like very focused attempt to change the way you approach various scenarios and dilemmas, isn't it possible that you could change your thinking? And wouldn't that be more likely that you could become more mentally tough than it would be that you would be like this physical freak? Because it, it's a physical thing, and cardio makes brings out the weakness in people. So it, what are you going to do? You're going to put them through these crazy cardio challenges and have a mental coach there? Now here's the point where you usually break. Let's keep going. Well, here's maybe, what I maybe. think. First of all, I don't maybe. think he did nearly enough grappling before. I think that was a big part Not of the issue. Close. Was he was getting mad-dogged. By a guy who is an Olympic caliber wrestler in Daniel Cormier, he's just ragging him. Oh no, he slamming. did! I bet he did crazy nope, wrestling. Nope, no, I know he didn't. I know he didn't. Now he's got Neil Melanson, who's a fucking giant. Neil Melanson, one of the best in the huge, world. Fantastic Grappling coaches in the world. Grappler might be deep, the best. Deep, deep knowledge of submissions. Also, a lot of catch. He's really, he's really knowledgeable about phenomenal. catch wrestling and jujitsu, but he also understands big man jujitsu. He's a mm -hmm. big motherfucker, and if you're rolling with that guy, I guarantee you're spending some time on your back. He gave Randy Couture his black belt. He's Randy Couture's wow. coach forever. What's he's his a name? Stud. What's his Neil name? Melanson. He's a stud. This is a fucking crazy Neil Melanson. You ready for this? Neil Melanson had a broken toe. They said Neil, you're gonna have to be off the mats for six months. He goes, cut it off. <sighs> He's the Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott did that, yeah. Yes. Dude, he had his toe cut off so he could keep rolling. Oh, no. Come on, son. I, I, uh, going going back to mental fortitude. Go, going back to the mental Decisions. thing, I, with a mental coach, <clears throat> man, I think sometimes there's just... I don't know, man. I think some people, it's just in their DNA. They just break easier than others. I don't think it's a DNA issue. What I think it is is it being a big, strong, tough guy and being used to being the hammer. And then when you're the nail, you can't handle it, and you fall apart because it's an, an you're unaccustomed you're unaccustomed to it. Rather than a guy like, here's a good example, Darren Elkins. You can hit that motherfucker with a baseball bat, and he keeps coming forward. He's used to getting beat on. He's not a big guy. He's a tough guy. John Jones isn't though. And look at him right. with Justin. He John Jones is a stud. Barely trained. Was getting beat well, up. John Jones has two 
big brothers, and his bigger brother beat his ass all through his life, and I think he's accustomed to getting his ass beat by his big brother. I think his brother Arthur did him a fantastic service in being bigger and kicking his ass. Yeah, that helps his for life. sure. That, Fuck yeah, it does. That helps. I think it goes in two ways. Either you're born with it, like you said, or some you know, traumatic event in your life that maybe it has something to do with it, maybe it doesn't, but it switches on that quit in your, in your, in your mind and your body. Mm -hmm. Some of it's just mental, some of it's physical. Your body gives out or your brain gives out. I think there's multiple ways to look at it. Obviously, uh, Vinny Shorman could fix him. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny Shorman's a hypnotist. Yeah, shout out to my, my, my mind coach, Vinny. Yeah. But, uh, it, That's what he calls himself, mind yeah. coach. It's, I think it can definitely be a learned behavior to, to quit, whether yeah. it's you got taught that or you got that imposed on you mm. or someone made you break when it's you were habit. young. It's a habit. There, there's when he was a, little. A, a lot of ways to, to, to go about it. You know, mm. I'm not saying something bad happened in his life. Maybe it was something good that made him say, well, fuck this. I'm out. You boys don't way. think at his level he's gotten a mental a lot of coach? Yeah. You don't <laughs> think he's ever talked to a I'm mental sure coach? I'm sure there's a lot of fighters that have never gotten a mental coach. Like I asked Cowboy about it and he's like, shit. Like <laughs> Cowboy laughed in my face. <laughs> well, Cowboy's never had a fucking mental coach. What, Has he? What, what, I don't hold think on, so. hold on. Do you think Cowboy's had a mental coach? I don't know. Why man. are you making that face? I don't know. You think he's a liar? No. How dare you? Ian, what what do you <clears throat> when when you're kind of when against the ropes here, how do you talk to yourself? Like what do you do? I'm my worst own my my own worst enemy. So I I just fucking talk shit to myself or it, it depends sometimes i'm going in and i feel great and some days i just sit there and i'm like wow i'm fucked mm. like going out for my last fight sitting there backstage and just slumps in a chair yeah. why I, I don't know this was after working with Vinny, though no no, no. I, I started working with Vinny after this <clears throat> and oh. you know I, personal problems with me it's always like <laughs> women problems and shit bitches like and money yeah, Bitch, exactly. how dare you let a girl affect your fighting hey, I'm a pussy. hey let me ask you this <laughs> I, it's happened before it's not gonna it's gonna happen again but, I'm I, sure. but, but, but I, oh, I say this it's same as any other job and I'm sure with stand up some nights and I felt this way there's probably three fights man any other night I'm down I just don't feel like fucking fighting tonight. For whatever reason, I just don't feel like it. Well, stand-up is way more relaxed. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm just saying can, for your job. Yeah, I'm you, sure there's nights when you're performing for a thousand people. You're like, damn, I really don't feel like doing that. And like. it's usually the same thing. It's usually a, a girl thing. Like yeah. you get in a fight with your girlfriend or something like that. And you, you go out there, I, you just don't feel funny. I fuck up when I have an acting job. This is going to sound crazy, but sometimes when you have an audition, like think about this, and it's three pages. It's just three pages. You can do it in your sleep. Guess what? It's the, it's the network test. You go in there. There are probably 15 people. Showtime. All you have to do is just do three pages. I've gotten myself there. It's between me and another guy. Right. If I get it, I'm, I will make a million dollars. I will make one million dollars for the year, and I won't have to work for it. It's a sitcom. I'll make a million dollars. Just do what you did. Just do three pages. It's no big deal. It's okay. like don't miss that putt. That's when I get nervous. That's when I fuck myself. See, I went when I went out for news radio. Um, there was two auditions for news radio. One was a cattle call. There was like a hundred people. This giant long line. I was like, and I That's had a development deal with NBC, and I, I, I just didn't know that I was going to be a part of a cattle call. I was like, this is crazy. And I went in, and the script was not funny, like on purpose. They had decided to write it where they were going to weed out all the hams. They didn't want anybody <laughs> to to Act. read it like like. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they, they wanted to weed out all that shit. Mm -hmm. So I went in, I read it, and uh, I, uh, I remember um, I, I talked to my manager. He's like, how'd it go? I go, man, the script wasn't funny. I mean, I just, I pretended it was really happening. That's all I did. I just did it like it was really happening. And so then... Um, there was only like a few people that apparently made the cut. And then I went in there for the second audition. It was me and three other dudes who looked like they were about to fucking ship off to Vietnam. Yeah. They were sweating and they were pale. And, you know, I was 26 at the time. So I was only like four years removed from my last fight or something like that. You're like, Hell and, yeah. and I looked at all these guys all nervous and sweaty. And I sat on the couch and I put my feet up and I didn't even read the script. I just sat back and I did it like in front of them. What's up, bitch? I was like, like you fucking pussies. Yep. You guys don't know how to perform under pressure. I go, this is going to be great. Mind game. And I sat there and I like looked at the script a little bit. I'm like, this shit is not. <laughs> and, it was, and it was funny. That's the, the way script. to do it. And I had prepared so I knew that it was funny. So I was, I was ready. But I, when I saw these guys all sweaty, it was like there was three, three or four guys, I think. But they looked like they were just fucking terrified. They give you White, confidence. Because they're thinking about the was, money. One guy was doing it. He was like, he was like oh, practicing oh, no. by himself. I'm like, that bitch ain't getting it. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at that the other guy. The other guy looked like he was about to get shot. They looked like they were about to die. Yeah, and so I, I, that alone gave me massive confidence, and I went in there super loose, super loose and relaxed. Because I'm like, if it's between me and these pussies, I'm like, I got it for Definitely sure. Get it, yeah. yeah, and they can sense that confidence. That's the way to do too. it. Well, I, I, yeah, well, I, I did it on purpose for the guys. So I was like, I was competing against these guys. So I was like, I'm gonna make fuck these guys. yeah, that's so a like huge advantage. But I, I never get, I don't get, I'm not nervous by nature. I don't get nervous when I have to perform ever. And that's the only time because my mind is telling myself it's so ridiculous to be nervous that I'm literally sabotaging myself. Where I, it's I not don't ridiculous know, I can't to be it. nervous. It's not ridiculous. It, know, it, it man. means you care and you want it. I don't well, do you're well thinking about the wrong thing. I'm thinking yes. about the wrong thing. You're, 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 you're not being in the moment. You're thinking yes. about the consequences. Think about the money. They can't do that. You're man. doing it for the wrong reason then. Yeah, you're doing it for the wrong reason. I don't want to act. I've never. Then you shouldn't be there. I've never once gotten the fight being like, God, the money I'm going to make, or if if I win, say I've never once ever in my life thought. I think it's because I'm lying. I think it's because I'm lying to myself when I go into those auditions. Yeah. Like I go and I get, I, I, I go all the way. And then I get in there and I, the, now it's just do this. And I think it's because I'm being a liar. I think you might be self-sabotaging yourself I am, because, because you don't want to be there. Right. Because I, I've never done you an acting job where I didn't want it to end. Well, so with the exception you, you, of you say you don't, but there was at one nice point cover. in time, there was, no, I love doing that, at actually. one point in time, you Deeply wanted to be on a sitcom, like you. It was all you wanted to do. You weren't even doing stand up for a, a big yeah, part of our friendship. I was acting a lot. I was doing a lot of plays. I was doing a lot. You of were also TV. pretending to be an actor. It was yes, gross. I know. You would like you would talk like one of them. You don't would say get carried the things away. They say. I would he really talk like one of them? A little bit. You relax. Did he come in like a musical? When he's around executives, like it was, he was talking about a woman. You know, like anytime someone would bring up a woman, he would immediately be like super progressive and like over. Overemphasize how good he, uh, good she is. She's amazing. Well, oh my god, she's well, amazing. I had, I had and I'd be like, "What? She's not that good." <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Cereal like you'd be talking about like a female. Comedian. I can't believe you guys were friends from the jump. That's what's <laughs> crazy we were to friends me. Right off the bat. Right off like the bat. Besties. <laughs> because we never because we never bullshit each other. I mean. Yeah. We were, right there was the no bat. like uh, I wasn't pulling the wool over his eyes. Oh my god, he was on the in the worst environment. The worst environment, in my opinion, yeah. is those sketch shows yeah. because everybody's scrambling and being competitive to get, to get. And he was the only one that was cool. Well, him and Artie, Artie was cool as fuck. 
Artie Lang. And yeah. it was him and Artie Lang were the only ones. And me and Artie had a scene together, and I had a scene with Brian. But then there was all these other people that were on the set that were brutal. This is Mad TV? Oh, my God. The well, they were mean to guests. He was our guest. They weren't mean to me. No. Everybody was fine with well, that. You guys are so, if you look back at those videos, you guys, I think I sent you the picture. You guys are so young. We're in our 20s. I couldn't believe it. We're in our 20s. I've known Joe since I was 27. It's dude. so funny. Look at us. Yes, look that's us. it. Look at my hair. It's so beautiful. I miss it so look much. Look at Callan. <laughs> I miss it so much. <laughs> God damn it. That chick was really funny, man. What oh, was her name? That's Mary Shearer. The great, on, the great Mary Shear, who to this day is the funniest w female actor. She's probably the most talented person I've ever worked with. She Damn. was so funny. Brian, she's, she's you're phenomenal. so buff back then. I have a beautiful body. I'm going to take my shirt off after this He podcast. was a pool boy. He had this great character that yeah. would dance around. Was that a wig you were wearing? Or yes, did you it was. Bleach? Okay. That was a wig, high oh, heels, sneakers, and a speedo. I got a lot of gay fan mail and a lot of <laughs> fan mail from jail, did. and I'm not kidding. You beautiful I still bitch. have the letters I got from jail. From jail? <laughs> yep. That um, woman... Um, she ha she used to wear like leather skin makeup yes. to make herself look like she was over tanned and yeah. she had this crazy character. We had Jennifer Aspinall who is a multi Emmy award winning uh, makeup artist and she did like magical shit. Joe, when, when, when did you s decide acting, just fuck acting? Well, I really loved news radio and it, I loved it because I was so, it was just the People best case scenario. Fantastic writing, great talented actors you know all the above was and it never was successful which is perfect because everybody had to keep trying and nobody ever got a big head it just it never made it you know it barely putt 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 barely stayed alive it was a perfect environment like with uh, some really talented people still one of the greatest sitcoms ever in my but you opinion. enjoyed the whole process like i didn't enjoy it as much actor. as i enjoyed stand-up but I, I enjoyed it immensely and way more than i enjoyed um any other things after that I saw after that I, I had development deals for like a year or two where I um, which means what they give you some money and they try to put together a sitcom and uh, it's based around you and then I got a chance to see what it's like and then just actors are like the worst comedians without punchlines mm. like the worst comedians meaning not like the worst like not funny but mean the, the most crazy the most neurotic, the, and the the actual act itself of auditioning and trying to get gigs, it enforces that. It you're always trying to get people to love you. You can't. You're always looking for approval. But you can never just be be at peace. You're always worried that you have to say the right thing. You have to be liberal. If you're not liberal, if you are a Republican, you better be fucking uber Oof. successful before you come out as a Republican. Oh, yeah. yeah, you have to be, you have to say those things, like you have to be super progressive, you have to be super left wing, and you also, you, you gotta like, you gotta like play this bullshit political game where everybody's fake. They're all saying fake things, and it's just, it feels so gross. And coming from comedy, from the East Coast, doing stand-up, from going from fighting and then stand-up to this. I can't see you being an like, actor. That's why I'm this. like, what the fuck? I can't <clears throat> see you. did it for five years. I get, I get my throat gets tight when we start talking like, about it. Because I think it's because it's all Like, nothing drives me more nuts when guys pose, especially if they're not fighters. If they're fighters, I get it. It's the thing. But when they put their fist up for a picture. Oh, God. And there's, I told Brian, I go, what the fuck <laughs> oh, is this? And he, we, know, we both know this guy. It's a picture of him and his friend. 
yeah. po- with their oh, fist up. I God. go, why the fuck do people do this? So why do disgusting. they? What is this? I, I won't even. You will never see me put my fist up. Anymore. I never do it. It's a never. tool. It's, it's a tool such. Move. It's so weird yeah. to me. It's I, people just, have asked me to do it with them. Hey, put your fist up for this picture. I go, no, can't do it. No, <laughs> no. I always want to square off with me and fucking yeah. get in my like. No, no, come on. The Just fist, smile. but you'll see like big dudes. I'm, I'm not gonna say who the guy is, but he's a big yeah. guy in the pictures on Instagram. He's like, ugh. Blah. I told Brian, like, why the fuck you think he does that? He goes, because he's not really tough. It's like an ego thing, you know? Like, well, it's also like a culture thing. They think that it's a cool way to stand. I don't know. It's like doing this, doing the shaka. Like, I don't know. Oh, I take the shot. That's yeah, like but the shaka's cool. That's fun. That's but I'm friendly. saying it's like that's it's one of those. Things. I see what you're saying. Like other people are doing the shaka. You do the shaka. It's like the Will Ferrell thing in Talladega Nights. I don't know what to do with my hands. So. <laughs> Starts covering his face. <laughs> it's his first interview. I fucking love that. He's like, movie. you know, what? He goes, I don't know what to God, do. I love that movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> so, Tom Cruise, use your witchcraft. <laughs> use your witchcraft. I'm running around his head. He's on fire. <laughs> I like how they put the view right in his face, too, and he's running around. <laughs> I love how his buddy's in his house and he can't figure out how to work his system because his buddy's banging his wife now. Will Ferrell he calls him. He calls him. He goes, How do you work hey, this? How do you turn on the radio? What do you want to listen to the radio and the TV at the same time? Because I like to party. He's in his house. And he fucking cut out his picture and put his head on his family's picture. How about, how about when he's paralyzed? When he's paralyzed, they're like, you're not paralyzed. He's in the hospital. They stab a knife in his... Oh, that's a good fucking that movie. and Step Brothers, man. Oh, he's so... He stays amazing. Like, yeah. Will Ferrell is just... His ability and and nobody and nobody Riley has a bad too. thing to say about him. Yeah. John C. Riley. No, a beast. Will Ferrell's a great guy. Great guy. He's a great guy. Competitive too. I have friends who played golf with him. They're like, oh, yeah? he's a competitive guy. He's not letting you win. Yeah, that was such a great movie. Look at his man. eyes. Look at his eyes <clears throat> and the intensity. He's just. And that girl Leslie Bibb that was in that movie. Oh, she's great. I did Zookeeper with her. She played my girlfriend in that movie Zookeeper. And there's a movie that I did, but I only did because Kevin James, my buddy, and he asked boy. me to do it. I didn't have to audition. Just, he but, just asked me to but do you, it. But you're not, you're acting, but you're not, you're not like a character. Yeah, that's the other one. Here comes the boom. I played myself. That's right. That was when he was going to be an MMA fighter. That's right. I only had like a couple scenes in There's that. There's a one. bunch of guys in there. Yeah. Mayhem Miller. Yep. yep. Christoph. Boss Rutten. It's just a paycheck at that point, right? Well, this is a buddy of mine buddy. asking me to do something. But the Zookeeper one was fun. I, and I, it was a kids movie, and I was like, that'd be cool for my kids to see. That's you know, cool. It's silly. It's yeah. a bunch of. Monkeys talking to me. Cal and I have been doing this thing with Fire and the Kid for Fox, these episodes. And to me, acting is so, I don't understand. It's like music, actors, it's so mysterious. Athletes, whatever, man, I don't give a fuck. I get how they get their hard work, talent. But the acting to me is so, it's so different. They're like aliens. You're doing a good job. They're aliens to me. It's just, it's a weird occupation it's very weird and people take it so goddamn seriously and they think it's so special when people do so well you know chris rock had a great line that he was preparing before before he was doing the oscars he was like if you go to see the grammys they're singing you know like the oscars they don't even act no one does anything don't act don't do shit it's the most boring worship he's like i've I've hosted it twice i don't know what the fuck's going on (laughs) it's true how crunk were people uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio won? You probably don't even watch it, but people were so crunk that this guy with 275 million won. Even I was crunk. Who cares? Yeah, it's insane. Who cares? It's an award. It's an award for your, your make-believe. You're really good at make-believe. Yeah, you guys I mean, gave them to each other. I, I just don't, do. I don't care. I like movies. 
But the award shows to me are so nonsensical. Whether it's award shows for comedy or award shows for music or what, I don't fucking care. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. Like, human, here's the, here's the, human. Here's the reward. Committee Do people it. like it? Do they go to see your movie? Do they enjoy it? Then you win. It's like this idea that there's one better movie than all the other movies is stupid. That is weird. Because but it's a human thing to crown a champion. Well, how the fuck did uh, do, Ex Machina not win? I didn't see How did that not win best movie? I didn't movie. see it. Over was the it Reverend? Yes. Excuse me, sir. I didn't see Reverend. How dare you? Reverend, Reverend. I know. I always throw an arm. I wasn't. I was a speech impediment. I have a speech impediment. I was throwing arm. Ex Machina was a really good movie. Yep. I liked it. It was slow, but I liked it. It was amazing. Really? Not better than Reverend. I Revenant, didn't see it. Revenant didn't do it for me, man. The story. I, 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 I got to watch it. Wasn't invested Fuck in the character. I didn't any see of the characters. it, so I can't comment. But didn't was, care about was any of the characters. Ex Machina in the running for best movie? Uh, no. Then your That's movie theater no. thing is bullshit. <laughs> your, your, your ratings your, your are bullshit. Your movie theater bullshit is bullshit. Mad Max fucking cleaned up, though. What? Mad Max. See, that was a movie I thought was pretty good. I thought it was, it was all right. It was fun. It's a remake. Pretty unique, though. It was fun. Not really. It's a mm, remake. I knew what was going to happen. Me he was too. Survive. Yeah, but those. You know, Ex Machina. I did not know what the fuck was going to happen, and I was wrong at the end. I like, got to see I this. Don't tell me anything. I got to see Ex Machina. It. Is a it's a goddamn good great movie. movie. They were nominated for a bunch of special effects awards. Well, I think not, they won. not this Oscar. Yeah. I think they won something for yeah. special effects. Did they, Jamie? I yeah. don't think so. Did it win? I didn't see a sniff of that movie. <laughs> I didn't. They, that movie is not allowed in that. <laughs> Did you see it? Have you seen it? No. God uh, hey, damn, man. It's good. God damn it's Hey, good. man. It's goddamn Dude, good you know movie. what I can't get enough of, and I highly doubt anyone here is watching, but it's the O.J. Simpson thing on FX. Everybody keeps telling me that. I saw Q, I was at the store the other night, and uh, they had it in the back comics bar. They were watching it, and the Cuba Gooding Jr. plays O.J., which I yeah. did not know. I was like, what? Dude, Johnny Cochran in that movie, when a guy gives a racist thing, Oscar is. win is a triumph. What is it for low budget visual effects? Ah, well, it should. Oh, boom! There you go. It should have won for visual. It's a goddamn. That's this fan, year. Fantastic yeah. movie. I'm gonna watch it. It's a fantastic movie. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Wait, wow. is it happening in space? Oh yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's about artificial intelligence. It's about a guy who builds artificial people. It's fucking. Did amazing. you see AI with Will Smith? Is that what it's called, AI? It's not the same. This is robot. way better. I robot. No, I, that was good. I wrote it was good. That was good. This is way better. Really? It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Completely different it's movie. It's in my though. top 10 all-time favorite damn. movies. God damn, Rogan. 100%. It's right up there with Apocalypse Now to me. All right. For real. Shit, son. It's a great movie. And it's also the implications. People right now scream, oh, the fucking Twitter. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it's opinions, ladies and gentlemen. We Just all have yeah, opinions. No, you, that's what you like. But um, the... There's something about it also to me because this is a subject that I am engrossed in. Like almost every day I read about artificial intelligence. Almost every day I get up, I'll go to Scientific America and I go to all these different websites and I'll, I search, I will l look up artificial intelligence, go to news, read the latest shit. And I am is one of the main subjects that repeats in my mind like a metronome all day long. That's your thing. So well, that's why not, you love the movie. Yeah, it's, it's going to change. It's, it's going to change, change our entire the world. paradigm. I think it's going to be the future of government. Probably. I think I, I really do. I think we're going to have rules that are established by artificial intelligence, and that's going to that's going to be how we decide and act, and how we decide and make choices. Damn, the robots are going to start running shit. I really do believe that. I think that's going to be the solution to the cult of personality that we're dealing with right now, with Donald Trump being the front runner for president. How crazy is that? I got to tell you right now, Hillary Clinton is not going to beat Donald Trump. That's she what I say. Yes, she is. 
No, she's not. I he disagree. He doesn't have a chance. You're out of your mind. That's crazy. That's You're what I was telling you. The numbers, the numbers, any political pundit, the numbers just don't add up for Trump. That's not true. That's the not numbers, true at They all. were saying the yeah, numbers yeah. didn't add up for him six months ago when they said he didn't have a chance. Unless mm-hmm. something changes. He's the front changes. runner by far no, right no, no. now. Unless something changes. No, Brian. He's got to say this to get acting gigs. No. Maybe. I'm hoping that when he goes I don't like either one. Look up the numbers, Jamie. I don't like either one. Hey, Brian, I don't have a dog in the phone. I don't like either of them. Let me make a statement. Before you make the statement, Jamie, look up the numbers. Yeah. Hillary Clinton's, uh, what is it, support, uh, poll, approval, yeah, yeah. approval yeah. rating versus Donald Let's Trump. Let's just look at this and then you comment, she's, B, she's, before she's, you go. She's going to win the election. First of all, she has and huge problems in that she's involved in a criminal well, she investigation. Might she might be yeah. indicted. That's a that's big, a big issue. issue. That's the, that's the black swan. And the, the, big, the, black swan. The, the big fucking issue is that email thing. I had Mike Baker on, formerly CIA operator, mm. uh, CIA opera, operative, and uh, he was on yesterday, and he was saying, anybody else? He said, if it was me that did the same thing she did, I'd be in jail. Yeah. You know, he was talking about yeah. how they cut and pasted. Yeah. Okay, let's see what we got here. What is, what is the red and what is the blue? Clinton. So she's way ahead of him. No, no. 43 to 46. What is the what is that graph then? Why is she above him? What's that representing? It's time. I don't understand that graph. What does that graph mean then? Percentage of votes, poll poll average. She's way ahead. She's oh, she's so way he, ahead in African Americans <clears throat> and in Latino votes. Of and course. there's no way he's going to cover close that gap. Well, she's three percent ahead. She's also yeah. got majority of the Democrats, from what I understand. Women. Who, who, well, I think it really Trump depends. Trump had a tough time with women too. Who's going to be with her and who's going to be with him? I can't believe those who's going to be the running two. mates. Everybody will be with Trump except for. No, I mean running mates. Oh, running mates. Mm. Yeah. Who's going to be his running mate? Chris Christie. No fucking way is that fat slob. He endorsed him. His fat ass Who endorsed him. Who cares? Them. You can't. You can't. You, no. You can't have an addict. By the way, that guy's an yeah. addict. With food? Yes. He's an addict. There's no question about it. That guy got his stomach stapled and he's still fat. He's crazy fat. Did he's, he burst through it? Or did yes. It? Yeah. Did you I'm see him sure. pitching the, the, at the baseball he's game? He's disgusting. So awesome. But it, it, he's, he's eating terrible foods. It's a, it's a terrible thing. To have, and I'm not fat shaming. But I'm saying if you're going to have a leader, you cannot have a leader who's by the way, hugely anti-marijuana. He said, marijuana, if I'm the president, we're going to outlaw all this stuff. You fucking dummy. You don't even understand what outlaw you're talking fast about. Outlaw you fatty. You're, you're, you're doing something that's way worse for your body mm. than marijuana ever will be. Preach. I just don't understand who he's going to be like running with. See this? If it's Rubio, he's got a real Look chance. Look at this right here. Super Tuesday could do in the GOPS poll show both Clinton and Sanders smoking Trump. Hmm. It's not going to happen. Sorry, uh, Donald Trump's not going to be the president. What does that crazy mean? happens? Could doom the GOP. Bernie Sanders beat Trump, but that's polls, man. Polls are only people willing to answer polls, and they were really bad. Polls used to be representative of the winner. They would go exit polls. They were so off with with Bush versus Kerry. They were so off. That they haven't they haven't been it's accurate. Not just polls, they're just numbers. I mean, most of the political pundits who really are in the know. When Brian even, when Brian's bullshitting, he does this thing where he calms down and instead of getting emotional, he just like, well, there's, there's more. There's I more get, I get very calm. More. I get he, very he, calm. He gets like I think his dad used to like chastise him and he would say something stupid. His dad would no, talk my dad would do the opposite. And, Oh no, my dad, dad would yell. Oh no, no, he wouldn't do that. No, my father would do this. <laughs> Go ahead and start making a start making a point. Watch this. Try this. It's Look at this. Christie faces calls to quit. Approval drop after backing Trump. I wonder why. Newspapers ask six newspapers calling for him to resign. Wow. God, oh, fucking duh. newspapers. Who are they? Uh, p- people with opinions. 
Why are they count asking him to resign? Resign what though? As a governor of yeah. New Jersey? Yeah. yeah. Why? For endorsing okay. Trump. <clears throat> he's just not a good leader. He's not. A, he's not a wise man. He says foolish things. Who's this Trump? No, Christie. Cr Trump. I think Trump is more of a showman. I think Christie. A narcissist. Yeah. Trump's Trump an entertainer. Tr Christie says foolish things. He says foolish things that aren't backed by science. He's very discriminatory when it comes to my my beloved marijuana. Well, I can't listen to Chris Christie when you're that fat. I just no. can't take you serious. Yeah, and that's it. Seems that like you have no thing discipline. To say. It, I don't agree with that. No I think discipline. That's a little harsh. No, it's he's no discipline. As Winston, a Winston, Churchill, Winston Churchill, who what, what, um, was a different time, uh, what drank man. And, and, and no had a weight knew. problem. First of all, that's English. The, the idea he, that somebody has a weight problem and, and they wouldn't be an effective leader to me is uh, doesn't hold water at all. Really, who's the fattest president we've ever had? Well, who, that's. That's, obese that's, president that's, we've not, ever had. that's not an effective argument. Well, first we've never had an obese president. People are prejudicial when Winston they vote. Winston Churchill was but, from a long time ago, and alcohol was celebrated then as a manly thing to consume. If you took the fat, if you took the fat ratio, if you took a uh, whatever it is, the, the body fat test on some of the CEOs or great inventors or scientists or whatever they were. I, I, I don't know that you would What are you, you talking about find... your ass for? I'm talking about presidents. You don't have I don't any think, numbers. Think, There's no fat think... president. Yeah, but you don't have any numbers right now. There's never no, been a fat I mean, president. But I mean the idea that because somebody's fat means yes, that he has they no are... discipline. That that's, guy's not just that's fat. That's just not true. First of all. That's not true. Hold on. He's not just Ridiculous. fat. Ridiculous. Hold on. He's not just fat. He's a fat guy who's undergone an operation and not be fat anymore and he's still fat. Well, I'm, I'm saying that you can, be, you can be not disciplined in one area of your life, but have a huge brain and a huge intellect. Right, but he doesn't have that either. Effective. But he says foolish things and he's fat. He's a different story. I'm just saying in general, if somebody, well, when you, say, you, when you, you generalize and say I could not vote for somebody or take somebody seriously as a leader because they're fat, for me, mm, I disagree. Yeah. Mm. I'm, like I'm saying mm. for me, I, I for, for it's me, discriminatory. Yes, it is. But it's also judging someone based on their own personal choices. Yeah. The choices that you make to be an addict and to not seek out healthy food and to seek out body harmony. His body is out of whack. He's like grossly overweight and he went through going under. Like he, he gave in to saying that like, I don't have the discipline to deal with my issue. So what I'm going to do is go to a doctor and get cut open so my stomach is smaller. Doesn't matter. That there are a lot of great writers. Stop there are a lot of saying. Stephen Stop King. That. Stephen King Stop had a major that. alcohol problem. Don't say that that doesn't matter. That's not related. What do you mean? The major yeah. alcohol problem that he had was part of his creative process, and that he recognized no, it was a giant. He also no, wrote it books. Yes, it was. Though, he I wrote a book, book about it. So I, I read his too. book on writing. I've got I, it right here. So I read that book too. And what did he say in the book? He said he talked about he said, how he used to drink and do coke, and he would find these fucking. It was a part of his process. He realized it was killing him. He stopped doing it. Christie is still eating like a pig. Stephen King makes. A very important but distinction. He's not a leader. But he's, he's an artist. He's an artist. He's but not I, a leader I'm of the saying, fucking United I'm, States. I understand if you don't want to vote for your leader because he's heavy. What I'm saying is that the idea that somebody wouldn't be effective because they have a weight problem is erroneous. Doesn't hold. Water. And I'm saying, just tell me the biggest president we've ever had and go. Who's the who's that's the most obese a, that's president? That's not a good argument, though, well, good Brandon, name because, one. because because uh, but just give me we one. don't have a bald president with William the exception Howard of Ford. Taft. He okay, was pretty he's, fat. He's thicker than a Snickers right there. <laughs> <laughs> was he good? Especially back then. He's jolly. 
He's huge. He's but just, was he was he a good president? Also, a really long time ago too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and was Taft, back when, Taft was uh, only in, in power for a very short period. It's also back fact. when people were starving to death. Yeah, like when you were fat, it was awesome. When people like, like that were just money eating exactly eating and eating <clears throat> and eating and having being rich. That's all. It uh, I think I'm reacting to the fact that we live in a culture now where you know there's body shaming. Yeah, what you're Fuck you, Count. You want that as your president? Fuck you. Fuck out of here. That's not looking so good. He's also got this like. Upper cock fat that is so unappetizing. It's called a fupa. It's called a fupa. Yeah, the upper cock fat. God, I mean, come on. Dumb. Gee whiz, that's a terrible. And this well, is, go, go meet with the other leaders. You of the might world. be right. This guys, is also post surgery. Yeah. You have to understand, like the discipline issue. It's dude, a real discipline. Dude, I issue. fired an agent. I we were talking on the phone. He was great on paper. I met him in person. Yeah, I've seen he was letting some stuff slip. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Me in person, he's 400 pounds. Gotta let you go, man. There yeah. have there, obviously there's some sort of discipline issue. Yeah, there, there has is. to be. But they, you can be indisciplined in one side of your life and very disciplined in others. That is true. That is true. Yeah, that is very true. It's compartmentalized, and sometimes yeah. you do have an issue, and clearly that is a a food issue. But you I'm can saying be I don't want the pre- you know? I don't want the president of the United States struggling with his diet when he has to make yeah. these huge decisions. I mean, decisions. You, you're going back to Stephen when that's the King biggest thing. fight in his life, and his yeah. health is in well, danger. King, King makes an interesting distinction. Just when we brought him up, and he said, "I was a very talented guy with a substance abuse problem." That's what he said. And he said right. a lot of people make the mistake of saying that my substance abuse was the reason I was so talented. He said, "Not no, true." No, that's not necessarily yeah. what he said. What he said was that the creative process was enhanced by his substance abuse problem. He says that's not the case, right. but. I'm a Stephen King fan. His shit that he wrote when he was fucked it up got was better. Way better. He doesn't remember, he got he doesn't remember when he was writing Cujo. He was better. He's also an artist. Big difference, man. Yeah, I want big, my artist doing I some weird I shit. I wouldn't want Stephen King when he was coked up balancing my checkbook. Okay? <laughs> no. I mean, you, but you, expanding you, your mind, he's got to get in there. Yeah. You need we, to have fucking discipline to be a president. You need to be a healthy person. You also need to be a role model. It's like, it's not, it's a figurehead for the United States of America. It's not as simple as. I like, see what you're saying, though. Jack Kennedy was a was a Huge womanizer. That yeah, be considered no, a I want that as my president. That's a different thing, man. It's a different thing. First of all, and we we didn't know. No right. one knew back then. Martin Luther we know King. He's a slob. Womanizer. It's like right in front of his face. Yeah, yeah. it's a different world back then. The world was different. But it, Guy, you could also say it was a breakdown in, in in self control, right? In one way or another. Maybe, or it was just standard operational procedure. Well, I mean, you also don't become quo. a leader by. Just dating one chick. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that <laughs> they were Boy, dick slingers? They were presidential di- food, food slingers. But, but his not- dick sling might be food, though. Is what I'm saying. Well, you know it's right? a different thing, though, because it wasn't in, it wasn't interfering with his health. Like Chris Christie's physical body is, is ten years uh, is left. Massively is like massively falling apart, and the guy got a fucking operation, and it didn't do much. I mean, he's still grossly overweight. I mean, he used to be way bigger. That doesn't bother you at all, Kellen? Well, I, I almost I, want my president a superhero. I feel like you're kind of being a contrarian here. No, no, I no. Really no. Do. I actually don't know if it bothers me or not. What I was. Well, let me tell uh, you. you know. Let, let me, like, I, I understand try to explore point, it. And I think it's a good point. Explore you, it. You know. What it doesn't bother you. You say you don't know if it bothers you. Because health, health is important for presidents. Like, they have to go through all those health checks. Yeah. That's why Trump came out and they said, fuck. They said, I'm in great shape. What's up? I, President I, Obama, beast yeah. and shit. I, I think that I think that uh, I'm not trying to be a contrarian at all. I, I understand and respect somebody's point of view where they say, you know what, 
You are not able to control your own biology. Yes. Therefore, I wonder what your judgment would be like as a leader. 100% valid. Well, you're judging you know? a person when they're running for president. You're 100% yep. judging. Sure. And, and we do judge. massively short in the department of taking care of his own physical being. Yeah. Most of us, and we know that most of us, when we hire somebody, if one guy's in shape, the other guy's not, we're going to just instinctively go, we're going to make those conclusions. Yeah. And that, in a way, is fair in terms of how you look at the world, where you say, you know what, if you can't control your own biology, I wonder else what else you can't control. And as a fat person, you know you're walking into that, or at least have to take responsibility for whatever the world I judges don't, you I, as. I don't buy this, it's so hard thing. I just don't buy it. Well, like, I don't know. Look, I just fucking lost 10 pounds, and I didn't, it wasn't even fat. It's different, it's Joe. Not, Joe. It's no, different. why is it Callan, different? you're saying even, different. Hold on, hold you're saying even if he's overweight, he can still make good decisions. Why is it different? Why is it different for me than it is for him? I'll tell you how. I think some people, for example, have a predilection not only to put on weight because their endocrine system is just whacked, but also some people do have addictions, and addictions are very That's powerful. That's what I said. He's an addict. Yeah. And some people are very I don't want to add that as my president, though, is what I'm telling you, Callan. Whether right. it's drugs, but that's, alcohol, that's women, fair. What I'm saying is that food. what I'm saying is that to just ju we live in a culture now that just it was put so much emphasis on the physical, and I think there are a lot of people who have been overweight, and who have eaten too much or had a thing for sugar, who still are incre incredibly beneficial and to society and well, have invented things and done that. things that you know that and they, they were just they were huge like intellects. Moore. They were huge intellects. Yeah, well, that's a different story. But they were huge intellects. And yeah, I, well, there's I, a lot I, of smart so. people that are fat for yeah, sure. That's right. But I mean. that's you don't want them running the big show. There's a difference between someone who's a really smart, fat person who's a great singer or a smart, fat person who's really good at telling jokes. There's a big difference between that and a fucking president. A president is not just a guy who can talk to this guy and make good decisions. He's a fucking figurehead for the United States of America, the greatest superpower the world has ever known. For us to say Chris Christie's the best we could do is a disgrace. Dif different subject. Like, like you. Well, I, I, I think you, you have to cover all your bases. All. You have to cover all your bases. It's exactly the subject. What's that? Uh, you're talking specifically about Chris Christie. I'm talking yes, about somebody with a weight problem. That's what we talked about. Yeah, we talked yeah, about we're a massively obese guy. Yeah, who, who's trying to stomach you? No, no. Got I reacted to. Uh, no, I reacted to. I don't know if I could. I I don't want to vote for somebody who looks like that. Like him? To me. Yeah. Yeah, him. And for me, it wouldn't make as much. Well, difference he's the only one in the race brain. who's obese. Yeah, but Brian, yeah. he's the only. You're, you're you're arguing semantics now because that's the one guy who looks like that. He's the only guy. I mean, Trump's not skinny. He's a fat fuck too. Yep. If you saw Trump without his clothes on, you'd throw up. Exactly. Trump I'll compared to him. Trump, Trump compared to him, though, is a fucking. Welcome to my nightmare. All those guys together. Look, I saw. I'm. I'm, sh I'm sure there's Rubio flexing on them fools. First of all, who are those other people? Well, you got it's Ted Cruz, and Chris then Christie, Marco Rubio, Rand Paul, Carson. Yeah, Ben Carson. Who's that um, other guy? That's Cash Dennis. I think Dennis Kasich. I think that's Dennis Kasich. Kasich. He's the governor of Ohio. He's governor, done a very good Is job. Yeah. yeah. Then you have uh, Donald Jeb Trump, Jeb Bush. Bush. He knows he's alive. Even Jeb people Bush in Ohio aren't voting for that guy. <laughs> Jeb, Jeb Bush has always put on weight, too. He's, got a, he's always Cruz. had a problem. How is this guy still in there, that K-shish-shish guy? What? He was very he, effective as an Ohio governor. Is he hoping photos come out of all those guys? And like, it's you know, so expensive. Young it's so boy, weird. gay orgy. That's so weird. <laughs> like, okay. me, finally, I'm what's left. Last again, man standing. Again, I'm, all I'm thinking about is the MMA fan going, what the fuck? Fuck, man. <laughs> Where's the fucking breakdown? We're talking about Chris Christie. Cunt? We didn't yeah. promise it. What we about said, the fight? We warned you. We, we talked about Connor for an hour. No.
10 minutes. Connor. Talk about Just Tate, say, Connor. We broke some of the fights. Ian, down. what do you think about the, who's going to win yeah, that fight? Thank you, Jamie. You Jamie just put the fucking okay. the fight thing back so. on. Let's go. Yeah. Connor. I Nate. fucking hate this Chris Christie talk. Makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking horrible politics. Plus, I just was I, I watching just, you guys. The fucking the New Jersey thing, man. That's my state where I was born, and that that reminds you. That you reminds you of a lot of reminds you of a lot of shit that he did with the bridge, the shutting down that bridge. Dude, oh, you that hate Political him. decision to make to do that is so. Fu it's criminal. That's criminal. Shut down a bridge to try to. I don't want to talk about it. I get angry. I get fucking pissed Makes off. Jesus, let's go. Let's go to some fights. So. We have uh, now the size difference. What are their heights? I guess it doesn't really matter. I think Nate is taller. Yeah, he's, a lot sure. taller. he's three inches taller, and he has a two-inch reach advantage. It says two. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. That's gonna play a big factor because obviously Connor moves in so much. Mm -hmm. um, isn't used to fighting the bigger guy, but now he is. But the thing is, is he's if you've seen pictures of him and video of him, he's, he's fucking huge right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like and, the leg reach thing. He's he's got longer legs. Me too. Yeah. So and and he uses th th them. There you go. Exactly. He uses them real well and really well at distance. It's not like me where I just want to step in and club your legs. He's trying to, trying to, trying to negate that gap between him yeah. and you. And he mm -hmm. likes to throw a lot of front kicks to the body like he did with Chad Mendes. That's going to be a pain in the ass. That's it's effective be... against a yeah. guy like Diaz. Let me ask you this, Uncle Creepy. How about uh, <coughs> uh, with, with Connor? He's always been the bully, right? He's kind of bullied the 145 division. And then now here, there's no way. You know, he's just not bigger than Diaz. So it's the, I think it's the first time we're really going to see him where his size isn't going to be that ad advantage right. anymore. But he's pretty goddamn big right now. Yeah. I mean, we, he was training for fight at 155, which means he ate like a pig. Fought at 155 in, in the UK. So he's fought at 155 before and starch guys with one shot. Mm -hmm. I absolutely believe his power carries over to, 100%. Yes. to 155. And this fight is essentially at 170, but it's... These are 155ers that don't have to cut weight. That's what's going on. Right. They don't have to cut weight because it was part of the agreement when Nate took the fight. They took it at a catch weight. Well, you know, Diaz was down to go to I think 165 60. or yeah. 160, and Connor yeah. goes, "No, no, no, man. I want you to. I want you to have the advantage here in the weight. We're going to make it 170. Well, don't kill yourself. He cutting. didn't want to cut weight. Look, yeah. and he shouldn't. Look, I think. Listen, I think this is the future, and I really, truly hope that people decide to fight at a much more reasonable weight class. I think they decide to do this where they fight where they actually belong and stop this mm -hmm. dehydration process, man. It's fucking madness. It's the worst aspect of MMA, the most dangerous aspect of MMA, the scariest now because there's no IV rehydration. So these people are going in there with dehydrated brains and they're taking shots of the fucking dome. I think it's stupid. It ruins your chin. It ruins your ability to fight at the best level. And long, longevity. Longevity. Also, you got the, the, a huge X factor, too, is Nate Diaz. They go, well, he's getting ready for a triathlon. I don't give a fuck. That's mm -hmm. not five rounds of fighting in the UFC. I don't care what you're doing. There's no way you can make up for that. Well, I don't know because I don't know what else he was doing other than training for the triathlon. I don't know if he was doing jiu-jitsu. I don't know if he was boxing. I know he's definitely training for a triathlon, though, which means it's not like you caught him sitting on the couch yeah. doing bong hits and eating Cheetos. It's true. The guy's in really good shape. Different and shape. It is a different shape, but there's also no wear and tear from a fight camp, and that could be a big factor in his favor. Well, Diaz did say, he goes, you know what, to, to me, there's no pressure. I mean, he goes, I've had, I've had camps where I've had full camps, and I went in there and got my ass whooped. Yep. Then I've had times where I was sitting on the couch th three weeks, went into the gym, beat everybody up. 
He's like, so for me, it's uh, you know, it's just another day. I think a big factor, a really big factor, is the fact that he doesn't have to cut weight. And I think it's a big factor for Connor too. I mean, we, we might see the best Connor we've ever seen because seeing him at 145 pounds, that guy was on death's door the day before the fight, yes. the Chad Mendez fight. He looked like utter dog shit at the weigh-ins and then the next day he's full and thick and probably 20 plus pounds heavier than he was at the weigh-ins I'll, I'll tell you what gets scary is if diaz does get mcgregor down oh yeah he's that's fucked. scary oh yeah oh yeah for oh, yeah. mcgregor it's very scary oh, you're yeah. talking about a high level jiu-jitsu guy oh, yeah. with lots of submissions in diaz the UFC. has got some serious fucking skills from top and bottom too yeah really really good jiu-jitsu but see george lockhart has been working with george or with uh connor for mm -hmm. the last fight or two. Right. So you know that he's not just eating a bunch of shit. Right. He's putting, I mean, on a cellular level, he's he's energizing his body with really, really good high, you know, high energy fuel stuff. So yeah. him putting on that much weight, which is just more natural for him, he's mm -hmm. going to be fucking so strong. So strong. Such good cardio. So healthy. So healthy. You know, if he gets by this, I think you have to do UFC 200 if Dos Anjos is ready. Yeah. If he gets Connor. by him. But what if I, Nate, I said if. What if Nate Diaz lights him up? Ba -ba -bang, mm. I don't see ba -ba -bang. that happening. Then we don't have to deal with this shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. You want to deal with this shit, though. You I like it. You, we, yeah. no, trust me, the sport needs it, man. I, don't we wanna, need I get nervous because I, I don't want the Connor show to end. Like, I want yeah. it to keep going. I yeah. Yeah. really. It's I, magical. I, it's magical because he is got the guts to talk so big and then just to go up to 70. And he's just. Yeah, but I don't, think, I don't think Nate Diaz, if he beats him, I don't think he ends the Connor train. I think he stops it momentarily. Yeah. There's a regrouping, and he comes back right. better than ever. I, I just don't. I don't think losing to Nate Diaz stops everything. I think it's it definitely a, it's changes. It's a big bump it. in the road, man. It's a big bump in the road. There's no more that undefeated it. aura anymore. Well, look at what, what happened to Manny Pacquiao. He fought one mile, one mile Marquez and got knocked dead. Yeah. Look like he Face died. planted. Not the same. Not the same, but he came back and is still just as huge as he's ever been yeah. before. Ah, man, it's not the yeah, same. He is, though, look, he is, look, look at Floyd though. Like it, Floyd was huge, right? Never mm -hmm. lost. Even though his fights were boring, we still tune in. He's still the best of all time. He had like this huge undefeated aura mm -hmm. about him. He loses with his fighting style. Get the fuck out. Well, of if here. he loses, all, well, he's he's boring to watch. Yeah, that's yeah. but he's undefeated, so that's yeah, why we tune in. He also refused to fight some guys in their prime, like Manny Pacquiao five years ago, six years ago. Was yeah, the fight, you know? but kind stop, of. stop right there because he had a real good argument that Manny Pacquiao was most likely on performance enhancing drugs. He refused drugs. to take the drug test, so there's but, a reason why. And, and Manny yeah. moved up eight weight classes. Right, I know. And kept his knockout yeah. power. Look, I don't know whether or not Manny did anything, but that Alex Ariza guy that was with him, that guy... Notoriously known yeah. for it. Yeah, notoriously known for it. That was his strength and conditioning coach. I, and the, the reputation is usually... It's usually... Pretty yeah. That's like when you have a Jose Canseco in my corner <laughs> and then be like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't Shaw know. Sean is 298 pounds. Yeah. It's weird. He went up eight weight he's classes purple. and Jose Canseco's his fucking best friend. Not, I think he's good, man. Anderson why do those Silva's guys, strength and conditioning why coach. do a lot of guys get purple like that? What happens? I guess it's like blood rushing to your skin or something. Yeah. I don't know. Thin, they get, they, get, they sweat thin, a lot. They get greasy. They're always and they flexing get... and they just. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I think when you take a lot of testosterone like that, from what I understand, like you develop, you have more blood. You have more blood in your system. Really? Yeah, like this dude I knew who was on like heavy doses of testosterone. His doctor, he was gonna, he's doing some endurance thing, and his doctor told him you should give blood. You should take yeah. some blood out of your body before yeah. you, he was gonna do some crazy bike ride. 
Like you should get you, you should need take to get rid blood of out of your body. Like, Damn, that's what? insane. Your blood like, gets much thick, thick, I guess, right? What are you doing? Yeah, it gets thick. Yeah. They, they, there's a theory that says that the reason women don't die of heart problems, they don't have the kind of cholesterol issues, is because they bleed once a month. And and this guy said if you give blood once a year, it might be the best thing you can do for your heart. For really? your for your body, yeah. Why? Uh because apparently it keeps your blood thinner. And so, as a result, you will. And I'm, by the way, I'm not a doctor. I'm paraphrasing this guy, so please don't kill me. Everyone go out and but, get blood but, Exactly. But essentially, he said, you can lower your um, lipid levels and and all this other stuff by giving blood once a year, and it makes a huge difference. Wow. Uh, it's a it's a school of thought. It's been it's How also been disputed. Oh, uh, just a, like a pint, I guess. It's been disputed. How, what, what what's, what's supposed to be the benefit? How does it lower your blood? So, lipid so I level? guess apparently you, like you said, you get thick. You know, your blood gets thick. You get and 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 it kind of acts as I suppose like aspirin would, where you are, your blood gets thin. And then your body has to rejuvenate, yes. make more blood. That yeah. is interesting that women don't get the kind of heart attacks that men do. I always attributed that to stress. Well, no, it's estrogen. I thought stress. It's estrogen, too. and it's also according to this couple of these doctors that they they bleed once a month, and that has an that has an effect. It's on... because they're evil creatures. <laughs> and, uh, well, excuse not, me, sir. Excuse me. They give excuse heart me, attacks. They don't get them. Yeah. That's true. But I remember when I was a kid, I'd cut myself and suck on it. Like I thought, I, like I, you know, I'd cut. I'm like, oh shit, suck on it. Now, do you ever do that? Or no? We didn't cut yourself on purpose. No, I'd okay. like fall okay. down and scrape myself yeah. and suck the yeah, blood. Yeah, I always did Because I thought it'd go back in my oh, body. I don't give blood. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Stupid. Well, it kind of does. Kind of. It just doesn't go back in your blood. Yeah. The nutrients go in your body. You would think. I want to go do a full like screening of like vitamins, hormones, everything. I've never done that. Have you done cryotherapy yet? No. Let's go do it right now. Dude, I got into a really cold pool and almost panicked. That's not the same. My asshole hurt. No, no. my yeah. asshole and balls were like. That's hey. not like a. That's not like an ice bath. It's not yeah. to, to me. It's the ice bath. Stronger. Stronger. Harder I think to I, do. To, for for me, an ice bath is more effective. Well, that's what um, Iceman Hoff, Wim Hoff, he said. Like for your like your soul, like your your resiliency and like, being able to overcome it's the ice bath is better. It's way longer. Yeah, because it's just you're you know you're pouring bags of fucking ice in that water and you get in there and you're brutalized for Sucks. twenty minutes. Some people swear by cryotherapy. I did it my last camp. I did it four times a week and I didn't see much of a difference. Opposed to ice baths. So well, I stopped doing with ice baths. Maybe it's a um like what you felt versus the actual anti inflammation markers in your blood. Because they've definitely shown that there's uh there it reduces inflammation pretty radically. Better the, better than an ice bath? I don't know about better because I don't I don't know. I don't know how much uh, how much has been shown that uh, ice baths do? I don't know. I'm more aware of what they've shown from uh, cryotherapy, but where, where it's really effective is for people with arthritis. There's this lady that goes to the place that I go to, and this poor lady, her hands are jacked, man. Like her whole life, her hands have been like this, just like gnarled up claws. Yeah. And she now, for the first time in a decade, can straighten her fingers out. And she never thought about just filling up buckets of ice and putting her know, hands in them? I don't know, man. It seems or? like you should, right? Yeah. Maybe I don't know what she's done before. I should have asked her. Well, it's it's like my daughter. I, I'm actually yes. partnering her up with a cryo place in, in Lake Forest. It's oh, yeah, you guys up, are balls deep. O- yeah, opening up March March fifteenth. Yeah. Um, we open up March fifteenth. It's called Therapy Cryo Salon, Lake Forest. Um, my daughter has juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. I take her in my cryo machine, or my the, the lady I used to go to Monica in Newport, or Costa Mesa. Well, it sparked my interest, and then I realized that it fucking works. 
You know, like the, the science is behind it. I, talking about how deep it penetrates, I heard it, it penetrates deeper than a ice bath. Oh, I heard but, opposite. But I've done ice baths my whole life. They're Me fucking too. way different. Yeah. They hurt my toes and feet, so mm-hmm. I'm always like, trying they're, to stick them out of the pain. water. They're a pain. They're a pain to do. They how suck How long do you sit up. in an ice bath typically? 15. Wow. 15 minutes, yeah. I do them both. Damn. There's a there's a Korean bathhouse by my gym right next right next to it. So dip, but, and I and I don't know the they have ice baths at a Korean bathhouse. Oh yeah, I bet mm-hmm. you're sweet ass. Why, 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 why ice does my amazing. ass have to be sweet? Well, what am I betting? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that, was sweet a, that was aggressive. <laughs> you've never got, seen a small well, dick. You, you've you're never a, seen a small <laughs> dick until you've gone to a Korean bathhouse. Oh, what are you trying oh. to say? Is that racist? <laughs> no, it's science. Does it smell like kimchi? No. Is you see all kinds Roman of dicks. Uh, all kinds of dicks at these places. Ramen noodles is like Japanese. I think is you it? Got the wrong. Do I? Race. Yes, Either way, man, yeah. it's fucking tiny. <laughs> but but before you put your daughter in the cryotherapy chamber, did you ever just have her take ice baths and did it help? Uh, we put ice on her before, but she was two and a half when she got diagnosed. Oof. Ooh, that's young. So she she didn't bath. like ice, but then we're also getting things like the hyperbaric chambers. Mm. So you know, with with her ailment or disease. You know, if, if she hasn't had a flare-up in a long time, it's because we feed her the right food. She's gluten-free, sugar-free. Did the hyperbaric chamber help? Well, I haven't put her in one yet. I haven't, I haven't got one yet. But, but the, but the adjustments that you've made in the diet, they've had a pretty big impact. Having a low inflammatory food diet is has first. So she was running by 10 months. I mean, she was she's ahead of the curve, really smart. <laughs> then to see her not being able to walk. Poor little critter. Having brain fog that comes with with RA and... I mean, I, I I was a mess, you yeah. know, and seeing her trying to butt scoot. And then finally we started to do oh. all the all the food. The food has changed her. Now she's, she, she, we fixed her quickly. We got on it right away. And she's okay now? Yeah, she's good. Oh, that's you, awesome, you, you, you plays even, and you wouldn't notice it? Oh, you would have no idea. Poor that's amazing. amazing. I mean, there's no more. Good for you guys. She man. was limping a bit. With, <laughs> sad, funny, I guess, whatever. Uh, she got diagnosed when I tore my hip. So we're both limping around the house and limping around Disneyland and limping around everywhere. But I think it maybe kind of made her feel better. <laughs> so what Poor what did, what did you you dairy free, gluten free, processed sugar free, processed sugar free, and how long did it take before you saw an impact? Not long. It took maybe a month or two, and then after six months, pretty fast. I mean, six months it was huge. After a year, uh, it was. I mean, gigantic now. What else do you do? What do you give her any supplements, fish oil, or anything along those lines? Yeah, I mean, we mix in things like you know uh, MCT oil or all this healthy stuff. My family is very healthy. My dad is my dad is the one that has kept this diet from falling apart. Realistically, I call him enough food Nazi, but he's you know it's me and him raising my daughter together. <laughs> Actually, my mom just moved into my house. My parents haven't been together for fifteen years, but they're now together I, now. Now, now they live together, and I live there, and I'm like, oh, cool. I live with my parents and my kid. After, <laughs> not, <laughs> it's, girls it's a, love that. It's a clusterfuck, but I love them for it. And then I, you know, I have that's awesome. So they're doing that to help you. Yeah, and that's help cool, your daughter. Man, yeah. That's beautiful. And yeah, my mom, awesome. my mom was a chef. My dad's a very healthy guy. So the food in my house is all geared around. My daughter, if I want to cheat on my diet, I have to leave my house mm. and I have to feel bad and I have to just sit in my, my car and cry. While you got to go through some shit. Well, I eat my cheat. gummy bears, you know? <laughs> that's, that's great, man. That's, but awesome, that's It's man. great that you could find something that quick that can make that big of an impact. And like I said, with this, this diet that I'm on, it, it makes me really consider the impact that food has on your body. Yeah. 
And this is one of, one of the reasons why I'm so harsh on that Chris Christie guy is because I don't want anybody that's a representative of the United States or of us or a leader that shows... It looks like the populist. It shows this... <laughs> This willingness to give in, I want that to, them to be exceptional. Yeah, if you want to be the fucking exactly yeah. superhero. That's, well, that's also that's fair. having some discipline and understanding that there's some severe consequences to not having that discipline. And when you're a massively overweight guy like that, the amount of aches and pains that you're guy also a role model. Through. Yes. So when kids the look up way. to you and they see this fat ass being the leader, they're like, well, you know, yeah. it's just amazing that a, a young girl who develops this horrible ailment can get relief so quickly just by adjusting your food. It makes me never want to eat that shit again. It really oh. does. It makes me want to cut all that stuff out of my life forever. I it, think Amer if Americans learned how to eat, we wouldn't have, like one of the biggest issues is always like healthcare and stuff like that. I mm -hmm. wonder how many ailments would not be a Huge. factor if people mm. ate better. Well, you know, yeah. I watched this documentary with my kids on corn syrup or on syrup and uh, sugar it was uh, I forget it's called I think it's called that sugar documentary and we went through the supermarket and you start grabbing things and looking at how much sugar is in everything subsidized it's everything. fucking in everything it's, it's in everything yeah. it sucks and it, it's it's so deeply ingrained in everything we do everything we eat sugar 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 it's you know fed up that other documentary talking yeah. about that they point out so many good points um, that sounded weird but it all makes sense. You, tend, you turn around anything and there's fucking sugar in it. Yeah. And everything is, is so manipulated. When's the last time you guys had fast food? Well, I haven't well, had I like anything anywhere near it in a month. So I started this diet. I was trying to figure out when I started. I had to go back and look at the clock, or the calendar rather. February 1st was the first day that I started the diet. Did you have fast food before that? No. Nah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I did. I ate at Cat's Deli when I was in New York, and I decided after I ate that, that was going to be the last... This is going to be my last blowout meals. I had two pastrami sandwiches. I had a Reuben and a corned beef sandwich. Not I'm mad at either oh, of those. Oh, it was delicious. Oh. You don't miss that? Nope. Nope. I'm good. Uh, if I on. wanted to, I could eat it, but I don't want to. No, man, the benefits are, for a little bit of mouth pleasure, here's the thing, dude. You know what I really like? I like steak. Me I too, like a man. fat fucking juicy elk steak that I cook on the grill. Mm. I like greens. I, I like healthy food. That's what I like. When I sit down and I eat like a nice elk steak with some fucking kale, you feel good, I feel right? great. Yeah. That's what I like. That's what I crave. I enjoy that. That's my favorite kind of meal. How long did it get you to get take out carbs before you felt like that? Dude, I'll tell you what, man. I got a headache the first couple of days. That was weird. Um, where my body was like, I, don't, I hate to use the word detoxing. Withdrawals. And going through detoxing, man. They want detoxing, it, but that's Carbs what was going withdrawals. on. My, it was was sugar. It was sugar. The sugar, I think, was the the headache thing. Because I'd cut out sugar before, and I got a headache. Uh, I think that's what it is. I think, Can you drink on this at all? They can a little, but I haven't been. You ever try cutting out caffeine, coffee? Uh, yeah, I tried I to do that. I had the straight sweats. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. The, I, I was that. shivering. I love my when I, when I, I, I love it too eight much. hours. When I write, when I write, like if I really sit down, I'm trying to finish something, I, I drink way too much caffeine. And I, I took some time off after last time I did it. This was a long time ago. And uh, last time I um, went on like a, a real binge where I was just drinking coffee all day, every day for like a month. That'd be today And for then me. I went like just one or two days off and my head was killing me just like oh like it was in a vice that was worse well it's probably like right up there with this sugar thing the sugar thing was like for three days two or three days i was fogging. sugar would be a 
big hurdle. You know, another here's another big hurdle. When you convert from your body eating mostly carbs and like using that for fuel to trying to go into ketosis and burn fat for fuel, you feel like a bitch. You're like you're weak. Like when I go to the gym, or I'm lifting weights. I'm trying to push. Like oh my god, you still feel that way, or you did no, initially? No, it's gone. It's gone. I worked out today. I felt great, but the push part, the 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 begin, like it's hard to get through things. Like transition. This is, like you have to have discipline. This is what you got to do, man. You got to write. I didn't write this down because I don't. I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna cheat. I just like this is how I'm, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm this is what I'm doing, and so I did it. But if you don't. If you don't have that mindset or you're not used to doing that kind of thing, just write it down. Write down what you're going to do today. Today, I'm not going to eat sugar. I'm not going to eat carbs. I'm not going to eat that. And, <laughs> ma- and write that down every goddamn day. And then check it off at the end of the day. That way you know you did it. Mm-hmm. If you just leave it to, like, the ether, just put it out there and just you know, and you do all wishy-washy with it, you're not going to be disciplined. You're just not. It's so It's not an option. So, like, I told you I had that dream when I was eating bread. Yeah, it's like that shit. I was dreaming. I was like, but it was only cornbread. I had a dream that I was eating I like cornbread. cornbread. <laughs> I had a dream I was eating Who two doesn't? different kinds cornbread of bread. Cornbread and butter? Oh. Was another one was like uh, like uh, cheesy rolls that you get at, like, Fogo de Chao. Oh. Those, those those warm cheesy rolls. Yep. How about those, those cheddar dreams biscuits that I'm having? Uh, fucking uh, Red Lobster. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't go to Red Lobster. Little, just hanging out in Brazil, walking around and grabbing those little bags of cheese balls. Mm. I've never been to Brazil. Oh, you gotta go, man. Oh, it's great. It's I give myself ten years. I'll look like Chris Christie. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. No, he I'm is, kidding. but uh, it's just. I didn't know, he, I didn't know he was that Brian's fat. I didn't know, well, I didn't know he was that fat. Well, by I, the way, oh, that's he's way, way, way lighter than he used to be. Yeah, because you can't get your well, stomach stapled unless thing, you're like fucking. Well, there was so one picture where he's just morbidly obese. Yeah, that was before. That was after his surgery. I want that guy as my friend, not my president. Where he's wearing those those pants. Yeah, I have a lot of fat friends. Me too, and they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I have morbidly obese friends. It's not the that's not the issue. No, I don't have an issue with all that. They're fun, man. I it's, wish I was more like them. It's just like there's a there's a position that is the most uh, like highly valued position in the world. That's the president of the United States. You got to be an X Men. You got to be a bad motherfucker. You, you demand a lot from your president. From there's your man. There's no one like that's that that's running right now. There's no that's, one. That's there's no one true. fits that bill, and that's why it's so weird. Whoever fits that bill knows damn well they don't want to be president. <laughs> exactly, they're, they're too, too smart. smart. Yeah. Well, also the fact that you get so you get everything about your past gets raked over with a fine tooth comb. Are we way over three hours right now? Are we? Yeah, we're way over. We're All right, way kids. Over. Let's Thanks, wrap Chris Christie. This Let's wrap this up, kids. Up. There he is. Look at that. Look at that, Fupa. Brian. Look at oh that. no! Post surgery, by the way. I thought he was just a big husky guy. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, no. that's it. He that's deflated this. What the it upper, was. upper smart cock guy, fat. But, you know. That's not even a manly gut. Yeah, like a manly gut is like Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz has a manly gut. Yeah. Can see? Can he see his cock? No. Or is it too pushed into the? You can no. see it if he has a mirror. It's a strange. Uh... Yeah, interesting look, part. right? He looks comfortable. If he has a it looks comfortable and a good lounge chair. Looks like somebody's just put a bunch of warm cheese just melting into it. He looks comfortable. Uh, Warm cheese in a sack. Ladies and gentlemen, the end. I love the fuck out of you guys. Love you too. Love you, man. So much fun to do. Love you, buddy. March 16th, Irvine Improv. Brian Callen and myself. I will be there. I will be there with my beautiful girlfriend. Oh, yeah? Beautiful. Tickets on us, my man. Denver. Um, uh, Ice House tonight. I think there's like 10 tickets still left. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, Jenny Johnson... Tony Hinchcliffe. Damn. Who the fuck else is on the show? 
Beast. Someone else. Who else? Duncan. Duncan Trussell. That's right. God damn it. Um, that's it, you fucks. And then uh, Friday night, um, at the Car Theater at the MGM with Joey Diaz and Tony Hinchcliffe in Vegas. Holla. That's it, folks. Thank you so much. See you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, see you tomorrow with uh, Burke Kreischer and Brian Redband. See you!